Welcome to Trove Talk, your weekly gaming and getting to know you podcast. I'm your host, Trevor, from trevortrove.com. And joining me this week, I have a lovely international flavor, Amy Gilroy. How are you doing, hey, Amy? I'm good. How are you? Happy Christmas and Happy New Year. Uh, Happy Christmas, Happy New Year. Yeah, we are we are recording this uh, New Year's Eve. Um, it will probably be New Year's on your end of the world by the time we're done because of <laughs> how long hilarious. these tend to roll. You know, I was just like literally we got, stopping. We got, about, we got a little about, a little bit under three hours to go for you um, before mm-hmm. it hits 2017. Um, uh, how have you been, Amy? I'm being good, being good. I've been busy. This is a literally sat down and chill out today. It's, probably the first day I've been up in and out and out about doing things with family and stuff over uh, yeah lots of, lots of good uh, family uh, family holiday catching stuff catching up yeah catching up with, uh, we spent Christmas down with mum's side of the family down the country so caught up with them which is really nice I saw there was about 16 or 17 of us around the table so you can imagine the fun that was had that day <laughs> So, saw some pictures uh, there was some drunk Amy to be had which was oh, uh, sh- fun and delightful Oh, don't, I think I don't know how much I drank, but I drank nearly every day. But I did find bullet bourbon, so I was really happy. I found bullet. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Hooray. Now you and and Knob Creek is is still on the list of things, as I recall. I do. Yeah, you I still do need have to, to try. try. I still need to try Knob Creek. So that All should right. be my next try and adventure and try and find and track down. Just that it's kind of funny the the amount of american and certain items are actually coming over at the moment there seems to be more of a variety in that regard like but it's hilarious because i remember seeing uh what was it a box of lucky charms and they were in the international food section and i was like yeah <laughs> but they were like seven euro <laughs> or eight euro i was like no i don't think i'll be eating these <laughs> i'll leave them back down i'll try them when i get back to the u.s again <laughs> i love the notion of that being an international food over exactly that's <laughs> That's adorable. So, for people that don't know you, Amy, um, mm-hmm. how might people know you? What might they know you from? Um, where where could they find you on the internet? Um, they'll find me hanging out in the uh, kind of funnies uh, Twitch chat. I moderate on that, and I also help out on their Patreon page. If you really, if you're stuck with Patreon questions, do just pop a message on their page. I will find it and I will answer it. And just about in the in the Facebook group as well and on Twitter, just chilling out, relaxing, and probably putting up I don't know how many gifts as a reaction to any tweet I can find, and spend about five minutes trying to find you, the perfect gif or gif depending you do on. Find who you find some want it. some. It's it's gif. It's gif. We it's are gif. a we are a gif. Sorry, that's, Kevin. That's, it's that's gif. The, yeah. Um. So and and uh, and Colin. Uh, oh, and is, Colin is a gifer. Sure. Yes. Um. Uh, but yeah, uh, so you are Amy Gills eighty nine, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, uh, Amy, Amy Gills eighty nine at on Twitter Excellent. and Amy Gills, I think, on Twitch. So, all right, that's me. Great, and yeah, you are you are certainly the Patreon professional uh, in support of not only the kind of funny guys, mm-hmm. but I, like you also help out with uh, like Ismahawk and and some others. I've like I've seen you kind of answering some questions here and there. Yeah, every once in a while, but it, when I know the answer, I said. It's a bit like how I start off with him. If I knew the answer, I figured it out. Pop it in. Yep. Okay, there you go. That's how you do it. You don't have to worry about it. I figured it out. Here you go. This is the information. Excellent. You don't have to figure it out. So it's all good. Great. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm really glad we were able to work this out and get you on the mm. show. Uh, so without further ado, let's mm. dive right in. Yeah. Topic number one. Topic number Amy's one. Amy's gaming history. Oh, Jesus. So <laughs> so where, did, where does gaming start for Amy Gilroy? 
Um, let me think. The first memory I actually have of playing like video games essentially was playing on my mum's original Game Boy. And okay. it was the original Game Boy of the uh, of the species. And I remember playing Super Mario constantly and literally it was speed run. I was able to speed run that thing when I was younger so much because nice. obviously the game cartridge, you know, no saves. So you kept going as fast as we could. And um, constantly, I remember we obviously would run out of batteries, but my mum had an adapter. So we'd be like at the time, we didn't have that many plugs in the house. We've since rewired the house a bit, so we have a few more plugs, thankfully. But like we used to be in the corner, a specific corner of the kitchen, that had a, always had a freeze plug, and plugging it in and just playing in the corner for hours. <laughs> you'd swear, you'd swear we were like put in the bowl corner, but we were just all there co- covered over playing games. <laughs> Myself and my sister just like passing it back and forth when we were very, very young. That's probably about maybe and a four or five ish, nice. roughly at that age. So. Uh, so it was your mom's Game Boy. That's interesting. It was my mom's. It, to to me. Um, really? Is she, is she a, like is she a game? Was she a gamer? And does she, like did she continue on gaming? I actually have no idea how she man- actually uh, got the Game Boy. Uh, I presume it was my uncle because he had uh, I can't even remember, but it was a Sega handheld game. It had the original Prince of Persia on it. I remember playing that in his house. I just can't think of the name of the of the device, but the Game remember- Gear was it. I think it was the, the Game, Gear. Game yeah. Gear. Yeah, it was like, it was like, yay big, it was black, it was yeah, round. Big, colored, yeah. Uh, yeah. It was, yeah. that was, it had color while the Game Boy it had was color. in board, yeah. black and white. It yeah. was like, oh my god, this is color, and I loved it. Uh, whenever we were over at his house, we used to play it. So I think it might have been my uncle that got it, or my aunt, my mom got it, and my uncle got it, the other one. Anyway, that's how that got into the house. I don't know exactly how it got into the house, but that's my first memory of a con- any sort of console in the house was that. Um, and then from there, it was like, we actually didn't have a console, a proper console in the house until the PlayStation 2. But I have very vivid memories of playing the N64 over my neighbor's house. The boy, I, there's two lads that used to live right beside me. And they always had N64s. And sure, any birthday party or any time we, obviously, his mom, their moms would babysit us on the odd occasion, you know, and vice versa. So we used to go out and just play, you know, Super Mario Kart um, constantly on it. Kind of overtook it a bit. Whoops, and Donkey Kong, all those kind of games, all the old kind of old classics we used to play constantly. And then my childminder had a PlayStation 1, so we were playing Crash Bandicoot constantly on it. Whenever we could sneak it from my, uh, my babysitter's son's bedroom, if he had left it unlocked, but myself, her youngest daughter, and my sister would sneak in and start playing it. <laughs> Whenever he wasn't in the house, nice. yeah, we were, yeah, we were like little mischievous little monkeys that they just that got reminds in me. And... I had my uh, my next door neighbor growing up had uh, like there was a, uh, a like a boy who was about my age. He was a year older than me, but he ended yeah. up like he got held back in school, so he was actually like um, I think a grade behind me or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, but like we were we were friends, and then he had an older brother too. And I like I have memories of just walking into their house like. Um, because I wanted to play a game that they had, like not talking to them at all about it. Like just, yeah. I showed up there just because I thought in. that was just cool. I thought well, like, I was like, they're like, they're friends. I can go over and just play the, their version of like super punch out or something like that. Yeah. And, uh, and, and yeah, like the, the dad coming down one day and being like, um, Trevor, why are you here? <laughs> and, and like my parents then having to talk to me and afterwards and say, "Hey, yeah, no, you shouldn't just like walk yourself into somebody else's house to play video games. Yeah. That's not that's not appropriate behavior." 
Yeah, but as a kid, you don't know any better. You're like, oh, hey, they have that. Okay, let's go play that. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, they, they have this game. Like, we've played the game. They have the game. I know they're cool with me being over there, right? Like, yeah. They, so they, they no don't problem. need to know I'm there. Exactly. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm lucky I didn't get, like, mistook like, for a burglar or something ninja. and just killed. Yeah, I know. Like, you know, shotgun. Who is this child? <laughs> yeah. I'm only joking. I'm only joking. Um, but, yeah, so that's really how I kind of started in gaming was, like, literally borrowing anyone's console that I was in the house with. I kind of always... Not that I always, obviously, socialize with the kids and everything like that, but, like, just gravitated whenever it was whenever it was on like even in cousins houses or neighbors houses and there's a, a some sort of console on usually i'd end up, inevitably end up playing it at some stage or another <laughs> no i never said right. i was any good at it but i always ended up playing <laughs> you, who, who cares about being good no i was just That's, like having fun being, dying being good time. in games is overrated Don't yeah. time. Uh, so you have uh, so what's uh, remind me what your family situation is brothers sisters I am eldest and I have one younger sister but I have one younger, a, sister. One younger sister she's uh, two no three two and a half three years younger than me um, depending oh. on when we were younger that was a very much of a specific point of like how old we were ahead of each other but yeah, it's about two and a half years roughly between us um, but then I have a plethora of cousins and I mean. A lot. <laughs> okay. Irish so, families like, so and all that. Those are the those are the family that you would play games with. Uh, I gather the cousins and and whatnot. Yeah, uh, my mom's side of the family not so much because I'm the eldest. But my dad's side of the family, there was older cousins, and they always had the they had the old racing games and stuff like that. They used to bring out to my grannies whenever they were playing. We were up, obviously at grannies as well, and then obviously sleepovers and whatever else we. But inevitably, playing that and our, our giant Lego stuff and who knows what else, <laughs> what games we're playing, but nice. and football on the odd occasion as well. Great. Um, so then, then, so kind of moving ahead, you said the PS2 was the first system you really had in the uh, in the house. Yeah, it was the first the Game system. Boy. Uh, yeah, we had loads of Game Boys. Like we had the Game Boy Color, we had the Game Boy Advance, all the little Game Boys going up. Uh, yeah, we were very okay. Nintendoist. Loved Zelda. Well, Zelda what were like... some of your what were some of your highlights there? Zelda. Yeah, Zelda. Loved Zelda. Loved the Oracle Ages and Oracle Seasons specifically. I okay. think were my two favorites that were on the Game Boy. Um, we had other ones like obviously the Super Mario's. Uh, we had. Just try and think back now. I remember we had this really random Sabrina the Teenage Witch game. I I just have a distinct <laughs> memory of that game. I think because I was actually quite good at it at the end, towards the end, but I can't remember. Oh, we had was that even a show the over there? Yeah, was it was. It was huge. Show over there? Oh, oh my god, oh, okay. it was huge. Uh, it was huge I, when I, I was a kid. Okay, yeah, got, I, like, I, I don't know. Like I don't like. Obviously, we don't always get all of your shows. Like I, yeah. I remember uh, like early like um, UK kind of shows coming over or that I saw were like. The Office obviously was a big one, but um, mm. like Doctor Who, of course, is another one. Doctor and Who, like yeah. coupling was like one of the that was like one of the secret hidden gems. Um, and so, I'd, yeah, I just don't know what shows from our side of the world end up making it over overseas either, because uh, you know we'll talk mm. and, and people are like, oh yeah, no, f- like Friends just started being really big here or something like that. It's like, oh okay, that's oh no, like, Friends, Friends was huge. We're, even we're back well then. done with that. Okay, actually, Friends has been was big when it was over over when it was in the US it was big it was big over here it's just that what happens is that there's a specific TV uh, satellite TV show called uh, Channel Central I think it was Comedy Central and they constantly used to have that running 
friends would be on. It's a bit like Scrubs. It used to be constantly on when you're hungover from college. You just watch it. <laughs> and it was kind of one of those things. I think it, like nice. for the younger generations that missed out on Friends when it first came around, they're only getting into it now. But it has been around for many, many, many years. Okay. But it was always good fun. I used to always enjoy that. So, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Yeah, so Sabrina the Teenage Excellent. Witch was one of those games that I remember playing. I remember playing PC. Actually, I should rephrase that. We did have PC gaming. I actually was into PC gaming for a good while because we got a PlayStation when I was about 12. But we actually had a, I'm just remembering now. Uh, we had a Windows 98 gateway. I remember distinctly it was a gateway Windows 98. It had Windows 98 on it. And it had, I think, 512, 530 or 512 megabytes of memory. Distinctly, okay. that was how much memory. Like, you think that was a couple of hundred gigs. Yeah. <laughs> no, 512 yeah, yeah. megabytes was their memory. And I, I remember, remember those days too. <laughs> they were great days, weren't they? And the internet connection was dialed up, and you had to go eh, 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 <laughs> trying yeah. to get onto the internet. I mean, I mean, you're you're out in like in cheap country, so I feel like you you haven't come too much further than that. That's um, true. That is true. Uh, it's <laughs> pretty bad, given the fact that my download speed at the moment is six megabytes per second. Oof. Yeah. Oof. That well, we're making this work. That Final Fantasy this X is working took... just fine so long to download oh, yeah. yes, I swear I, I, I regret it I regret it actually downloading it I was like god damn it this is never going to end <laughs> um, so about four, for four so days what, that thing was just downloading yeah so what were some of those early uh, computer games that you had then uh, let me see Age of Empires uh, oh that was Age of oh it was so good loved that game Age of Empires yeah. 2 uh, let me think oh Roller Coaster Tycoon you ever play that nice it was oh, so good. Loved those. I would, so we I had like all the expansions. Many, many a many, theme many. park, yeah. Oh, they were so good. I loved them so much. Um, but that's what they say. And you just, <laughs> you, you reach that point where you just like, I'm going to be like crazy and I'm just going to destroy, I'm going to build Everything. roller coasters that will kill everybody. And I'm going to yeah. close the park so nobody can leave. They just have to go on these rides. And there's only one bathroom. <laughs> you, yeah, you, you make the one bathroom cost $10 and you make yeah. all the rides free. Um, and then you jack up the price on all the drinks, too. <laughs> yeah, that was it. Uh, and then there's no this... cleaners, so the puke just goes everywhere. Yep, oh yeah. yeah. But you've got, like, no a bin. panda mascot at least walking around, so that's nice. Yeah, that was about it. <laughs> Keep, keeping oh, yeah. spirits high. Oh yeah, keeping the spirits high. Uh, so you high. said Sims 2. Sorry, yeah, what? The Sims, you said as well? The Sims. Yeah, I, yeah, played The Sims. I was a huge fan of The Sims. I have a box full of the original Sims uh, and all their... <laughs> expansion packs oh, I actually, it's like right behind they're me over great. Like I, I remember um, distinctly loving it when pets came out and this making magic I think were the two ones I loved when they came oh, out oh yeah Ma- making magic I remember that one where you could become that was a really good. magician and, and, I know. Uh, and stuff it, yeah especially with, like the Harry Potter crazes oh that reminds me I had Harry Potter games as well that were probably tie into the movies but slightly worked and some nice. didn't and then obviously had yep. the Sims 2, Sims 3, and Sims 4. But my, actually, I haven't played the Sims 4 in a long time. It's just there in the computer right now. I haven't touched it, I think, in a year and a half. <laughs> so nice. maybe just have a look at it. So but I, I, I would like those. to find out what kind of Sims player were you? Me? I was... Uh, myself and my sister tag-teamed a good bit in that regard. I used to always make the houses. I was quite into my architecture. And, nice. And I was the same way. I... I enjoyed making some people it wasn't as much fun obviously in the original sims because there was only like so many things you could pick you know yeah. it wasn't you know it got better with sims 2 obviously in sims 3 um 
and then my sister usually would live in the house <laughs> even though I did do play I did play as well uh did the things and obviously like I used to love getting like the dragons and like setting everything on fire I remember distinctly one day accidentally <laughs> somehow managing to block off everybody and the sims my own little sims were like in their own little gateway and the f- the f- little dragon somehow managed to set fire to the whole garden except for this one spot where they were and the fireman was just there and he just died in the fire as well i was like okay this is not gonna go very well no no this is things have have escalated very quickly there yeah i I was always the same kind of like i would i would pour so much more time into like building exquisite mansions or uh or like replicating like my childhood home um yeah i loved doing that uh, and kind of building that kind of stuff and then like i would i would come in and out of phases of like oh yeah i'm gonna like really go gung-ho into Mm. like maxing out my character's career but i was never like a creative character like i never spent too much time trying to like make a perfect facsimile of me or anybody else i knew or anything like that sometimes i was just like and then when i used to get sick of the kids i used to go okay your grades are going down you're going to military school i'll never see you again Oh, that reminds me. I, do you remember, it, like, Amy Blaine Gilroy, great parent to be. I am a great parent. I know my kids. The kids will get their discipline, and I'll never see them again. <laughs> but what else did I do? Oh, do you remember, the, like, the, the if you, like, if the baby cried constantly, and you didn't, like, go near the baby for, like, even if it was only two minutes, like, oh, you remember it, the, like the, the lady would come? The, like, the foster the care services? people would come, and, yeah, yep. Yeah, I remember her getting locked one time. I don't know how, but she managed to get herself locked in the baby room and like the nursery and couldn't get out of the nursery. I hadn't done anything to the room, might I add, but she still couldn't get out and she got herself like locked between the window and the wall. Like she somehow managed to get herself stuck and was just stu- stu- with a baby crying. <laughs> and everyone, the whole household just running around the place going like normal. This lady nice. just stuck in the middle yeah, of the I wall. Would... I would totally, uh, like, when I was going to be malicious and do that kind of stuff, I would build mm. a moat around the house that didn't have uh, ladders. Ladders. Like it was just oh. a diving diving board to get in, and then they would just drown in the pool, and I would get a, oh. I would get an extra gravestone to throw around. Uh, <laughs> uh, the garden. For my cemetery. Yeah. <laughs> and the, Oh, the sad clown. I remember the clown. The bear. Oh, okay, yeah. Do you remember those? <laughs> like, like, like only the faintest bits of them. Like you say it, I'm like, yes, those were things. <laughs> the sad clown. I remember that the sad clown used to come around and like was depressed all the time. And I'm like, I'm having flashbacks right now because we're chatting about. It. <laughs> I remember the bear. Awesome. I remember this bear, but I can't remember how she came about. But I do remember the bear. A bear being in it for one or two things, but I can't remember how she came to visit the house. Oh, raccoons! I do remember the raccoons though. To pull over the bins. Oh yeah. Yep. Okay. I remember that. Okay, that's the only yeah. thing that's coming back to me. Good, good, <laughs> good like fun trip down now. Sims memory lane. <laughs> oh Jesus! Yeah, I'm gonna have like flashbacks now of everything, and I'll be just like, <laughs> oh yeah, Rosebud. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. Like Rosebud, and then the uh, the the exclamation point semicolon exclamation point semicolon exclamation point like, semicolon, just, and you just kept going yeah. like that. You just copy and paste that like a thousand times. Get your get yeah. your millions to build those mansions. Absolutely. Thank God for motherload. <laughs> <laughs> um, great. I, like I love I love those stories. Mm. So so uh, any other kind of PC gaming highlights before you came back to the the real world of console gaming? The real world of console gaming. Uh, for games wise on PC, 
I just remember sta- oh I remember Age of, Myth- Age of Mythology I think that was a kind of another one of the, yeah that was, a, that was one uh, of the Age of Empires ones Age of Empires ones that was a good one I remember that um, I'm trying to think out of the top of my head because I've gotten rid of a lot of them you know that kind of way like they kind of went by the wayside because as we get new computers or whatever they wouldn't run um, yeah so yep. they and then Steam eventually... came along and made made them all like obsolete anyway <laughs> exactly um, I'm trying to think what else did I have Oh, I had a really kind of dark one, and it was called Alice in Wonderland, but it was the dark oh, okay. one, like, and she had, it was, it was, like, gothically dark, and, like, her yeah. insane asylum, um, and then going down and, like, something McGee's, something McGee's, or McGill's. Yeah, I know Alice what you're talking Wonderland. about, um, some, uh, some McGee's Alice, yeah. I, uh, yeah, that I, one. Like, I remember, my friend had it, but I never, uh, uh, like, I never played it, but I remember, like, watching him play it. Um, it was and dark. Seeing like, yeah, the the twisted like, ooh, this is a very, ooh, this is weird. Um, yeah, the Cheshire Cat being like, very it, weird and twisted. Yeah, it was like, um, like, like old Tim Burton dark. Um, yeah, it was like just off kilter. It, and so it's ironic then that Tim Burton goes and makes Alice in Wonderland years later, and it's of like course, yeah. fluff, light and fluffy and just a Completely. little bit off. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like the uh, other yeah, extreme. It's gonna bug me, so I'm gonna look it up. Uh, um, I'm just trying <laughs> to think of such McGee's because uh, I'm sure somebody who's listening is screaming at, at us. Of course, they're probably screaming at me, going, "Jesus, girl, can't think of the names." American McGee's Alice. American McGee's. I should have known that I'm American. You should know that. Like I'm Irish. <laughs> I'm not supposed to know these things. Me and my backwater with my shillelagh and flipping. Was it Irish water <laughs> springs? Irish springs. <laughs> Oh, Irish so. Spring, yeah, excellent. Um, yeah, that was that was I like again. Like I remember watching my friend with that game and being like, "This is this is darker than I'm interested in playing." Um, just yeah, those weren't, like those weren't the kind of games I was really super into, but it was definitely yeah. like striking enough that it it stood with me, and it was one of those games that I always like remembered from the like from the the sidelines, basically. Yeah, so it was cool. one of those ones I came across. A happenstance I think it was one of those ones I picked up behind like that was like you know like on the discounted thing of like you know well, here's a fiver I was like oh this one looks interesting plopped it in yeah. and was like okay this is quite dark but it's intriguing so I'm going to keep on going with the story like so that's kind of how I got into that one I don't know if I actually ever finished it but I do remember getting quite well into it like a good bit into the actual game but I can't actually remember if I actually completed it I have a problem yeah, with completing was, games it was years ago it's it's, yeah. it's forgivable if you don't remember all the the ins and outs. We barely remember oh, yeah. that there was a bear in The Sims. <laughs> I know. I just had a flashback to it. That's the only reason why I remember. It. <laughs> um, cool. So, so, uh, yeah. so, what happens? You get a PS2. What kind of gets you? Like, was there? I'm guessing you were one of the mi- the millions of people that got a PS2 because it was also a DVD player, and that was yeah. like just the effective way to do it. And so I was like, hey, now we can also play games too. Exactly. I think my parents were like, oh, this is a great handy little thing. It has DVD yeah. too. Right, we're getting this. It looks okay. The kids seem to be able to play it. I don't have a clue what I'm doing with it, but the kids can play it. So that's the main thing. And I distinctly remember it. We actually got, it was the Kingdom Hearts one. That's why I could remember uh, playing it. But I remember distinctly that the parents got the game and got the PlayStation, but didn't get the memory card. So we used to constantly play <laughs> speed yeah, run like that... the first few levels. Until like the next week, because obviously it's a Christmas, so everything's closed and back then until you know after New Year's, and we can finally get into like a sh- you know we didn't have a GameStop at the time in Ireland, 
So I think I had to go to like a toy master or one of those, a kind of a toy store and get one there and got one that way. Uh-huh. Um, so that was kind of where I remember how it came. But I remember just playing the same like levels over and over and over again. Yeah. Or the intro. It then obviously dies. Oh, I have to do start again. Why isn't this not saving? Not understanding that. I had to get a card at the time. some other thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah the parents were like, ah, oh, didn't think that through. <laughs> yeah, well, like very few did. It was a very new thing. Uh, like nobody realized that that was something you needed. Um, yeah. So. Uh, in, in those days. Like I remember, like I was, we were lucky in that because uh, mm. we, we got the PlayStation 1 first and, uh, and my dad got it like used um, and like ca- it came with, um, I remember a like a purple knockoff memory card that we were able to use. Oh, I've heard for, those things. Like for yeah. when I played like Final Fantasy VII or something like that. Um, and it like it still had some of the like old saves from the previous owner and stuff. So yeah. I'm playing like through his saves of Carmageddon or something like that. It was, yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, memory cards. That's a, that's a thing of the past. That was, oh like, yeah, a, big time. For, for un, unless you have a Vita, then it's still a thing. <laughs> it's still a thing. Or if like, uh, yeah. it depends on if they're going to do anything with the NX or I should say NS or whatever how the they're switch, doing their ones. Yeah. The Switch. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see yeah. where they where they take it. Exactly. Um, okay, uh, so PlayStation Two, you get you're playing Kingdom Hearts. Mm-hmm. You finally get some memory cards. Any other kind of highlights from that era? Oh, there's loads. Uh, let me see. I got into. I really got into Final Fantasy at that stage, and obviously okay. with PlayStation Two, there was kind of a bit of backwards compatibility. You could play all the old PlayStation One, you know, the Final Fantasy uh, Seven. Um, I, yep. I actually have Final Fantasy Seven still in the house somewhere. Actually, uh, I found that a few months ago. I was like, oh look, this probably is worth a few bob. But anyway, um, so I remember distinctly like playing that Final Fantasy Ten, playing that all actually most of the Final Fantasy series in that regard, and then that were playable on PlayStation Two, um, and the Devil May Cry series and Jack and Dexter, though they were probably my jam. I love Jam uh, Jack and Dexter more so than okay. Ratchet and Clank at the time. Like I was more of a Jack and Dexter game girl. Um, I remember playing. What's uh, Tomb What's Raider. your favorite Jack and Dexter? I think I'd have to say two. Okay. I the first so, one like... was too kind of kidsy, but I know it sounds silly, okay. but I, I liked I liked the the second one more because I know I just had a bit more freedom in it than the first okay. one for some yeah. reason. How about you? Fair. It's uh, I so I didn't I didn't actually play them until the PS3 era when they came out like as a as a collection, uh, oh, like right. an HD collection. Um, because I I just kind of for whatever reason skipped over like. Ratchet and Clank, Jack and Daxter, Sly Cooper. I just missed all of those during the PS2 mm-hmm. era. Um, so I played the first Jack and Daxter. And, and, like, I knew Jack and Daxter was, like, the series I knew the least of. So I played mm-hmm. the first one, and I was like, oh, this is, like, fun, old-school, like, platformer, um, collect-a-thon kind of game, get, yeah. getting all the precursor orbs and stuff. Played through that, really enjoyed it, like, got the platinum on it or something. Then I go into to, uh, to Jack 2, and I'm like, oh, this is a very different game. They just, like, yeah. completely went... Like it's it's very apparent that like between they Jack One and Jack Two, Grand Theft Auto came out, and so everybody's <laughs> like, "Oh, let's make our game a little bit more like that." So it's it's more open world. It's you've got like the you've got the cars that you're driving around the the city mm. and stuff. And so I was like, "This, I'm I'm I 
didn't know to expect that, so I have a like a soft spot for the first one. Um, yeah, and then like when it when it switched for two and three, I was like, this this isn't this isn't Jack to me. <laughs> this is this is yeah. just a different kind of game. Um, but I can totally appreciate that. Like if you were looking more for that open worldy kind of um, vibe to it, and and a certainly a more adult like teen Jack with attitude kind of thing. In two yeah, and three. I think it was like um, the angst. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, absolutely. So I totally Actually, understand I just... that. But yeah, for for me, like the first one is is the like, because it hit my nostalgic notes for those kinds of, like, platformy games like Super Mario 64 and stuff. Yeah. <coughs> nice. I... Um, so you said Jack, you said um, uh, oh, Devil May Cry. That was another one. Devil May Cry, yeah. I remember a friend got lurking. Like, he was the real gamer. Uh, he probably introduced me to most of games i used to play he had uh, like the back then he had the gamecube he had the xbox 360 he had the playstation one two like he he had all all the kind of consoles so i remember distinctly playing most of my you know when i was doing gaming was playing them with in his house like if we ever did sleepovers or whatever because funny enough him and his mum and my grandmother were best friends he was the youngest okay. in his family if you know what i mean like he's the baby that uh and so we used to always be playing because we're of the same age. Like, I think he's only a couple of months older than me. And we used to just constantly play, be playing and hanging out whenever I was up in my grandmother's house. So we would play everything. I remember distinctly that my very first... <laughs> uh, we used to play Mortal Kombat. I remember that. Like, um, fighting games. They, he tried with the Need for Speeds and all those kind of racing games with me. Did not work. I'm not a good uh-huh. racer. Just say it straight out. There's no point. Give me a racing game. I will end up in the curb and, like, last place constantly <laughs> i was no good um uh yeah we used to play soul Calibur. i actually quite enjoyed soul Calibur as a fighting game we used to play those kind of games and those kind of that soul Calibur series actually stuck with me and my sister we actually quite enjoyed playing those ones for a while we actually had i think two and three and then it's gone off the wayside i think personally i don't care for it at all anymore uh, with newer the newer versions of it and not caring for them my sister bought I remember buying it and playing it going nope don't like the storyline at all that they have going on with their main campaign I was like nope don't care for this anymore <laughs> she's like neither do I and, um, let me think what else do we play I have loads of games in there that I have to play but I can't remember distinctly any other ones that we played they were the main ones that I can remember. I know I had one or two like random ones. Like I remember having a Pirates of the Caribbean game for PlayStation Two. Okay. That was shite. <laughs> for name and terms, it was shite. Um, yeah. It was like dark. It was clunky, and I remember distinctly going, "Nope, didn't care for that." I remember Valkyrie Chronicles, Valkyrie Chronicles, or something like that. It was called. Okay. I can't remember the name of it. Uh, yeah. It was a side scroller. Yeah. It was quite good as well. Cool. Um, that was quite good. Um, can't try and think of any more of the PlayStation 2 games. I had loads of them, but I can't remember half of them. You know the kind of way? Yeah. They're the distinctly oh, the ones. PlayStation 2 for me is, like, that's the era I had a ton of games. And then, yeah. like, the the one time in my life where I was like, I'm strapped for cash, I need money. So I, like, turned in, like, uh, like, or, like I sold off, like, um, probably, like, most of my PS2 collection mm-hmm. of, like, just all of the... Like, it was all, like, shovelware games that I... Like I've completely just blocked from my mind. Like there yeah. was, there was like Lords of the Rings, uh, Lords of the Ring games that were not. Oh, like, I think I remember one of those. Based on the movies, it was like yeah. 
based on the books Lord of the Rings. Oh, right. Like, okay, definitely didn't I remember, those I remember having, like, those and turning those in and, and GameStop being like, uh, I mean, I'll give you 50 cents for this. And I was like, <laughs> fine, whatever. I don't know. It's like, Can you I'm imagine giving those, like... <laughs> yeah. So, it, those... like, uh, the, those kinds of games, um, like, where it's just... Like, I know I had a ton more, but they've all mm. just kind of gone in and out of my head. So I would have to, like... Like I would, I could probably look at a list of games, and be like, "Yeah, I played yeah, that. Yeah, I have played that. I yeah. couldn't tell you a thing about it. <laughs> um, exactly. But I would recognize like box art or or stuff like that. Yeah, we had loads of games that we played. But uh, again, from PlayStation Two, we had a lot of them because it was at the time it was out for a couple of years when we got it. Mm-hmm. I think it was out for two or three years at that stage, and I distinctly remember having a lot of games. Like we got a lot of them secondhand or whatever, but I can't tell you what they yeah. were <laughs> after them. Uh, but the ones that those franchises stick out in, uh, stick out in my head quite a good bit would be those ones um, yeah. that I've mentioned. They're probably the ones that I've lodged in my memories. Like I can distinctly remember have associated Kelly Clarkson's very first album with Jack and Dexter too. Okay. Because <laughs> obviously we obviously had the album and it was being played in the background whenever I was playing the game. Because <laughs> I distinctly yeah. remember if I hear certain certain songs from that, I'm literally getting flashbacks to playing certain levels or fighting certain bosses yeah i'm the same way with um with bare naked ladies and chrono cross really the the yeah the the uh the bare naked ladies albums um stunt and maroon i would just have those basically playing on repeat Mm. while i played chrono cross on the original playstation and like i whenever i hear one i think about the other or whenever i see Chrono cross i think about bare naked ladies so yeah that like i have that same kind of like connection for uh uh, for music and, and the games I was playing at the time. Yeah, that's definitely one of those linkages I have for those two games specifically. I think uh, probably yeah. Linkin Park more so with Devin May Cry because I think they kind of went with it more. I don't know, I obviously must have been playing them more often when I was playing them because they were yeah. kind of more associative. Um, yeah. But it was quite, it's one of those kind of one, it's random to soundtracks that you actually kind of associate instead of the soundtracks of the actual game. Though I wouldn't yeah. say I have that with the Final Fantasy ones. They, I distinctly remember as being the the soundtracks that would have been on in the game i have mm-hmm. nostalgia every time i hear them yeah oh i'm uh, yeah the final fantasy is a is a series near and dear to my heart so yeah i know exactly I, I, you I, know yourself I, it's I, like oh yeah yeah um great so uh so playstation 2 um did you mm-hmm. ever get into xbox um or uh or go to like i know it's it's weird because i like nintendo is such a has been such a big thing here but i definitely know that mm. There was an era in in like in Europe where basically Nintendo like just completely gave up the ground to PlayStation. And PlayStation kind of came in and became the dominant system over there. Was that yeah. the case for you and your household as well, or did you still kind of stick with Nintendo over the years? We stick actually, and my sister still has soft spot, spot like for Nintendo. I think last year I got her with the new Pokemon game. Um, if I remember correctly, yeah, I think it was Sapphire. Yeah, Sapphire that came out last year. Or am I getting mixed up? Uh, yeah, ru- ru- yeah, Obi or Omega Ruby oh, Alpha Omega Sapphire. Omega Sapphire. Yeah. Um, I wasn't actually a huge big player of mm. the, uh, uh, because we usually would share the one cartridge. There was no point us because it would obviously save over the other person's game. That was the one downturn yeah. I think actually of, um, of the the Pokemon games. Like it wasn't too bad with the Zelda games because you could have one or two, three different saves for right. the game so that was fine because we could share those easier um but i distinctly remember like 
we never actually had a Nintendo console in the house now. Obviously, possibly because we had neighbors literally across the way that had an N64 or any of those kind of games. Mm. And friends that would have the GameCube. So we never actually had a, a, the console itself in the house. Um, I think we had for a while the Wii. But that was years later and that was uh, just for a while. It was more that we had we borrowed it for a while just for... I have no idea why we had it in the house. But we had it in the house, you know, that kind of way. But it was years later, like when I started college. It was way, 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 way back, way, way in the future. Um, yeah. We just literally, I think, it, honestly, I don't actually know how my parents decided on on the, the PlayStation 2. But I think they just saw the light up. I think, like, distinctly, it was seeing myself and my sister actually light up looking at the PlayStation 2. And it had come down in price. And there was a good bundle on, and they knew that we liked the Kingdom Hearts ad from the advert that was on the TV. That okay. they kind of were like, they put one and one together, and they're like, okay, they like this. They have played the PlayStation original one with family members, you know, whoever had it. They may like this game, and we'll buy it for them. So we had that, and that's kind of how it came into the house. And it was great, like, to have it in the house, obviously, and the DVD player. <laughs> the DVD player was yeah. like, brilliant. We can get that in the sitting room and we'll have the TV in the kitchen to ourselves when it comes to the kids want to watch a you know, movie or whatever. Yeah. So, and obviously I think I remember hauling that PlayStation everywhere. Like, you know how people haul okay. their PlayStation 4s nowadays onto, onto, onto planes I, and stuff? I, I, I do know that, that myself, yes. I, I, did, yeah. <laughs> I did that you do to it yourself, uh, PSX. So. Yeah. yeah, so we hauled uh, that PlayStation 2. Actually, I think it's actually behind the TV over there. <laughs> um, it got brought everywhere because my parents my mum mum's side of the family live about an hour an hour and a half away from where i live so on road trips to the kid when we were going down you know in the summer we'd spend maybe two weeks down my grandparents down there so we'd obviously pack up the games and bring it with mm-hmm. uh, especially as i got like, the moody teenager years and i didn't really care for going out and doing these kiddie things you know as you do that we think are kiddie things they don't not do family things they wanted to brood you know, I was quite a brood teenager, so I at least could check. You can go brood. You can go brood with Sora. Yeah. And uh, and, and and Roxas and and whatnot. And, and whatnot. That's what I did. Um, I just like brooded over the corner, yeah. played those games instead. And Emily obviously did as well. Uh, we took turns and played away, if you know what I mean. Uh, but it was just, it was that was distinctly when we got that in. We didn't have PlayStation Three for a couple of years actually. Uh, during my college years. Uh. I couldn't afford another console. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, and the I mean, PlayStation Three obviously was the most expensive of like anything yeah. <laughs> that ever came out. So, um, so never had that. But I'm sure even worse over over there. Yeah, it was fairly expensive. It, even like Xbox market wise, it doesn't have a huge market in in Europe. Uh, generally, right. it, it's like Nintendo and Sony. It was like oh Japan. Japan seemed to take over, as it were, and then. Obviously, Nintendo kind of went by the wayside, and then the Xbox kind of got a little bit of it. But funny enough, when I was in college, all the lads had Xboxes, Xbox 360s. So I distinctly mm-hmm. remember playing Xbox then, 360s then, because actually somehow I managed to always hang out with gamers <laughs> in certain ways. Uh, even though I was in business, I, what I majored in was commerce. My friends were either in arts or they were in, bless you, uh, or they were in mm-hmm. engineering. So, there was like most of the lads would play. Obviously, was FIFA, or Call of Duty, or Halo. They were like the main, the three main things that were played. But yeah. I, I remember actually buying 
Final Fantasy XIII for the Xbox 360 and the four the four CDs uh, with my de- for my with my then boyfriend, and he's like, yeah, no problem, you can play that. You know, I can borrow the in play when they weren't playing it, so I used to play then the games then. Uh, but I think we used that mostly because we could actually stream. <laughs> illegally streamed the game you know things from like i remember watching black swan they swung it from the computer to the xbox 360 onto the tv you know that kind of way we'd have on movie nights Uh so we did that we had like games nights in college where like on a tuesday people just didn't go out they didn't go out to drinking or they didn't go out uh there was no clubs on or something or whatever but that you know like rugby club or whatever uh you know drama or whatever for some reason tuesdays always seem to be quite a one that was quiet, it was the quiet night, and everyone used to kind of come round uh, to ours, depending on, or whoever has it was, the turns that, that week. And we'd all, like, the girls would all mm-hmm. watch Grey's Anatomy, and Prison Break used to be on, so we'd watch Grey's Anatomy, Prison Break, and then Games Night would start. So we'd have, like, three or four uh, things of Twister on the ground, like, we'd clear out the, uh, the things, and everyone would get drunk and start playing Twister. We'd have, you know, when the guys used to be on the banjo, or the girl, when the girls would be on the guitar, and then we played that for a while, and then we get the hook up the Xbox 360, and the boys would be playing Call of Duty against each other or whatever, or they go online if the if the internet was good, depending on the apartment. And uh, we'd eventually find obviously the kids at that age would just like troll people on the speaker. So we used to troll that by like giving it to one of the girls, and she'd start speaking speaking Irish and having this like shillelagh kind of voice, do la la la, or like whatever, in a in a very thingy and they'd be like oh my god it's a girl oh my god it's a girl and like your man the lads would obviously be killing the shit out of them and they'd be like okay we you know they completely get confused and then we put the throw it back on and one of the girls used to play, sing opera you know just down the mic <laughs> <laughs> and completely yeah, confuse the lads as you do as you do so that's what nice. kind of we did whenever it was good fun and then obviously drank a lot out of jam jars it was fun <laughs> Drinking, drinking in college just kind of goes hand in hand. So exactly, so sounds, like it was good like fun. Good they're they're good times, like good bonding times. Because uh, um, excellent, learned a lot. Uh, <laughs> but that that's more or less uh, where. So 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 you were one of the rare species that played Final Fantasy Thirteen on Xbox. Yeah, that, I did. Yeah, that, I ended up being that, that rare species. Me to no end. It was uh, interesting um, to say the least, uh, but it was fine. The game was. It ran okay-ish. Like, obviously, it ran a little bit better on PlayStation 3 anyway. Uh, but it was fun to... <laughs> every once in a while, okay, gotta go insert next stage. Get saying, okay, gotta go find the CD. Is this yeah. right CD? The wrong CD. Fuck. Take it out, put in the right CD. Yeah, yeah flashbacks yeah. To, to the PlayStation 1 era where you had Final Fantasy <laughs> on multiple discs. Exactly. I started laughing so much when I was doing I was like, oh, God. I'm going backwards That's in time I, I here. I even... Yeah, I didn't have a, a 360, so I didn't find mm. out until, like, probably, like, well after it was an established thing that, mm. like, 360 players had games that were on multiple discs, because I was yeah. just, like, I, I don't remember the last game I played that was on multiple discs um, outside the of, same. like, the PlayStation 1 era, because everything, um, everything, like, PlayStation 2 and 3 and 4 was all, it was just, like, here's here's the DVD or the Blu-ray, um, yeah. So we've got all of the data on the one disc. So so enjoy. Um, exactly. So yeah, it's it's like it was weird finding out and hearing like, oh yeah, Mass Effect is on like a few different discs, and Final <laughs> Fantasy is on four discs. It's like, 
what? Like, what? where did those yeah. even break up? I, don't I didn't know. realize it when I first got it, you see, because I was like, oh, look, yes, Final Fantasy, brilliant, I can actually play that one on, because obviously before that, it was they were kind of tied to PlayStation before that game, so I was like, yeah, I can yeah. play this on Xbox 360, okay, I'm going to get it. We're like, yeah, yeah, sure, I opened the discs, four discs. Okay! <laughs> Just like, pop them in. Right. <laughs> ah. This must be a really long game. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That was literally where my thoughts and I was like, oh wait, no, it's the same length. It's just they have crap CD things. They don't have Blu-rays at that stage. So I was like, alright, that's yeah. cool. Um, so yeah. ended up, my sister actually got the PlayStation 3. Actually, she just sold it because I had to go and read. I had to actually had to reset everything on it there yesterday the day before. I was like looking through my old, on the old like saves going, aww. Because so, at that time we didn't realise uh we had, uh, you know, obviously with PlayStation had set up the account or whatever a couple of years ago. We were like, ah, sure, we only need the one account. Got that. Got my PlayStation 4. Could not remember any of the sign-ins. She couldn't remember the sign-in or her email that she used. So I had to set up a new nice. <laughs> new profile, so I lost all those things. But I didn't have any that many uh, trophies or anything like that with it. Uh, but it was awful funny just playing that. But I gotta say, I have a lot more games for the PlayStation 3. We, got, we, uh, we made up for lost time when we finally got the PlayStation 3. We got like a uh-huh. lot of the remasters. We got like obviously the Kingdom Hearts remasters, um, and all the series there, and a few of the Devil May Cry's, for example. Yeah, we were, we were quite nostalgic bunch in our house. We kind of were like, oh, we love this game. Okay, we're getting it back again. We're playing it again, uh, and then obviously nice. that's when Assassin's Creed came into the house as well. So we played, started playing. Then oh, you're a, you're an Assassin's Creed person. Mostly my sister. I used to love just exploring the world. I'm one of those people. I'm like, okay, I like to explore. Which means I have will probably never finish The Witcher Three <laughs> because I like that's, I, I like ex- I'm I'm literally exploring everywhere. It's like even with Final Fantasy uh, Fifteen, I'm I mean, literally yeah, with Final Fantasy Fifteen, I'm exploring. You, you will be putting many many time many hours into that. Oh yeah, I'm not one of those. I'm just exploring everywhere. I'm like never getting. Into, I'm like on chapter three and I haven't moved from it because I'm just exploring everything at the moment. Yeah. Um, so. That's probably what I'm going to be like. But my, we have loads of games. I just can't think of them at the moment. Uh, I actually got into Bioshock Infinite, okay. I think. Played that a good bit. I actually quite enjoyed it. I'm not one for usually for first-person shooters or first-person games, but I quite like that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, played Skyrim on it as well and stuff like that. So they kind of got me into those kind of games as well when it came to the PlayStation 4 came along. Uh, Excellent. So Very cool. It was cool. It was, I got, got a few games. I just can't think of the name of them off the top of my head. I can see the drawer where they all are. And like, there's three drawers and they're distinctly like, all full of either DVDs, Blu-ray, sorry, Blu-rays, and PlayStation 3 and PlayStation 4 games. But uh-huh. I'm not running over there to get it, so, because that'd be rude. Did you play any of the uh, like any of the Uncharted's or the Infamous games? Um, Infamous and the Second Son would probably be the first one I actually played properly when I got okay. PlayStation 4. Um, I then played the infamous first one when I, we still had the PlayStation 3, so I played that for a little while. Um, I played. Yeah. Uh, I didn't actually play the Uncharted until they got they got the remastered here uh, for the PlayStation 4. Even it was just one that slipped by me. I just didn't play it. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. Uh, it was one that I actually have to go back to, but I have a huge backlog now. You know yourself. <laughs> I'm never going to get through them all. That's. Yeah, it's it seems to be our our curse um, these days, with so many things out there to play. And there's so many good we're games. Always missing something. Yeah, 
that's uh, absolutely yeah we are we are in a uh, a glut of amazing content that's always Brilliant. coming out to us mm. something for every, everybody like all the time um, cool so yeah okay then moving on so playstation 4 mm-hmm. um got that uh, launched I mean, like did you ever did you ever get uh did you like did you ever get your own xbox or just kind of like played xbox with friends but then played. like you were still a playstation yeah i was hooked on playstation i think from playstation 2 i played xbox with friends but never owned an xbox when the choice came between i think my sister was contemplating whether she get a playstation 3 or the xbox 360 um, we at the time didn't really have that much. It had worse <laughs> had worse internet than we have right now, so it wasn't like online gaming wasn't a thing for us. So we really mm-hmm. didn't care for it, and still probably I don't like honestly I don't play uh, online because our internet's so bad that there's no point. I'll just it. Ha- I I look like those people that can't constantly exit out of games. It's not my internet's just dropping. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Okay. Um. Because of that, and like we didn't really care for the shooting up games that mostly we we'd associate. Just even herself, Emily, she even she she was here. She'd tell you she'd associate kind of those kind of games with the Xbox rather than PlayStation for some reason. I guess because all the ones that had PlayStations, yeah. we have played different games uh, on them. And so I, I mean, I think I think games. I think Xbox definitely kind of built that as yeah. a brand for especially in the 360 generation where you got things like Halo and Gears of War. And Gears of War, oh, Call loved Duty was obviously always on those games so I actually love games I remember playing the original Gears I do actually distinctly now remember playing that game in college on the Xbox it was great I loved Gears 4 yeah um, but yeah it was just one of those things we never actually played it in the house mm-hmm. but would play friends I was a bit like that yeah so it was like one of those things I'd be like how do I play this again for about 10 minutes and I'd be like oh I played it okay yeah I shot someone yes okay I'm doing good <laughs> Hooray! Yeah, small joints. Yay to killing Woo-hoo. things. Um, I was so, awful bad. So, I, they used to hate me when I played Call of Duty because I usually went sniper. <laughs> I usually just sat there and just like okay. shot people in the feet. <laughs> Camping is a legitimate strategy, as Greg Miller will tell you. Yeah, I camped a lot because I didn't know how to move properly, so I ended up crouching anyway. <laughs> Excellent. So, uh, so, so this generation, you said you you got the PS4. Launch. Right at launch, you said? Launch. Okay. Probably the best idea, given how much it's causing me trouble right now. Yes, I'm looking at you. <laughs> it's over there in the corner. Um, it's, I keep on getting the blue light of death. Constantly. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I get Uh-oh. that constantly. That, so sounds it's, like they want you to upgrade to a pro. Oh, they do. And I, I'm highly tempted, currently, at the moment, because it dies slow deaths and then won't work for an hour or two hours or days, depending. <laughs> yeah, that's no fun. Uh, that's no fun. Uh, so it's kind of like at the moment it's working. So I'm like, okay, you you're good. I'll, I'll allow it. Like it won't restart. Like you know when you do the upgrades, uh, to any updates uh-huh. or whatever, it'll do the update, install it. But you know how it has to restart at that stage. Yeah. No, it won't. Yeah. It won't. It won't it, actually it restart. It dies, and then it's just like, okay, I've restarted. No, you haven't. <laughs> you have to plug it out, plug it back in. Oh no! Yeah, what that doesn't sound fun. No, I'm, not... like mine. I definitely notice how loud mine is. Oh, yeah. I didn't get it at launch necessarily, but mm. like, like a month or two after launch, I think. Mm. Like it was. I definitely had it like in that early batch of yeah. uh, of of PS4s, and yeah, it's like I'll have it on um, in rest mode or something, and it'll just be like, and I'm oh like, yeah, okay, don't ex- don't explode. <laughs> <laughs> I look it over at it, and like, I even now I can just see it. And I'm just like. I never leave it in rest mode because I'm just too scared to leave it in rest mode. 
that's it's probably like i probably shouldn't because i like i will leave it in rest mode and then like go to work for the day and i don't want to come home to a burnt down house yeah Um, exactly but at the same time i like having my my controllers charged (laughs) that's true too yeah um, I have like two controllers on the go, so it's not too bad. So I have like one stuck in, one stuck out, one stuck in, one stuck out. Usually, nice. um, so it's not too bad that way. But uh, yeah, the 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 PlayStation and I usually have a love hate relationship, as you've probably seen from my rants. Every once in a while, <laughs> to you, I'm like, Sometimes. God damn it! Yeah, usually I'm quite frustrated when I rant at you. Usually, it's that's usually after me frustrated to fix it. <laughs> yeah, um, I bet. So what are some of the standouts from this generation then for you? Um, for me, I really love, and I, I didn't think I would, was Age of uh, Dragon Age uh, Inquisition. Dragon Age? Yeah, okay. I absolutely adore that game. And it was one that I didn't think I'd adore as much, but I just thought I'd like that kind of game, so I went into it. But it's one where it, I distinctly remember Wes going, Amy, all I see is you on... Dragon Age of Age Inquisition, get off it, <laughs> play something else. Like, you know, people kind of come back to me, play something else. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we could actually turn our thing of being online and what we were playing on or off with the options. Um, right. But, like, that game was one of the ones that I loved. I absolutely adore that game. And yeah, it's, I don't, it's a good one. Had you played any of the other ones? Uh, before that, I remember vaguely playing dragon age one of them one of them on on the pc with the nexus pc that he okay. had the we actually no, i'm having flashbacks uh to college actually spot i used to play for a little while a thing called moons of magic because the internet was good in college but it was just at home so we, i remember it took up a good bit of space on the computer but i remember we used to play that like as an mmo it was an mmo but it was free so it was easier to you know play as a cash strapped student and uh, I distinctly remember just like playing that game and then like him going oh yeah you like this it's similar to that kind of that except it's more obviously uh, a lot a lot better and him playing it and I'm myself playing it and choosing a character and going through obviously picking a character I quite like that actually just personalizing yourself um yeah and playing that but I only remember one playing it a little bit. It was not long after that that we had broken up or whatever. So I'd say that that person got one by by the wayside. But I just I remember playing the original that a bit, but not a lot. And then okay. when place when it came out on PlayStation Four, it's like oh I know this, I know that I know that name. Downloaded it, bought it, downloaded it, and just fell in love with it. Um, I just think it was the choices and how different choices affected the gameplay. And yeah. the actual, and again, of course, open worlds. You know me; I like my open worlds. I like to run around and explore. Yeah, so. lots, lots to explore. In, like, to explore. in those first hinterlands exactly. areas and stuff. So I have that, like, yeah. and that's you... just one of the games I loved. I joined in. I remember distinctly getting, unfortunately, knack with the PlayStation Four, and playing. Yeah, me too. And literally, <laughs> I remember distinctly playing that, but just distinctly playing it just. I'm going to finish this because I hate it so much and I'm not going to let it get the best of me. Kind of similar to the way that Colin played uh, uh, the Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed, <laughs> yeah, yeah. going through that and like just because I hate it and saying, yeah, I hate this game. And I remember distinctly because I was I, such expectations for that game and it just fell. Yeah, I almost did that with Knack. Like, mm-hmm. I went back to Knack to do that and be like, okay, like, 
it's this joke. I'm going to try the game again. Yeah. And I got further than I did the first time, but I was still like, nope, I just hate this way too much to yeah. I, actually try and, and finish it. I, so, I distinctly remember you. <laughs> distinctly remember rage quitting so many times. <laughs> yeah. um, but after that, then I remember playing. Uh, it, uh, just going back to Dragon yeah. Age real quick. Um, so who did you romance? Who, uh, like, who did you, first, who did you get it on with in Dragon first Age? First time round, it was Colin. Uh, and second time round, actually, I never finished it. Uh, but I think I was trying Iron Bull out just to try and see what that was called, just because it was something different. And then I, I was going to try and get stuff. Amy Gilroy, a freak. Hi, <laughs> but I was just like something different. <laughs> Everyone was always trying like Solus. That was the hardest one to do. So I was like, okay, I'll try and do Solus. And then I was like, he's just too boring. <laughs> I'd like to try something different. Yeah. So, um, so I tried to being. I remember being an a mage. No, okay. not a mage, an elf. I was an elf and I was a rogue. I like rogue. I like being rogue and an archer mm, yeah. and archers. So I was an archer, rogue, elf. And then the second time around, I liked archers too much. Even though I was contemplating being a mage, but I went for being a canary. Just to see the the difference of culture-wise. Like, how would they iron ball react in regards and all that kind of things to see how that would affect the gameplay like in comparison to being a maid uh being an elf yeah so i was like okay i've completely picked different things i know it sounds weird i just didn't care for being a dwarf or a normal human i was just like oh no it'd be something different yeah. so it was quite fun it's fair. I, I did the uh i did i think the same i think i did i think i was a rogue uh rogue elf and then i was like a kunari um in my second playthrough kunari female um, yeah yeah it was i mean it was a lot of fun playing um playing that game i put easily like 100 hours oh, big in. time i think it was my game of the year that year yeah. um that it came out um and i because i had played um the first two in the series mm. and really enjoyed them and so they did they you couldn't carry your save um uh forward mm, yeah. from like the last generation but you could go you could go online and basically like recreate your choices and import your choices oh in. that's cool so i did that and um so it was yeah it was it um i enjoyed that in because like it it meant that I had the, you know, hundred hours from previous games that I had kind of you had that history with me, and so yeah, so like when when they made a reference to some character that I had saved in the first game, I was like, yeah, I did do that, and like somebody else might not have, so that was really that's cool. Cool. Um, and yeah, just like the the Bioware like that and the Mass Effect games um, are right up my alley mm-hmm. in that kind of like honoring that that history that you've put into something. I would agree that um, yeah, I really enjoyed that. So I'm quite looking. So it's for interesting it. that you kind of came came at it from the like this was your for for all intents and purposes your first really was yeah didn't carry over anything forward um from from the previous game so yeah um but i'm glad to hear that it was such an enjoyable uh experience yeah i loved it without any of that like i'm quite looking forward to history. the next one you know the kind of way and i'm just praying yeah. that they do make it because i want to know what's going on there and i'm not going to say anymore because i don't want to spoil it but i'm like i want to know what's going to go on there the, this yeah. is not the end, you know that it's, kind of way. So I was like, yeah, there's definitely some stuff yeah. I want to hear about that world. Um, and yeah. I'm looking forward to, like, obviously the DLC that came out with it, I immediately bought because I actually thought it was brilliant. Mm-hmm. And obviously, watching other streamers play that, I actually remember distinctly playing, watching like uh, people play that game, like streaming it, and I was like enjoying just like the chat and the bants in chat with the the game. So I was like enjoyed watching people, like even our good friend Kaylee used to scream it for a while yeah so that was good fun like watching that's yeah Ka- kaylee and, and aaron, aaron the aaron the Bull, aaron Bull. Um, in our in our admin chat yeah. both of them are are big into uh, shout out. uh dragon age inquisition yeah so, so i love yeah. that game shout out to kaylee and aaron love you girls excellent um 
Any uh, anything else uh, this gen? This gen, um, Infamous Second Son. I quite enjoyed that game, and uh, I started actually playing a lot of indies. I found myself pl- okay. playing a good few indies. Um, I start like uh, you know it's the Insomniac song of the sea, the one that Greg would have play- played this oh, year. Oh, song, song, song of the deep. Song yeah. of the deep. Sorry. Um, I just love that game. I find it very, very soothing and calming. Uh, it was one of those ones. That's like. Yeah, the the just thinking about thinking back on like because I, I I put a little bit of time into it yeah and um, I haven't finished it but it just wasn't like what I was looking for at that at that point in yeah. time but like yeah the little the little like mermaid or the uh, Marin or whatever yeah. like her story I was like oh she's like a little Irishy girl kind of thing. <laughs> yeah they the big... or is it is it is she not Irish I don't even remember the, but like I remember she the had the narrator like, is Irish, Irish or Scottish or something yeah the, I think the narrator is Irish um I could distinctly tell it, it made me think of you is basically what I'm saying like <laughs> I played good. and I was like oh it's Amy Gills it's me oh no it's not me um but yeah like and it had a very much an Irish flair of the old folklore stories that would have been told um yeah. I see affairs like the mermaid's pouch and all that kind of stuff so like all the you know all those kind of tones are definitely in it but i found it very soothing and relaxing um i've mm-hmm. loved and like what was one it was one of the um what was it, it was one of the uh actually the the one of the ps plus games i actually quite enjoyed apathian you know it was a side scroll it was apathian? greek yeah okay. it was greek i quite like history yeah. I, I i you wouldn't think of it but i actually yeah i mean history. like it it, it... Um, you having mentioned uh, Age of Empires and Age of Mythology, yeah, you think seems, it. Yeah, I like. like, I, I, like I, it. I have I have a similar like affinity for for some of those games. Did you ever play the God of War games? Then God of War, I never actually played it, them myself as an honor my own console, but I remember playing them with my cousin because he had them. Um, okay. Funny enough, my cousin's I'm a, actually my cousin James bless him. He has a huge love affair for for Kingdom Hearts and all those games. Okay. And we used to we used to we used to geek out together playing them. Like he's a, he's a good younger than me. I think he's he's just gone into college. Like he's only eighteen, gone by. Um, but I remember us having that. But he also would have God of War. And my other cousin Mark, he's a little older, he's the same age as my sister. He had God of War, if I remember correctly. So we, I kind of played with them, but I actually never had the game myself. Um, mm-hmm. but I do remember kind of playing bits of it and watching them play play it. I was quite one of those ones. I I actually quite enjoyed watching other people play because I quite. They usually were better than me anyway, trying to get past levels. So <laughs> they, they get through the game quickly. Yeah, and it's like, oh, so this is what happens after this. I could never get past this bit. You know, oh, that's what happened. So I was kind of like, um, yeah. do you ever hear the comedian Dara Brian? I don't believe I have. You'd like him. He is an Irish comic. He's based in England, but he does things like Mock the Week and stuff like that. He's a presenter for a lot of things. But he also does a lot of science things. Actually, I think he'd be brilliant for... For most people, if they can get him on a podcast, but I don't think he does podcasting, but I think he'd be brilliant because he does, you know, he's really into astronomy, like, you know, Professor Brian Cox and all them ones, like, for the world. And okay. He loves that kind of stuff, and he actually has a degree in it. Like, he is a mathematician, or oh. one of those things, but he also is a comedian. Uh, and he sums it up quite, he also games. And he sums it up correctly in regards to, like, yo, you listen to music, you read books, you go for a walk, you, you know, all these kind of hobbies that people do. And then there's gaming. Mm-hmm. It's the only hobby that punishes you for not getting past the level, <laughs> for you know. Oh, okay, I've I've seen I've seen him then. I've seen that like I've seen that as a meme basically. Yeah. Um, okay, I just didn't know I didn't have a name to put yeah, to it. Yeah, so okay, Darren Green, he's very good. I say I highly recommend him actually. If you look him up on YouTube, you'll see his comedy is quite funny. Uh, it's excellent. 
of the uh, of any type I like, but like that's the kind of stuff I used to love so much. Uh, other games I used to play and play. Uh, well, I guess the Final Fantasies are an obvious ones that yeah. I'm currently playing at the moment. Not getting very far in it, but it's there, <laughs> and I'm currently going through it's, it. Uh, there's there's plenty for you to do in it. You'll you will you will uh, explore a ton. Oh yeah, definitely. So I'm looking forward to that. Like yeah. I love watching you, you and uh, Nabeshin kind of going over like how far you've gotten into it, and I'm like I'm so far behind. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But it's good. Uh, yeah, definitely. I put I put I've put 73 hours into that game at this point. Yeah, I, it look, and, and done a couple. Look of how bad I am after game stuff. Uh, Look how bad I am for this one, because I actually really do... I actually feel like this is a platinum I actually do want to get, and I don't like getting platinums, but this is one I actually do want to get. Okay. I actually it's, bought. It's not a tough one to get. Oh, nice. So, that's actually really pretty. I highly recommend it, but the hardback is actually quite nice. It yeah. sold out in the US, by the way, you know, on Amazon. That's, that doesn't surprise me. And I got it in the UK Amazon, and it was, it was cheaper than the US, which was really surprising me, mm. even with the, the exchange rate. It was... Yeah. It was one of those random ones. I was like, "Yeah, okay, I'm buying you." <laughs> yeah, the um, and that's like, I have um, like the, uh, like they they did re-releases of some of the Final Fantasy strategy ga- guides in yeah. the last couple of years, and I've got like a collection of those basically sitting on my bookshelf. So, I love them. They're um, lovely. It seems like that would be a, a good a good uh, a good addition. Um, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I really enjoy it. Like, I enjoyed the combat in that game. I I did not enjoy the story, but it, there was a ton to explore, um, so I can appreciate that. Um, Do you ever get? Uh, I, I forget if you're on Vita Island or not. I am. It's my Vita is Vita in the bedroom Island. at the moment, okay. but yeah, I am on Vita. Okay. <laughs> I was a laser. Uh, what, right uh, what have you? Did you uh, did you ever play like PSP or anything like that? Um, no, I never played PSP. Again, wrong time of the for me because financially I couldn't afford to. So we because had the Game Boys. Yeah, yeah, college. It was put it this way. I was lucky to live off twenty quid. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. University. University. Yes. No, we just call it college. But yeah, it was one of those things like I couldn't afford to. So, um, my own background in college was I was lucky enough to get a grant. My first year, I got very ill and had to repeat the year and immediately got large student debt because I had to repeat. And I didn't realize at the time that I could actually get dean's waiver of some fees because i got fell the way i fell ill um i could have actually gotten it wavered but i didn't know that about that until after the fact so unfortunately it didn't help so i had huge student loans which have been paid off finally so i actually am free of those so now i have a card on go me <laughs> congratulations Congra- on paying off some of that debt yeah so i mean this like at least if 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 America has anything to go by, student loan debt is like the hardest thing to pay off. So yeah. the car loan should be nothing comparatively. It, like yeah, I've like a year left in the car. Um, it, but oh, you'll be. I'll be fine. You're, you're fine. I think like this time next year I'll be out of that, so it's not too bad. But like in regards to the student, so because of that and everything like that, I used to go home just to work, and I would probably mm. live off I guess twenty five US dollars at the time. I guess it probably would be twenty five thirty quid a week. That would be after everything was oh. taken out, like loans, rent, um, you know, utilities. Um, that's what I had to live off. So I was very much a very poor student that uh, went to anything that had free food. <laughs> I don't, I don't miss, I do not miss those. Yes, yeah, um, you know yourself. You probably had the same uh, thing. So, uh, like there were there were definitely times where I was like, oh, I should really be making more money than I am. Um, yeah. 
So yeah, it was like those those times where I would lean into like, oh, my family's gonna like invite me over for dinner. Yeah, um, I will absolutely be there. Oh yeah, big time. <laughs> um, yeah. Did your mom? Uh, so what what are some of the Vita games that you played? Then? Um, actually, I just finished off playing uh, finishing off playing Tearaway. Um, I was one. Tearaway? Yeah, okay. it was one of the ones I kind of picked up and put down a good bit. It was one of those ones that I've, but I've actually finished off playing that over the Christmas. It was one of those ones I actually was like, you know what, I'm going to get through this one and play it. Um, I Persona, mm -hmm. Persona Four, I've that, but I really have to get back into it. It's one of those ones I haven't just been in the right mood for. Every time I try to play it, I think I get distracted and then I come yeah. back and I have no idea where I am half the time with it. So I think the next time around, I'm just yeah, I, that's that's a that sorry, that's tough with one of those. Yeah, yes, yeah, so that one is kind of one of the ones I want to go back to I, you know what, i probably will just for the lols just play it on the easiest mode just to get through because i kind of want to get to the story a little bit and actually make the choices and stuff because mm -hmm. i never made it that far enough that i actually went into the actual choices of, of like who would you love and you know all those kind of things and who to build the friendships up a bit more with um and what else games that i play with that i remember distinctly getting the jack and dexter <laughs> oh uh back Again, I'm uh, hating every minute of playing, trying to play those games because they did not work well on Vita. I will definitely say that. Um, yeah, that's that's what I. Heard. Yeah, they did not play well. Um, what are we playing at the moment? Oh, Child of Light. I really enjoyed. Yeah, I like that okay. game. I, yeah, I really I enjoyed that. that. It's, it's another. I mean, that seems like right in the same kind of style of like fantasy fairy tale as uh, as Song of the Deep. Yeah, so I quite like that. Sounds, yeah, it sounds right up your alley. I, I it must. I like that kind of. Even like book wise, I like kind of immersing myself in different worlds. It doesn't necessarily have to be our mm. actual world here, like on Earth. It has like it just. I love just exploring new worlds and what can be made from nothing, literally, uh, as a even with storytelling. Yeah. Uh, I quite enjoyed like even Journey, love Journey, just or uh, what's the other one? Flower. Love those games. Yeah, Flower. just yeah. I find them quite a breath of fresh air, even from the normal triple AAA games that will be out. You know, they're very simple, but very thought-provoking and powerful in a different way than, like, the other ones are very flash, look at me, while these ones are just kind of, you step back, you just experience them, yeah. you take a breath. So I've always loved those kind of games. So Yeah, those kind of games. I think there's a weird one that I got on Vita. Again, in the PS Plus game. I love those PS Plus games. Sometimes you get some really cool little ones. And it was like a weird, mm -hmm. weird, weird dark one where you kind of like color it. You color bits and pieces to let the person go up and down. It was like Oka... Okami? So I can't even think mm -hmm. of the name of it, but it was one of those weird ones. Okay, okay I, I know Okami is... Uh, no, not Okami. Uh, I want to say Okami is like the... Yeah, it's that's that's more of like a, a Zelda-esque game. Yeah, it must be that one. It was um, another one can't think of the name of it it's, it's escaping me at the moment um but i like that one um but yeah I'm just i'm quite very much into my like little indie games i love the little ps plus games though that come out I, they're quite interesting just to get different ideas of different developers as well that are outside the, the main branches that i would have known normally yeah yeah that's yeah I, i've 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 gotten like such a, a huge affinity for like uh, oh, indie yeah. games these days Severed. Oh, did you did one come up? I love Severed. 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 That, was <laughs> that was a great one. one. Yeah, I enjoyed Severed. Yeah. Um, and Guacamole awesome. or Guacamole. <laughs> <laughs> guacamole. guacamole. No, Guacamole. That, that chip dip <laughs> game. So I like that game too. Uh, yeah, Drinkbox Studios. They do some. They good do stuff. some very good stuff. 
Um, and definitely, like, when I was in EGX, I played a lot, uh, a lot of games that I quite enjoyed that are coming out, like, that I'm looking forward to. Um, uh-huh. So I'm quite looking forward to a few of those ones that came out. They're hopefully coming out shortly. One of them's called Rude Bear. It was really good fun. It's actually, like, a side-scroller that is just, like, you're the bear dies and you, like, crime over his corpse to try and get across the you know to complete the level and like it sucked me in for good okay. for a good hour and a half like they actually had to tell me to get off the damn thing because like, the developer was great crack he's good fun shout out to alex he's good fun um he um didn't mind us playing like even the original like his very pay- base pc game and he says like he wants to make it as a platinum it's supposed to be coming out like i think next as in like at the end of january i think this year uh coming up and um, but like he hopes to get a platinum and I, like the platinum is like to get past every level without dying and i'm like that's so hard but like he literally looks like, so it was multitasking while we were watching him uh like and he was like you know you know making notes about what what needs to get changed or whatever uh, and like flew through one levels one through five without dying and we we're just like how the hell like we died like at least 50 or 60 times <laughs> like you can see the little counter going up and up and up and up it was great fun it's one I think most people awesome. would like. Yeah. Well, very cool. Um, any other gaming highlights, gaming memories you want to kind of touch on before we move on? I don't know. Uh, I think we've, like, I knew you were you were a little worried about, yeah. like, oh, like, my gaming history It is, is kind of boring. It's, it's not. It's very fascinating. <laughs> it's not. No. Like, I, I like I love, I love, I mean, especially, like, especially with you, it's very interesting how, like, half a world away, you and I grew up playing a lot of the I know, that's kind of cool. I didn't uh, realize how many. You know, the kind of way I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah. It's, um... Yeah. So, like, that's, like, I love, I love kind of how universal they are. They are. Sense. They're uh, a universal language, they're... really, in certain ways. Yeah. They link so many people yeah. together. Um, let me think. I guess... I really want... I really want a uh, a roller coaster tycoon now that like you oh, can play gosh. on PS4, but then you can also ride it. In oh, that would be so good! I love this idea. I just I want them to work on that. That would be so, <laughs> so good. So yeah. like VR, how did you find VR? That, mate, if uh, if I out of curiosity, had to, how did yeah. I, I? I um I've really uh I haven't I'm gonna dive into it a lot more probably in the mm-hmm. new year um uh now that like the the glut of all the fall releases yeah. are out um. I enjoy it so far. Um, I think it's got a lot of fun experiences mm. with it. Um, I like it's. It's probably if I weren't trying to cover it and and do it for my own uh, like for my own site and stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't know that I would. Uh, I don't know that I would in, would try and invest like the money into mm-hmm. it. But I definitely think there is a future there, um, and it'll it'll it's. I'm curious to see where they take it. Where it yeah. goes. Um, and and what kind of experiences they try and bring to it um like the i mean the one i keep touting and wanting is vr quidditch i want Ooh, somebody to be give me a vr quidditch that game that would be good um uh i think warner brothers just needs to get on that and make millions of dollars and sell millions of vr units that would work well everybody wants to be a freaking wizard. oh who doesn't um yeah exactly um but yeah like i uh, I got to play uh, at PAX uh, West mm. earlier this year. I got to play Rick and Morty in VR. Oh, cool. Um, which I, I don't know if you watched the show or anything. I've watched it in two like, episodes, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the, uh, one of the creators and the guy who does the voice of Rick and Morty and a whole bunch of other stuff on it. He's, like, helping write the script, and he's, like, involved in mm. it. And so it's, it's very much, if you've seen any of the Job Simulator games, it's the same guys that made Job Simulator. Oh, cool. um, um, 
so it's that same kind of gameplay mm. where you can like just pick up random things and like mix and match and and, uh, and create funny little moments, um, but with Rick and Morty's story. Yeah. Um, so like that's something I'm excited for. Um, I like I really enjoyed the little bit of time I've put into Rigs and a couple of the other experiences. Mm-hmm. I really want to dive into um, stuff like um, Thumper, which I've heard great things about, mm-hmm. and Re- uh, Res Infinite. I just haven't had time for them mm-hmm. yet. Um, so like the more the more experiential um, VR, because like mm-hmm. one of my favorite VR experiences so far was Danger Ball, which is on the PSVR Worlds um, disc. Yes, and it's basically like first person Pong. Yeah, where you're like you're just controlling like no controllers or anything. You're just it's all based off your head tracking, gotcha. and so like you're like trying to bounce the ball by like moving your head into the right spot, and it's just like from a game pay gameplay perspective it's just fun in that regard it's 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 the closest thing we've got to tron basically at this point yeah if uh if you're familiar with those movies i love those um, i love tron so yeah like one of my favorites yeah yeah so it's 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 a ton of fun in that in that regard i it's definitely early early days mm-hmm. so like i i will never be the kind of person that's going to sit there and play resident evil 7 in vr because mm. i already don't like horror games yeah, they're not my favorite either. Um, so I'm definitely not going to play one that I can't, like, escape, that's just, like, in my face. Yeah. Um, uh, unless I'm doing it and getting paid to, like, make a fool out of myself doing it, then I might, yeah, uh, like, hop in and do videos of me playing <laughs> Resident Evil 7 in VR. Um, but uh, it the biggest hurdle I think they have right now is getting past, like, the motion sickness aspect that of it. That is true. Because um, yeah. it's... it's it's it tricks your brain when there's no um no outside world mm. it tricks your brain into thinking you're moving and your body's like but i'm not moving so it's it there's a disconnect there just scientifically uh in in like the the lack of velocity that you have as a as a person moving yeah it's like they um, need somehow to ground person and your, and your stomach are like nope this is this this these don't connect and it um so uh, i've only gotten like a little bit queasy once mm-hmm. in one of the games. I don't even remember which one it was. Um, uh, and I, it was just kind of like, okay, well, I got to step back from this <laughs> one. And then I was fine. Um, but it was it was certainly like, oh, I can... Now I see where the people who get really motion sickness are getting their motion sickness. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I find that, too. It's, it's going to be an interesting to see where they kind of go with those kinds of things. It's it's the kind of thing, like, I mean, you could put all of something like Roller Coaster Tycoon in VR crazy. and you're just controlling... Like you're playing God as the using like the move controllers or something as cursors and, and moving things around. Yeah. Like that I think I think that is where there's potential there where you're not you don't have to be moving around. You can be kind of in God mode or in third person mode or something yeah. like that and and play those experiences. Um so yeah, that's that's kind of my my hot takes on VR. Um interested to see where it goes. I I've always thought, um, and like Colin I think talks about this a lot, is like the the real Medical. functionality in VR is going to be outside of gaming, yeah. um, when you have like VR tourism, where I can come and visit Ireland without <laughs> actually leaving my house. Um, that'll be fun, or when I can sit front row at a concert without leaving my house and cool. just put something on VR headset, or be like if I can be at the Game Awards next year by just putting a VR headset on. That's an interesting experience um, that I just... opens up like a world to people that would never get that otherwise i've just had a thought there with twitch that could actually could happen down the road you know the kind of way if uh you know how the yeah. game awards if they get streamed on twitch if you have multiple cameras even, that I, would I, be quite cool 
<laughs> yeah, I think they actually. I, I think there was some kind of VR tie-in this year, um, where I think you could watch it on. Like, I I don't think it was on PSVR, but I think it was on like the Vive or something. Yeah. Where you could you could throw on the headset and they had a camera basically somewhere up up near the front and you could just kind of like it's a static thing so it's not you're move you're not moving around the thing but yeah. you could look everywhere your and you're seeing the show yeah. as the show so yeah I think I mean I think you'll like I think Sony will like it would not surprise me if Sony's E3 conference they set up a VR camera there mm. um, next year and you can like you can watch the Sony conference in VR on your PlayStation VR uh, I think I think they'll kind of take advantage of that mm. um, as kind of a another use for it. I mean, like, it's a simple thing, but I've played, I've like, I've watched a little bit of Hulu in yeah, VR. Yeah, how is that? Because um, they, they'll give you, like, it's basically, you like, you put it on, and it's, they give you a facsimile of, like, a movie theater mm-hmm. um, or, or something like that, and so it's, it's just kind of, it closes the, the world around you out, and it looks perception-wise as if you're just watching it on a big screen in front mm-hmm. of you, um, and I'm already sitting in front of like a 60 inch tv or something so it's already like a big screen in front of me but um but yeah it's 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 an interesting other way to use vr um to kind of put it in that um uh that context i guess um and it like it keeps me like like greg talks about it keeps me from looking at my phone um if i if i've just got that in front of me instead of watching it on on uh, my regular TV and just kind of like scrolling through the Facebook admin chat and saying, "Oh God, what are what are people doing now?" Oof. What does Zyger do this um, time? <laughs> Love you, Zyger. <laughs> yeah. What? Oh no. Oh no. That is not Zyger out of ten. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, that's uh, those are those are kind of my my early impressions on VR mm. um, potential that I hope they have the resources and dedication to stick to and keep trying to innovate with it as opposed like i i hope it doesn't become another wonder book or they just kind of they kind of walk away from it um uh just like the like a weird theory i've had would be like if they come out with a vita 2 Mm -hmm. it would be a vita with a light bar uh, and a couple extra uh, triggers attached uh, that you could basically have, like, it could tie in your, like, and you, you could use it as a controller for VR and for your PS4. That would make sense. Um, uh, and just as its own, like, standalone thing. I don't think they're going to invest the time and money into it just because of how, like, yes, the Vita has its its ardent supporters, mm-hmm. but not enough of them. Sadly, yeah. Um, so I think, yeah, I think, VR will be their second pillar at this point, mm-hmm. but I I don't know how how far they'll go with it. Um, I hope they I hope they continue to push it, but I don't know. Their track record suggests that they might they might like get nervous and walk away. I, it could become a Wii U kind of situation. Yeah, it could. That's the thing. Um, like for myself, just from doing demos, I understand completely when it comes to the motion sickness thing. I played again uh, High Winds. Do you, okay. Have you ever played that? I don't know if they actually brought it up to the US. I've, I've heard about it's it. It's good. It's it's definitely an indie game, um, uh, but it's quite similar to Tethered a bit, from what I can gather. I haven't ever played Tethered though, so I can only go by from what I can see on, on pictures and stuff. Um, but like you literally have, it's like Tarzan. You have two claws that you can swing out and get. You have these, uh, this rope that you can you just pulls you towards it and back. You know, grappling hooks. So you go and you swing and you go mm-hmm. from one to the other. And like I remember playing it twice. 
and second, first time sitting down and one of the girls bless her she just put it on and immediately had to take it off she couldn't take the motion sickness uh, and I found it a little bit not a lot and then the second time around they dared me to stand while playing it and I guess every once in a while I landed and I actually did step back just because I was like whoa mm-hmm. but I never got sick but people did get sick if you know what I mean after going through it um, and yeah. then we did I on the actual PS VR I got to experience it was one of the 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 scuba diving one you know where you go to you okay, go underwater yeah. uh with the, uh-huh. the shark and that was fine except it was an experience and i felt weird not having controller in my hand i was yeah, like it's, it's, i wanted that's... something in my hand because every once in a while there's pictures of me and my hand is out as if i was going to hold on to uh-huh. the bar uh of like the, yeah. the thing obviously there was no bar there but it was just like instinctually but it was weird because like i think at one point when the shark actually attacks you I feel like I'm like I should have mm. something in my hand, or I should have a controller in my hand to like shoot a harpoon at this damn thing. Even though it was an experience, like I didn't get scared at any stage, but it was beautiful. Yeah, it was beautifully rendered. Uh, yeah, that's that's definitely the one that like if I ever like show my like if I introduce my family to VR, mm. and that's the the experience I I would gravitate towards is giving them that. Yeah. Um, in terms of like to to get them into it and say this is what it's gonna feel like yeah. being in VR. You know, you don't have to worry. There's no game to this. It's just experience. Like, we're gonna put you in a world, and you can look around it, and that's 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 mm. all you're gonna do. That's the game of this. Is you're just going to, you know, enjoy the world, um, and then like the the game I would give them uh, would probably be Job Simulator. Yeah. Um, which is just a ton of fun and and quirky humor and stuff like right up my alley there. Um, I. The first night I started playing with it, I was playing the Batman VR game, and my ex-girlfriend came over mm-hmm. um, to pick up uh, a couple things, and um, she was like, oh, what are you playing? And I was like, oh, I'm playing like Batman mm-hmm. VR, and I put her in it, and she uh, she was like, this is amazing. So that's like, that experience of like introducing somebody to VR is almost as fun as like the VR it itself for me. It is great. Like, I remember uh, grabbing people as well, going, they hadn't experienced VR, obviously, because VR, the piece playstation q was so big that you, they actually gave you appointments mm-hmm. and like you had to have booking appointments yeah. uh, but there was a free-for-all like at certain stages if you queue up they'd give you a time slot um but that used to be so bad but like there was only a certain amount of uh, developers that would have the game but this one had it i went had it so i used to be grabbing people and bringing it to them i was like here do you want to try it off you go you may get sick <laughs> good luck, good luck. actually no the worst was uh, we actually i saw and smelt the Noculus Rift. You know the oh the, okay. the actual it, that is a real the, thing. It was like spark bomb. The South Park. The South Park thing. That thing the is South real. Thing I have made, seen yeah. it in my own. Yeah. And I've seen the reactions of people. I didn't actually do it myself because I didn't bother because I was I could smell it from outside the ring of the sphere of yeah. people. But it actually is a real thing. I uh, so at at uh, at Pax West, mm. um, I was there. Um, uh, IGN actually got me like a media badge yeah. to to attend that, so I got to like I got like exclusive access, and I got like in, invites to appointments and stuff, mm-hmm. and I got invited to try that thing, and I was like, I'm not really with IGN at this point. I'm I'm like I've just got friends there that hooked me up, yeah, because um, this was before I was I was being like a freelance news person with them, yeah. Um, so I was like, I'm gonna go ahead and let like Marty or Andrew who are actually here to take appointments, they can go ahead yeah. and take that one. But it was cool that like I got the email saying like, hey. 
Um, if you're coming to to PAX, um, you did good. You, know, you did here's good. Here's where we're gonna be. Yeah. Come come try the nose thing. Yeah, the nose got. thing. Don't, but um, I would say there was a lot of people that got sick. There was barf bags being handed out. Like that actually one one person did get oh, sick. Yeah. If I remember correctly. Yeah, I was like, uh, I'd like, I don't, no, I don't like bad smelling things. <laughs> why would I? Why would I voluntarily like try and do that? It re- it re- I don't need that I had, experience. I had flashbacks to like. Uh, uh, one time when I was in the cinema and a kid let off a fart bomb. These two kids, these four kids actually, <laughs> let off fart bombs. Oh, I nearly killed them. I actually, I was like, it, 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 well, you see, the thing is my cousin works there in the in the in that particular um, thing. They let off the fart bombs. They were completely rowdy and they were little brats. And honestly, I wanted to take them up by the, the scruff of their necks and throw them out because they were like only 12 at the time. And I was just like, here. So I went out and I grabbed your up to whoever was on they got kicked out but while they were leaving they decided to let off a fart bomb but it's like you well, you little i won't say the words but you yeah little turds yeah let's just call them that and... little shites <laughs> little shits or little those little feckers feckers no feckers is too nice a word <laughs> oh okay <laughs> oh okay gotcha um uh yeah that's uh that's yeah, I, I'm excited to see where VR goes. Yeah. Um, uh, I hope I hope it I hope it's given the opportunity to go somewhere. Oh, big time! And I hope it doesn't just kind of like I'm quite, stutter. I'm uh, quite interested in how it'll do it with the medical field more than anything else. Uh, as a learning yeah, tool, that's that's the one I find most intriguing um, because yeah, um, obviously a lot of breakthroughs in medicine are quite limited in teaching. Uh, for 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 doctors and their students because only so many people can be in the OR and only so many people can be even if it's only a, obviously a video they'll see it on a screen and they can stream it and that's a good and all but to actually get in there and if you know physically look at them and actually if they especially if they can forward on the, especially with 3D scans and everything that's going on in other areas if they had them in front of them and then they had the VR and actually have that in front of them and actually look I mean, like, it would be brilliant to actually, as if they were feeling yeah. and touching them, um, and then actually then seeing I, the operations. I, yeah, I remember, I remember, um, reading stories about, like, uh, people using the Wii and Wiimotes to do that kind yeah. of, uh, like, precision, um, kind of, like, get it in their body for, for surgeon training and stuff. Yeah, and especially with, you think the Wiimotes aren't exactly precision, <laughs> so it's, you can imagine right. what the VR ones are like, so I always find that quite yeah. fascinating for myself uh i don't know why i just always find that quite fascinating i think especially since things i hit home and when with operations and how scary they can be and how they can be teaching teach worthy for people it's um definitely i think that's quite a fascinating area that they could go into anyway even if it wouldn't be even if it's not sony and it's let's say you know the vive or the htc or uh, the Jesus, I can't think of the names of them. Tell me, they're gone. But Oculus. Oculus. Um, the Rift. The Oculus Rift. Yeah. <laughs> the Oculus. The Oculus. Um, even if they take over, it's quite interesting to see what's going to happen there. Uh, look forward yeah, to it. Absolutely. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Um. Well, let's let's go ahead then and move on to topic number two. Okay. Kingdom Hearts is Yay. your favorite game. It will be, yeah, uh, definitely. We've, uh, we've touched on, uh, so this might be, we might rehash a couple. Yeah, we'll rehash we a little on bit. Because uh, Christian, when Christian came on, mm. his favorite game was Birth by Sleep, I believe. Birth by Sleep, um, yeah. It's a lovely game. Talk, I enjoyed it. But... Kingdom Hearts there. But yeah. yours is Kingdom Hearts. We're kind of 
Kingdom Hearts one and two is kind of the my the core central, too. Yeah, um, they're in my two. off points. So yeah, let's dive in. What why uh, what makes Kingdom Hearts stand out for you? Well, I don't know if you knew it, but I love my Disney characters, and I love Square Enix's uh, as it were uh, all their characters. Like to me, that's a match made in heaven. And when mm-hmm. that game came out, I remember distinctly loving the advert, even the music got me caught me straight away um and i remember even the adverts i just want i loved the game and it was one of those ones i literally was like i'd love to play that game i wish i had a playstation 2 to play that game and then luckily enough parents obviously must have picked up on both myself and my sister's love of it and actually did pick up the playstation even if they didn't get the save game so i quite literally remember being able to tank up to like level 15 if i could on the first stage as in the first tutorial bit we used to go back and forth, back and Ooh, forth, back wow. and forth, okay. back and forth, back and forth, and was able to tank up to that amount of time um, it, with Kingdom Hearts 1 especially because we didn't have to save. And then just because we were bored going through how far along we could get, we went to the thing of how far can we go? But then the fact of the matter was that we were going to have to go back and redo it again for a while, you know, for the first week or whatever that during the holidays mm-hmm. when the, clo- the stores were closed. Uh, and obviously I think there was a thing of that there was no flipping PlayStation save memory cards anywhere that mom and dad were looking so we literally just did that and then we were like okay how how much we can get then it became a, a game to us to actually go how many ga- how, how high a level we can get before we have to actually move on into the story so we kind of went through that and then it was like okay we're bored and we move on and move on of course everything was like a one-hit kill for for a long while but it was good fun um and it just kind of went from there myself and my sister would just sit there take turns playing um and saving and just fell in love with the characters fell in love finding these easter eggs of final fantasy characters and disney characters you know finding all 101 dalmatian puppies mm. you know finding all the 99 puppies you know f- filling up the journal and some notes and jimmy cricket and all these like little bits and pieces like I loved finding it, uh, talking to every character. My sister hated because I used to slow down things. I used to explore everywhere, of course. Yeah. Um, and she obviously was more story driven, but I was story driven. But I wanted to explore at the same time, so I used to always try and get to every stage, just make sure. Because sometimes you know how certain areas would change after a certain amount of time uh, as new areas became mm. unlocked. So I remember just in TV, I used to always get lost in Agrabah. <laughs> don't know why i used to always just get myself completely utterly lost um for the first while in kingdom hearts one and i just love that game the the story the the voice acting even i just enjoyed it i know Haley joel osmond at the time of course was big for you know sixth sense um and pay it forward i think that was one of my all-time favorite uh, movies it was the one that was always going to make me cry at the end. You know, that kind of way. Like, it was one of my uh-huh. all-time favorite for, for, for making me cry. That one always made me cry. Uh, probably still does. I haven't watched it in a long time. But, like, those ones. So I always, like, loved his character as a kid and all his movies. And then, like, you know, I learned that David Boreanaz was in it as well. Like, he was playing Leon's voice, which was an interesting uh, thing at the time. And I was like, oh, okay, so this definitely has a good few characters. And I really just you had, you had Lance Bass in there as yeah Sephiroth. Sephiroth oh just so many ones there um and I was like yeah I'm going into it and I just dived deep deep into it and I, I enjoyed actually being in the world of these Disney games like Tarzan and you know I 
going in and actually being around Agrabah, being around uh, Olympus, um, Traverse Town, uh, you know, being swallowed by the whale, you know, spoiler alert, you get swallowed by a whale at one point, um, and being inside Pinocchio's world as well, and then obviously moving on and them growing up a bit in Kingdom Hearts 2 and seeing how the character's development has gone on, like uh, like how the whole, uh, obviously there's Sora Roxas thing, the the whole thing of like Namine and for Kyrie and how much Kyrie's grown because she was really just like this damsel in distress the first time round, and like mm-hmm. her developing a bit more and becoming more par- you know more uh, as a story as the story goes on becoming a bit more you know fun for you know finding herself in the story as well as like Sora finding himself, um, and just loving the worlds that they make how they can dream up these worlds and just link everything together. Even like all the stories yeah. as they go, like linking everything completely and utterly, and like developing and going in and seeing even Pirates of the Caribbean that world in Kingdom Hearts Two, even though it was quite dark on PlayStation Two, but when it, you got remastered, it was a bit easier to see and actually get through. Uh, making the gummy chip, the the gummy chips, <laughs> even though I was crap at making them, I still did them, you know. Uh, yeah. and I was crap at flying them because I'm no good at good at racing games or flying. <laughs> Just to let you know, don't. Don't put me in the pilot seat of any game, any flying game. Just letting you know, heads up. You will crash. I will crash. We'll all die. <laughs> Noted. Uh, so yeah, it was just, I don't know. I just fell in love with those games. Um, and... no, it's like I love, I love that the first thing you kind of touch on there is like you love Disney characters and you love Square Enix characters because yeah. that was pretty much the exact same selling point yeah. for me on those games. It was like I first heard about it, I was like, this is the people who make Final Fantasy. And Disney, like, yeah. yes, sign me up. Day, yeah. like, day one, I played and, through, and yeah, I spent hours and, the, and hours and the hours. Actual, with, with and the soundtrack ca- caught me. It was another game that I never mm-hmm. played music. You know, like, in the background, I listened to the soundtrack of the game itself. It was just one that mm-hmm. I just loved it. And I love how she's coming back, and she's going to be doing Kingdom Hearts 3. Like, she's already scoring it at the moment. Um, yeah. So I think it's great that they're doing that and having them. Pe- these people care enough for it i know we're waiting for number three for how long we've gone through the whole a whole generation of of games it's a decade or so a decade or so yeah um a bit more uh but i just can't wait for it to come back and from the actual screenshots i'm looking forward to actually seeing it um but i I don't know what to say about it it's just i love it (laughs) no that's that's great i did you um so in uh, in in either or mm. both, um, did you go through and like do everything in those games? Like, did you did you fight all the way through like Olympus Coliseum and and like defeat Sephiroth? I got to Sephiroth and I think I defeated him eventually. I was like a level ninety nine, and okay. I got through all the Titans. Myself, well, it's between myself and my sister. We kind of tag team, you know. We got so far and it's like, okay, you took over, you know, the kind of way. Uh, but I remember. It was one of the only games that I actually went back and played on hard, and extra oh. hard. You know, one of those kind of ones. It was one I really wanted because I found normal became a bit too an easy cha- too much of an easy challenge when we got the new game plus. I went hard. I went hard level. Um, and we did play. I do remember playing Sephiroth and beating him in Kingdom Hearts, but I don't think I did it in Kingdom Hearts Two. If I don't, I don't think I don't recall mm-hmm. uh, beating him in Kingdom Hearts Two. Even though I do remember fighting him. Like it's part of the story and stuff like that. Obviously, you don't uh, and everything there, but I don't remember doing it in Olympus, if you know what I mean, in Kingdom Hearts 2. Yeah. Um, but I just loved 
again, it's Roaring Beast's castle and everything like that, and uh, Hoddle's Bastions or Raging Gardens, or whatever you want to call it, and just exploring yeah. all yeah, what, the... Like, what are some of your... What were some of your uh, your favorite worlds um, in in Kingdom Hearts? Hearts, I would say I love Tarzan. I loved Hollow Bastion. I just I, I enjoyed the, the like the dungeons downstairs and upstairs. It was so bright the the sunsets and the, the actual difference between. Um, I loved Traverse Town because it was just so different. Just running around the place and like finding these little bits and places, like going up on hills. And I, even for how clunky it was, I quite enjoyed Alice in Wonderland. Even though it was quite boxy, you can really distinctly—I okay. distinctly remember it being very boxy. Um, yeah. And obviously, Hunter Acre Wood. I thought that was so cute, having the Winnie the Pooh in it. Um, mm-hmm. They're probably my favorite ones in Kingdom Hearts, um, other than the original Destiny Islands, which you only spent like five—you know, really—you spent about five minutes in comparison to like the rest of the game. And yeah. Unless, unless, unless you, unless you like, just do what I did, just, just go around the place. <laughs> yeah, replay, replay a ton, replay it a ton, and and just because uh, I like I mm. I totally did the same thing for for a while yeah. where I would like just because like I don't know I don't know if it was like I was just really bad at the game, uh, <laughs> but like Riku would just kick my butt every time. Oh, I felt I so like, good when I got no, him. I wanna I wanna beat Riku, yeah. and so I would I would just do like. I would endlessly re re uh, like fight against Titus or Waka and and Selfie yeah. and uh, and like level up uh, a ton myself until I was like okay I'm gonna go and I'm gonna beat the crap out of Riku and, and then, beat so, the yeah, crap like out of that, you that first time where I did no no that, that, I mean he he did for plenty of times but then I'd like grinded for like mm. three or four hours to to just like yes yeah, get super powered good. up. And then, and then, yeah. When when you beat him, and I'm like, yeah, suck it, Riku, jerk. <laughs> I was the same. Oh, and then like, the only thing I didn't care for for Kingdom Hearts Two was that I found you spent too much time in the tutorial world. Mm-hmm. Those those seven days or whatever felt like eternity. I wanted it sped up. Yeah, that's. And I understand. It definitely, like. I definitely don't have as many, like, as many memories with two. Um, it like in part, I like I remember two coming and me being like, I don't like who is this Roxas kid? I don't have any connection. Like, let me yeah. Like, where's Sora? Let me go back to where's Sora. Sora? I had that thing too. Yeah. Um, and so it took it. It takes a while to get to to get back to Sora, and so it was like it. It, yeah, I totally understand and, and can appreciate that like slow start feeling of that game. Yeah, and like, of course, I didn't actually um, did play. Did you ever? Oh yeah, I was gonna say uh, like, did we? Did you play any of the the ancillary games? The I didn't play Dream, but I hadn't played Dream Drops Distance at that time or anything like that because honestly, they didn't interest me as much as even though I had the Game Boy Advance or whatever, I didn't. I wasn't interested in it. I wasn't interested in playing it. Um, mm-hmm. on the, um. On the Game Boy, I found them as little small games that I was just like, "Will you stop wasting your time? Just give me the new, you know, the next one." It was like that kind of way. I was like, "I, I feel more happier to get that." And uh, even nowadays, I'd say you probably felt the same way. But you know, all these little things just give me yeah. the real thing. Even two point eight, even though I appreciate it. Oh. So I have I have my little chain of memories oh, yeah. um, uh, cart right yeah. here, um, which like I played because that was the that was like the one of the first ones that came out. The first like non. Yeah. Hearts one or two games that came out, and I like I played it on on the thing, and then it was it was just like okay, I'm just like replaying through the yeah. story, 
Like I'm going I'm going to the same worlds and it's just a different battle system. I'm using cards now instead of like actually fighting yeah. these things. I, and it was just it it felt like a like so much of a retread that I was like I don't I know it changes mm. later on, but I didn't get to the part where it starts changing and, and being like it lost a different you. kind of game and introducing new characters. Mm. So it was like you didn't you didn't grab me, like you just were replaying I was just doing the exact same stuff I did in Kingdom Hearts, so I didn't dive much further in that, but I still have it and it's it's. I will be very curious because I picked up the um, the I picked up the first remaster, the one point five on yeah, PS3, yeah. um, and I like I started replaying through it, and it was like I I I enjoyed it for like the nostalgia feels, but then it also felt like a very Clunky. old yeah. game, and so it was it was tough. Yeah, it was tough and heavy to get back mm-hmm. into. Um, so when other things started coming out, I was like, okay, I'm gonna go back and play those other things. Yeah, I'm curious if I will devote the time because they're doing the the 1.5 and 2.5 remix for ps4 next uh in a couple yeah. months um and i might just like i so i'm i'm the kind of person who has played through all the the mainline final fantasy yes games. i haven't played 11 or 14 but i've played Same. every other like numbered installment mm-hmm. in the series um and i kind of want to like go back and do that for the 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 Kingdom Hearts games too, mm. um, and see if I can get because because I've very much only played really like one and two, um, and hearing you know like if I can get past some of those those qualms with that, just hearing the deep story that is in all of those other games, I I I want to like people like Alex or um, uh, or Danny Juarez or Christian so have cool. kind of sold me on it over mm. over the years because of how passionate they are about how good the story mm. is. So I want to. I want to maybe give it another shot, but yeah, like I played through one one point five, and by the time two point five came around, I'd already been playing my PlayStation Four for a year and a half, and didn't like have any kind of interest in really diving mm. back into my PlayStation Three. So I was like, "Well, I'm sure they will eventually bring it to to uh, to the new systems." And, it was you know, strange they are, that so. they didn't bring it then and there. To yeah, that's it was. Uh, it was an odd that, choice. That's, and Square Enix, Square Enix makes yeah, they made some interesting. They did the yeah. same thing with the Final Fantasy X and X two. Yeah, where they they brought that to PS three and Vita, and then like a year or two later, they brought it to PS. Yeah, there must be some issues. And I, like, I think I think a lot mm-hmm. of it is they're doing those more so for their Japanese mm-hmm. audience, which is still very much like there are still many more people with PS threes than PS fours over there um uh, and so I, I think they just prioritize it and say well like let's get them playing it again and then we can give it to the americans yeah. later um and the and the europeans later so that's that's kind of my guess on it um i mean you saw you you there was the same thing with persona for a yeah. while where it was like persona 5 was gonna be a ps3 game they didn't announce ps4 until like a mm-hmm. year later or something um but it like they were going to make it a PS3 game when the PS4 was already out, and uh, it was like what, like but why not just make it on PS4? Like why like why still invest in the the old hardware? And it's like oh that's right because there's still 80 million of the old hardware out there, um, so it makes sense from a business does, perspective yeah. to try and give it to the biggest audience as possible. I so, it does make sense. Um, but yeah, that's Kingdom Hearts uh, definitely uh, like I. I loved it very much for the like. I love Final Fantasy. I love Disney. Yeah. This is gonna be fun, and it delivered. Um, I like it delivered. Yeah, it was it was um, good action, good 
screenplay. Like, it, it, like it, it, it tells all of the Disney stories that you know and love and gives kind of a, a, a Square Enixy kind of spin mm-hmm. to them. And you have, you know, all of the Disney villains kind of standing around a table and, and being like, um, you know, being puppet masters behind yeah. the scenes. And it's like, oh, th- like, that's really cool that they're like, there's this like unified world of, of, <laughs> of Disney, Disney villains. <laughs> um, and it's not of Disney villains. Um, and that you have like, um, you know, Ursula around there with Maleficent and stuff, and and uh, yeah, it's like and, and Hook. Um, yeah, I just had a, a ton of fun like oh, um, with those games. At the I time. just had a flashback. I never forgot one of the worlds oh. I loved. Um, uh, Jack Skellington, Halloween Town. Absolutely oh. loved that. Night, yeah, Night, Night Before, Before Christmas. Christmas. Loved yeah. that world. I'm just having the flashbacks to it. <laughs> like, oh god, yeah, I forgot about that. How could yeah. I have forgotten about that world? Um, yeah, no, that, was, that was great. Um, yes, uh, Oogie Boogie. Um, yeah, so much, so much fun. And like, I mean, personally, like, I like it's weird because I hadn't even like watched the original Tron at the time, mm. but I loved the Tron world in in uh, in that just because it was like, oh, that's a really interesting choice that like they decided to devote a part of the game to that. I think it's um, a good choice. I'm really interested to see kind of what what other worlds we get in uh, in Kingdom Hearts three. I know they've like they've already kind of shown a little bit of the Tangled world. Big Hero um, six. That, I'm looking forward to actually. I like that uh, game. Big, big, oh yeah, Big Hero six. That's like I'm I'm really curious to see now if we will get like Star Wars and Avengers worlds or Marvel worlds or something like that. I'm curious too to see if they will do the update of Tron just out of curiosity. I wonder if they'd actually mm-hmm. how they if they will tie that in, or not. Uh, like given the fact that it's yeah. quite separate, I'm quite curious to if they will bring in, um, some of the I guess the lesser known of the you know like let's say can you, let's say for where is it for let's say uh, Lion King if they bring in Lion, Lion King two or if they'll for the Aladdins mm. if they bring back Aladdin that that world will they delve into those you know the secondary and third movie well they've kind of they touched on the second one but will they touch on the third movie uh, you know mm-hmm. because normally a lot of people wouldn't see those kind of ga- those movies a lot if they're straight to DVD or straight to, to VHS depending yeah. on, on what area you're in um, so I'm quite interested in those ones as well as what other worlds like Star Wars will they bring in or Marvel um I have a feeling that they probably won't with Marvel. I don't know. My gut feeling tells me not, but they could bring in a bit of Star Wars in regards because you have the gummy ship and you know you could, you know, the actual fighting there. That that is something that is possible. Yeah. Uh, but it's also quite hard to tell because you have Lego and all that kind of delving into that kind of area as well. It's, you know, like isn't the Lego yeah. games themselves? Will they actually diversify into it? Uh, yeah. But... Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I, I, the the series definitely hits like a lot of nostalgia, mm. um, just in the series in itself, but also like it's it's weird looking at that series and realizing all of the nostalgia that's just inherent in that oh, series yeah. because you are playing through like Peter Pan. It's like I remember oh, flying. watching yeah. Peter Pan as a kid, and now I'm now I'm flying in this world, and and uh, and yeah, it was it was like easily probably the best of any any like Disney game that's that's ever Big come time. out was because um, it was actually treated like a game and not just like hey let's like replay you know the big moments of, of a movie it's hey let's replay the big moments of all of our yeah. movies 
I think the only ones they really yeah. fecked up with was uh, in Kingdom Hearts 2 was the the aerial world. It just went down the drain, <laughs> to be quite honest. You know, I actually, oh, I quite uh, enjoyed swimming yeah, around. Yeah. And even though it was a tough world in Kingdom Hearts 1, I actually preferred swimming around actually attacking Ursula. But the second time around, it was just like you singing. Mm-hmm. Made no sense to me. I was like, that was not yeah. necessary. Yeah, that was that was that was a bit of a misfire. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I remember, I remember that. Like, I remember being like mermaid or merman uh, Sora, and just being like, really? Like, I don't, I don't think we needed. No, this. I was the same. I was like, this makes no sense. I felt like it was like one of those sing star kind of moments where you know you're like hitting buttons. Or yeah. Uh, it's like, oh, people people like Parappa, right? Let's let's, let's do that. <laughs> it's fun, um, but I do remember my parents yeah. actually enjoying us watching watching us play that game, that game along with Jack and Dexter. Mm-hmm. They actually didn't mind us playing it, like watching us play as uh, as games went. Um, obviously, they didn't really care for other games like the fighting games, like like Soul Calibur or like even Devil May Cry because it was quite a bit darker and stuff. Uh, they didn't care for that, but they didn't mind watching play like Kingdom Hearts because uh, as well as like our younger cousins you know when you have kids you have in the uh, coming over or babysitting it was one of those games I could plunk the kids down if they really wanted to play the PlayStation I obviously would have a lot of games that would be not very child friendly but I could always throw mm-hmm. in Kingdom Hearts and they would be content playing it because they're playing with their all their depending on that like I'd pop them in you know like if they're very young I'd pop them in Winnie the Pooh world and they're happy playing with Pooh yeah. and Eeyore. Uh, and then, like, if they were a bit older, you know, pop them into Aladdin and let them go off killing people and stuff, or killing the Heartless and stuff like that, and them enjoying everything that we would got, we would have enjoyed as well, like, getting to actually, I guess, immerse themselves in the world of, of the movie, I think was kind of cool. Yeah. To actually look at the nooks and crannies that you wouldn't normally, see, obviously you wouldn't see in, in like, Mulan or... or other movies that you know get to see different bits and pieces like destroying the camp I think was one of my favorite yeah. things to do actually yeah like you're you're yeah, in, in the, the world. world now you can explore it at your yeah. own pace it's not just like you're not just here for a song you can like enjoy and, and just kind of like be in the moment yeah. yeah it's great I'm like part of the one of the things that like um that now now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like oh they're probably not going to have this in Kingdom Hearts mm. 3 is like I I've I think they've been on just like a run with uh Disney, recent mo- Disney movies like Zootopia and Moana both like Oh, well, Moana will be exactly great. where I needed them to I haven't be. seen Moana yet. And it's good. It's 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 really good. I really enjoyed it, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm a sucker for it. It's like right in my wheelhouse because uh Lin-Manuel Miranda who did the music for Hamilton mm. does some of the music in this game in, in this mm. movie. Um and the rocks in it, so it's fun. Um, but yeah, it's like a, a good, just a good story, good Disney, like at its core, kind of like um, fairy tale kind of story. Um, and and I, like I'm I, so I look at it, I'm like, oh, but like, how far along in development is Kingdom Hearts three? Would they like have time to build a Zootopia they, world or a Moana? They probably world, could with um, DLC, or we, like. Yeah, and that's like that's certainly something that like we haven't had a a king a numbered Kingdom Hearts in this DLC era. Mm. So yeah, it's certainly they could maybe like say, okay, we're gonna give you the game. They could do what they're doing with like Final Fantasy fifteen, where we're gonna give you the game and we're gonna give you patches, you know, for a year, which will add stuff to it. Um, oh yeah, um, or we'll give you like DLC that will you know sell you for ten bucks. Um, 
to and and for ten dollars now you can go to the Halloween Town world that we cut out of the story or something. Or like, um, or they could do like even older ones that they didn't think. To, <clears throat> apologies uh, to do like uh, Pocahontas. There's no, yeah. there's one that they could do. Like I, I'm yeah. surprised they actually didn't do it in the second one round. <coughs> Because um, it will be quite an interesting yeah. one to actually do. Thinking about it, you know, you got the willow, you got the the, the actual fighting going mm-hmm. on between in- the English and the, the and the Native Americans in it. Um, actually, probably would yeah. make a good world. Thinking, just thinking about it now. Actually, right. thinking and, deeply into it, I'm just having and, a moment. Huh. And and the English will be allied with the yeah. And, or uh, well, your man, your man, your man. I can't even think of his name, but and his pug. You know, I, I can't even. Oh, uh, Rackliff, oh, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, or like, yeah. even if they go and do like Basil Brush, not Basil Brush, fucking Basil of Baker Street. You know, the mo- and the Mouse Detective. You know, like those oh, yeah. old games yeah. or Ducktales. <laughs> like they could actually go in and do the Ducktales because yeah. they have the every, those characters already there. But actually, do the Ducktales world mm-hmm. would be an interesting one, given the fact that they're bringing yeah. back Ducktales. It's an interesting tie-in that they could do. Yeah. Um, Certainly. Sorry. I'm the rescuers, the rescuers is one I was thinking oh, yeah, about earlier. Rescuers. Where I was like, "Oh, rescuers and rescuers down under." I would, I would, I would love to see. I love that down under. Um, uh, was it? Oh, I don't remember. Something in Bianca. I don't remember the guy, the guy mouse's name. But yeah, like I remember the like I remember knowing what an albatross was because of rescuers. Yeah. And I know, like thinking back, it's weird because, um, like the original rescuers, it's probably the first movie I like I have a memory of seeing in movie really? theaters. And it must have been like a re-release or something because it came out before I was yeah. born. Um, but like I remember, I remember distinctively seeing like the kid um, and having to like escape the alligators and the the mean lady on the swamp boat yeah. in that in that movie. Seeing that in theaters and then like trying to explain it to my family or something years later and then being like, I, I, we have no idea what you're talking yeah. about. And then I saw the rescuers. I was like, that's the movie I remember seeing like on the big screen. Um, it's that, I don't know if you've been aware of like this weird, like people think this movie Shazam came out, um, years ago with Sinbad and like, and like just the internet has convinced themselves. Yes. I actually, I remember, I I I remember hearing, hearing about that kind of experience for a while. Yeah. So it's, it was, it was weird that I was finally vindicated and being like, that's, I remember that those characters, that's what I was talking about. So I did see it. Maybe it wasn't in movie theaters. Maybe that's something that I've completely made up. But I do like finally seeing the rescuers because I had seen the rescuers down under mm. a long time after that or something. And you were like big um, memories going. Yeah, yeah. It was just a weird, like a weird childhood memory of of like that is. It was such a like vivid memory of like seeing that movie, um, uh, as as like weirdly the first movie that I like that I again that I can remember seeing in theaters. Oh. Like I remember. Completely off. Topic, go on, no, no, the I like this movie. I have but, like vivid memories on. of seeing yeah. was uh, Total Recall when I was like three or four. To- My most random. Put that on, like at the house. Yeah, Total Recall. Like little three or four year old Trevor or whatever. Um, totally. My parents having zero problem with me seeing like a, a woman with three boobs <laughs> or uh, or like people getting decapitated by an elevator, just kind of chopping off their heads. Three year old Trevor won't remember. Like, I, yeah, he remembered. Oh, he remembered. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, good, good, good memories. memories. Um, 
Any uh, back back on topic. Any uh, any last thoughts on Kingdom Hearts that you want to touch on before we uh, before we move on? I think I'm like most Kingdom Hearts fans. I'm just like just give me three. I don't care about two point eight. Just give me three. Even though I played two point eight uh, the demo of it and it is very good, but all it makes me wa- and I enjoyed it. But all it really wants to make me do is just give me three. I, at this point, it's a, it's just like yeah. we're waiting longer than we are waiting for for Final Fantasy fifteen for for Kingdom Hearts three. When you think about it, like years wise, that's. Um, yeah, that's fair. Absolutely. So uh, that, when do you when do you when think you, we'll actually get when it? When you actually think we're going to get it, it, like we will be waiting longer. Um, but I would recommend the games definitely, especially if you want something different. I actually think gameplay wise, I think it was quite ahead of its time in certain ways. Like as in, uh, it was very much more open world than let's say at the time the Final Fantasy games were. Uh, even though they went and they have now gone down that branch. Um, uh, so yeah. I think that was quite a good thing for. Square Enix to look at for those games, but like um, I definitely would recommend it to any young youngins if they want to try them out. Um, I would give it to my younger cousins, Great. except they already ha- they decided to get an Xbox, so I was like, okay, never mind, I won't be giving it to you. <laughs> well, pff, they chose poorly. Well, their parents chose uh, poorly. Excellent. They didn't come to me. Put it that way. I was like, why well, did you choose that? My well, other parents, now my other cousin, he did get it. He got um. Uh, PlayStation Force Slim, and immediately to my to my aunt and uncle, I was like, "Okay, you need to get him Ratchet and Clank, because he's only eight. No, no, sorry, get mixed up. He's ten. The other younger fella, he's only eight. Uh, but like, get him that, get him this, get him like say, because he likes FIFA. I was like, get him Rocket League, all these kind of games. I was like, and when it comes out, get him Kingdom Hearts. It's my little gift to him. Will yeah. be <laughs> when when it comes out. There you go. Very cool." Uh, Kingdom Hearts, yeah, absolutely worth worth checking out, especially as, in, as we touched on again when uh, when Christian was on mm. the show and we touched on Birthday. Oh, Birthday is good as uh, well. You can play it in in uh, in like February, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm looking think forward end of to February it. February is when the Kingdom Hearts 1.5 and 2.5 remix comes out with like the six games or whatever. Yeah, I'm, cu- so I'm curious why I did it and put that in out. with 2.8. Like, it makes more sense to actually put them all together, in my opinion, but obviously not. Because they want to make They money. do, that's it. That's the only <laughs> they, reason, they God wanna, damn it. They want to sell those six games for $60. They do. And then they also want to sell 2.8 for $60. They do, and it's awfully irritating. And we will buy it because because we've been waiting for Kingdom Hearts stuff for years. That's true, so, decades even. Yeah, they will, it, it works. Unfortunately. It's the, it's the same reason like Nintendo can still sell two Pokemon games for to everybody every time. It's true, you are right. Um, and there's like that much of a difference. Yeah. Okay, this time around there has been a difference, but most of the time there hasn't been that much of a difference between the two. Yeah, yeah. Um, great. All okay. right, moving on to topic number three. Topic three. Um, uh, the getting to know you topic. Oh God. Let's talk about kind of funny. Okay. Which is uh, uh, which it, we've um, touched on. You know, we like we we touched on a little bit before we started recording that I, like I haven't like pretty much everybody I've in. No, every single person I've invited on has been in some way affiliated with me through Kind of Funny, um, uh, but we haven't really used it as a topic, what, largely I, probably because it's a little gaming adjacent, yeah. um, but you have a very interesting um, connection and interesting story in behind how you got like involved with Kind of Funny, and so um, yeah. So I was like, yeah, let's talk about yeah. that. Let's, let's, go, let's ahead go ahead and, and use it to talk Kind of Funny I'm and, just surprised and that the, the awesome used. things that they've done for us. Yeah. So go ahead and, and kind of tell your kind of funny origin My story. My origin story. 
it's been an odd an oddity in it of itself as in it's not the atypical kind of origin story as in like most people I think came and followed kind of funny from if they had seen podcast beyond uh, or uh, obviously any of the other IGN podcasts up at noon and, and so on and so forth or they had found it randomly on the internet uh, through friends I on the other hand had a bit of a random thing I lost my voice uh, as in not just gotten laryngitis my voice box locked and doctors didn't know why um, but because of it I obviously was off work and I was off work for about three four months because I couldn't speak and unfortunately at the time I was temping at one point as a clerical officer and that was fine but once that job paid I obviously finished because the, the contract ran out and uh, they couldn't keep me on I was still working at the, on the weekends as a waitress but I couldn't do the waitressing because it was a very big restaurant it's a very loud restaurant in regards to the kitchen and if I whisper like this no one can hear me <laughs> Um, so I couldn't work um, because of it so I went to a speech and language therapist and she was like the only way to unlock it other than doing these very very embarrassing um, vocal um, vocal uh, exercises which I'm not going to repeat because every time I did them my mother and my sister used to burst out laughing in front of me I used to have to do them looking away from them because they used to just burst out on laughter even when they're listening to them i had to do them in other rooms so it was awful funny embarrassing but i can look back it's, and laugh at them well, now so you no no you don't you don't get to tell us that's that <laughs> i that tried to brush over that not do one of them oh let me think uh-uh, no 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 you gotta oh you gotta do, do one i have to okay one um one of them was like i i i you know wait, I no, you did you you would have probably done some of them with the, your broadway they were things that you do for singers as well um and one of them was like to relax the voice the voice box it was to unlock them and one of them was like i had to smile really really loud, broadly like like demented smile like you know think chucky smile and okay. you got you got me like or the yeah. killer clown and uh, so i'd have to do that and i have to go i don't know if it'll pick up on the mic so i apologize in advance but you have to go ying 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 all these really that's only a small bit of it but nice and like ow now yeah. brown cow yeah, we... think like all those kind of weird facial movements I did. I was like, it was bad. It was funny, but it was bad. Oh yeah, I mean, to 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 give you to set you at ease a little yeah. bit, like in in theater classes and stuff, we would have to do yeah vocal warm ups of yeah. like um a a e o u ba ba b u ka ke ki ko da da do and just go through all of like the the um the syllables and stuff. And pa pe pi po poo was always funny because you got pee and poo in there. Pee and poo, yeah. So I had those ones. Yeah, we we I mean we would also do we would do like big. Um, big star, little star, where you had to like make your face as big as you could, and then as tight as you could, and, like as tight as you could. Yeah, I luckily to, didn't uh, have to do the big uh, as you could. Kind of open up the expression. I didn't have to do the expression part because it was all about the, the the actual the voice box. So I was like mm-hmm. learning to like relax it. But they also said along with that that I could either I started to I should watch horror movies to scream uh, or more comedy. And because a lot of people don't realize it, but they're primal. To laugh and to scream are primal. They're actually controlled by a different parts of the brain than the rest of the normal vocal, most languages, uh, which is unusual. Most people don't realize it, um, which is why babies laugh and cry quicker. That's the first thing they learn, more or less, than actual vocalization. It's a completely different part of the brain. And I remember distinctly a spider, and I'm talking about 
big enough spider. I'm talking about like as spiders go in Ireland, we don't have really have poisonous, you know, tarantulas, but we have these big ass fast things that I, I'm not. I could use a curse word. I'm trying not to curse because one says I really don't sound well when I curse. Um, that would uh, that are really fast, really big, and they fly over you and they're really hairy. And one of them went over my foot once I got out of the shower one time and I screamed. I hadn't been able to speak and mum and Emily were like oh my gosh she has a thing but immediately my voice got locked up again so I really wasn't one for horror at all like I can I hate mm-hmm. the Saw films or Resident Evil I don't mind thrillers but I hate horror for screaming I just don't do it like I remember going on a bungee mm-hmm. thing uh, you know or on roller coasters you know how people scream on those I don't scream I'm not one for those kind of things okay. for when I'm in fear I don't I become silent. I don't actually actually scream. It's very rare that I would actually scream. So I was like, right, so I'm going to be watching more comedy. And because I was off, um, I decided, to, you know, there's only so much cleaning you can do in a house. There's only so much cooking you can do in a house. There's only so much this thing and the other. And a lot of my social activities, I couldn't play rugby because I had no voice. And you need you need your you actually do you vocalize quite a lot when you're on the field to to communicate with the team. So I wasn't doing that. I wasn't able to do that at all. I wasn't able to play games. I wasn't able to go out <laughs> drinking or, you know, out socialising in pub wise. You know, Irish society for adults socialising a lot of the time is around the pub. And if it's loud or at a music venue, you can't hear me because I can barely whisper. You know, I can barely talk. So they those things kind of became things. So I became quite close off. And one of the things that definitely took over was I started gaming more. Uh, so I started gaming more than I would have normally because I, I'm obviously I'm very much a casual gamer in certain ways because uh, I'd only have free time on the weekends sometimes. A lot of the time I didn't have free time on the weekends because I was off playing games or I was working. Uh, I worked two jobs so obviously it does take a, a toll on you and I'd only be able to play for maybe an hour here, an hour there. But because I was off, I had more time and I started going more towards IGN to get past you know certain levels you wouldn't be able to get past or you, how do I get by this boss and, and on and so on and so forth what games are coming up what kind of movies are coming out what kind of nerd culture is about place um, and I started watching Up at Noon a lot more and enjoying like Greg's podcast Greg obviously hosting in his way and slowly but surely getting into that kind of uh, into everything that was going on there and just around the same time as that I was starting to get my voice back they were making me laugh a lot and I found kind of funny and mm-hmm. they made me laugh out loud as in belly laughing it's something that's completely and utterly what they wanted in, as in it helps get your voice box back uh, and relaxed and I was always appreciative of it and so when the boys left IGN to do kind of funny full time I also I found oh yeah I meant to say I found Greg obviously through Oreo Oreo and all that kind of stuff as well so they they made me laugh a lot more as well so I kind of I kind of followed through found these things and was like oh I like this stuff and kept going with it um, and I just I felt I guess appreciative of what they did for me even though they didn't realise they were doing it for me of getting my voice back and getting confidence back in regards to it because you're kind of becoming closed in yourself when you don't have a voice so I was still kind of looking for obviously I was working on the weekends at that stage but I wasn't I was looking for uh, you know, proper temp work or, or, or you know, office work at the same time um, for the week. So I had a free time again there and the boys had set up Patreon and 
I noticed that the boys weren't able to get back to the, uh, to the questions that people had. Like, oh, how do I download this? How do I move this? Where do I go for this, that and the other? Um, uh, I'm on the wrong page, you know, because they had two pages at that stage for kind of funny and kind of funny games. Which one to go to? Oh, no, you're on the wrong one, you know. So I just kind of welcomed people on as they came in and uh, popped up funny articles that I found sometimes. And then also helped out people with their questions of how do I download this or what do I do for this and just figured out myself what the answer was for their queries so that the boys didn't have to worry about it because I found that they were it could take two or three days for them to come back to you um, and mm -hmm. sometimes people were getting a bit frustrated even though they didn't say it you could tell obviously some people were would get frustrated as humans are we're very impatient <laughs> um, and from there I kind of just was watching Colin Greg live on Twitch because it was uh, in the evening usually when I got home anyway like if I was working I'd be home by then at seven o'clock as you'd be eating dinner or cooking dinner at that stage and I'd have it on the, the phone or on the laptop or whatever I was at and just interacting with chat and then it must have been it was oh, it was Paddy's there and the boys were having a stream. It was like a twenty-four hour stream, or one of those, you know, one of the little kind of streams that they do, they used to do uh, back in the first few mm -hmm. days. And I said something silly like "Happy Paddy's Day from Ireland," and Greg, I distinctly remember getting a bit of a shock, and Greg distinctly like shouting down the, the down the screen, going, "Amy Gills, are you Amy Gilroy from Patreon?" And the thank you, and going, "Okay." I didn't expect that. Kind of was shocked sitting in the sitting room going, what the hell? And uh, from there, I helped moderate on the Twitch, helped out when the for better testing the forums and helped, uh, I then like obviously helped out with the, the kind of funny, uh, uh, the little kind of fan vid that was at the end of kind of funny live one helped out with that. One of the, the fans was one of our good friends now, uh, reached out to me to try and get everybody else involved to try and make that. And then became an admin on the, the Facebook group. So it kind of just took over in small little ways. And I made some great friends from it, including yourself included. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> from it. And it's one of the best communities I've ever been a part of. And never knew that online communities could be so positive for the most part, you know, and welcoming and friendly. Uh, when you look at most YouTube <laughs> comments on most other channels, they can be quite, um, let's just say, not so nice. Um, and the community just absolutely are great for the most part. Yeah, for, 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 for the, the most, most part, part. Yeah, we, we get <laughs> we get we're passionate. We, every we have we're we've a, we're a passionate yeah. bunch at the same time, so we we can't go off the rails on the odd occasion, but we kind of could pull ourselves back in, re rein ourselves in, and that's how I kind of yeah, found. That's the kind of funny so yeah i love it. you told me you told me that story when we got to actually meet in person at uh at kind of funny live yeah because you came out here for you came you came stateside for that uh event and you were out here for a week or two or yeah um and uh and yeah you were uh, telling me that in uh in my uh, as i recall like we were we were in our my hotel room with like the eight other people oh that was that fun there but i think i think this was the night that i basically was like you are all being annoying to me. Here's my Oh, you were doing dad. Food. Yeah, you were dad that day. I was being, I, I was being dad Trevor. Yeah, daddy yeah. Trevor. Your daddy Trevor was uh, out. You kind of, yeah, you kind of yeah, gave me the, uh, I uh, need to say the, the, rig, the rigmarole there. Yeah. Um, 
and yeah it was it was a very like uh it, like it was a moving and touching story of how kind of they they gave they in a very literal sense gave you your voice back they um, yeah and, and you've been doing what you can to kind of like um support them as a as like a thank you um for that so that was yeah, yeah just a and very they've, they've cool been story there and i will yeah uh, and uh, like so so like at mm. kind of funny live too yeah um because uh, i was not there i was not out when you guys went out to the foundry um uh, that thursday night or that whatever. was hilarious what, what was it like meeting greg for the first time that was funny um because i was there and i was i, I a lot of people did, uh, actually i think i don't think most people know except poor joey bless her everyone else didn't know but i actually was quite sick for most of that trip uh, i got a very bad case of traveler's stomach you know traveler's tummy um so much so uh, I, I i can i can assume um so much so i couldn't eat <laughs> um very much at all throughout like i think the first time actually kind of funny life uh when we could eat the sandwich throughout like they made grilled cheese on the second day that was probably my first proper half a meal that i actually had in those days because i couldn't actually keep down food <laughs> i was uh, i was mm, very bad okay. uh i was nibbling on things but like bless her um so i wasn't feeling the best even then, and I knew I shouldn't have been drinking, but I wanted to go out and I wanted to experience games night, you know, in the foundry, it was so cool. And the guys had said it was so, you know, it was really worth going down and visiting. And I was like, you know what, I'm not going to let me be kind of ill to stop me experiencing all these cool experiences. So I put, I put, on, I put on my big boy boots, as they say, and went down uh, with Joey. And we were drinking margaritas that were on the kind of the special of the day or whatever it was for cocktails and we were sipping away at them and I was like I was enjoying watching everybody and getting to know you know people of the community and chatting to them and that was great fun and I remember Grindcraft was singing on SingStar over in the corner and like those DJ playing and it was great crack sorry fun <laughs> crack in Irish means fun just letting you know C-R-A-I-C <laughs> not the other kind yes um and the banter was great and I was getting tired because I was still, I was ever so slightly uh, jet lagged. It wasn't too bad at that stage. I actually, unfortunately, I was a very good person and actually went to bed my first night, unlike poor Tom who fell asleep in his food uh, on the first yes. night because <laughs> I knew I wasn't going to be able to last. Uh, so I wasn't too bad like the next day when we went to the, it went to the foundry um, and I was chatting to Joey and Joey's like, here, should we just stay for one more? And I was like, grand. And she was like, here, I'll, why don't you go to the bar, you know, get your drink or whatever, because I wasn't going to be taking the margarita. I, I went for that. At that stage, I was like, okay, I need, I need a whiskey at that stage. I was like, I need an Irish whiskey. Um, and I was chatting away to friends, wasn't paying too much attention. But Joy was off. I knew there was something off with her. She was like, I was like, what's up with you? Nothing, nothing, nothing. I was like, okay. I wasn't paying too much attention, and I was enjoying everybody else's thing. And then I remember looking over at, towards the entrance, and I saw Grindcraft coming. And... I was like, there's a tall dude with him. Because at that stage, it was quite shadowy. And I looked over, and then I realized it was Greg. And I was like, and I remember just, like, going, ah! And, like, him quite rushing towards me. And I had just gotten my drink at that stage at the bar, so it was quite full. And him picking me off, kind of like, kind of like, kind of a scoop-up hug, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. And I yeah. had my drink, and the sloshed it went down his back. <laughs> and he... <laughs> And he didn't realise, I don't think, at that stage. And he goes, let me hear your Irish voice. And I was like, I'm sorry, I just spilled my drink <laughs> on your back. And he looked at me and goes, that's your first words? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> uh, 
but it was great. It was great just to meet him and to give him a uh, to give him a great old hug and to actually physically. It was it felt surreal in some ways. Like you know yourself when you first meet the guy, it's kind of surreal just to actually meet them in person, even though you know that they're real. But like there's always yeah. been a barrier of a screen, as in the uh, of the TV screen or your phone or your your computer. You never actually physically get, think you'd ever get to meet them. And. I did, and it was it, Greg was the first person out of the of the lads that I met, and it was great. We all had great crack. We it was a great night. Ended up wanting to go to Wing Wings, but Wing uh-huh. but Wing Wing Wings was closed, so we yeah. all uh, so the people that had gotten into the same Uber as us, uh, and we met Alex and Neil out, and we met and we had Sean and oh there was so many there was Joey me Sean Alex Barrett Barrett's girlfriend and it's off. Oh, and a random kid at the back, I can't think of his name at the moment, he's Australian, I just can't think of his name at the moment, but I remember he was there as well. And we all ended up in a pizzeria where Sean ordered a goddamn sandwich of some sort, and we're like, why could you order pizza? Because <laughs> it took a while to make up or whatever, but we had so much fun in, in the pizzeria. Then he ra- Greg rang down into like, uh, uh, this like little kind of, it wasn't a wine bar, I guess it's what I'd say. They didn't do beer. They didn't, no, they did... They did cider and beer and wine, but they didn't do spirits. And he rang down and said, if we bring you pizza, would you let us come in with food? And they're like, yeah. <laughs> so we went in there. And of course, lo and behold, small world, I meet a lad from Donegal that had moved in, like, thingy. And he was like, how's home? And we had a huge conversation about Ireland at the bar. And he goes, any Irish people always like this. Like, the guys turn around and like, yeah, I'll have anything. I was like, here, we'll have a... And of course, I was jokingly saying with your man, it's like, can we have a lock-in? And he's like, yeah, sure. I was like, okay, and like in Ireland, if you have a lock-in, it means you get literally lock yourself into the pub, shut down the doors, and drink all night. And it's cash. It's never put through the system. Uh, so, okay. so you know, for like the thing, so you just drink away, drinking all night, like, and you sing songs and have to have the banter and everything like that. Usually music's played, like someone else usually has a musical instrument or whatever. Uh, but obviously... We decided not to do that <laughs> at the end of the thing. I think at 2 a.m. or whatever time it was, but we eventually got back to the hotel. That was uh, that was the first time meeting Greg. It was great, though. It was a good night. And then eventually got to meet all the lads there. Lovely. Uh, bless them. At Kind of Fun Live 2. Uh, at the meet and greet and everything like that. And seeing Kevin. And I was quite happy I met Kevin, though, outside of Kind of Fun Live 2, because I actually had a very big bottle of whiskey and some gifts for the guys that I didn't want security taking because thanks for throwing out everything and I was like I have a $200 yeah. dollar bottle of whiskey I'm not going to sit back and throw it out so I was like Kevin that's a present for you have it <laughs> nice excellent yeah I uh it was I mean it was obviously it was and we've like we've joked about it a little yeah. bit um before uh even before we uh kind of started recording um mm. like everybody was excited that you were oh, there, so excited! Were trip. Um, I was so like, happy so to many be of there. us, like a, a lot of us, had, had been fortunate. We'd met, we'd got to meet Tom, um, like uh, at PSX, um, like a few months earlier when he was over here. Um, but like you and Tom were kind of our like our British friends that we never gotten to meet, and mm. and you were at the show. Yeah, um, I was so much more Like you guys, you guys both got in at the same time. You guys like grabbed the same Uber or whatever over to the hotel, timed. and we're just. We're all sitting there waiting for you in the lobby on that, how was that, like, Wednesday night, Thursday night? It was Wednesday night. Wednesday night, Wednesday and, night, yeah. Um, yeah, and, uh, and like, 
we're, like we're keeping an eye on our phones, but we're visiting. And then, uh, and, and I see across the way you come in and I'm like, Amy and Tom. And I just go immediately and, and like, rush, <laughs> like abandon everybody else. Cause everybody else was like, we want, I want to be the first hug. And I was like, no, screw you guys. I'm going to uh, be the first. <laughs> you're like, I'm undercutting everybody. That. Yeah. And, I, and, and, and I was like, oh, she's probably going to be super weirded out by the rest of us, us crazy boisterous Americans. But I didn't care. Uh, I remember apologizing to you. It was so exciting to, <laughs> to get to see you. And yeah, you, you were all like, you were, you, you felt bad and and that you that like um i was so gone throughout the week as i recall like um you were worried that people couldn't understand you or hear you or anything like that and i was like no like you're you're fine yeah especially if we because we had like you and patrick and you um you like you have a lower register so it's a little harder to hear but you are yeah you you speak slowly enough that it was easy it's it's easy to follow like i've been able to follow like our entire conversation here whereas patrick um uh, low register and rushes through everything. So it was like every, like almost oh, every other sentence out of his. Oh, honey, if you think that's ear, bad, it's not like, bad. I, oh yeah, no, no, that's <laughs> yeah, no. I like I'm I I'm fully aware that that it's it's it's. Uh, we have it's a range just the norm of and, and that wasn't Yeah, yeah. Um, um, but like his, it was it was very much. I like I I got accustomed to yours very quickly and very easily. Yeah. Um, and his was just tougher, and I like missed half of what he was saying all like all week, but. Um, but no, you were like, you were, uh, you were very Amy Gills about everything and being super like, um, uh, just trying to, trying to make sure everybody else was having a good time and, uh, yeah, I've, and, I kind of do that in, impeding anything. Yeah. I, so. I usually do that. I'm like, oh shit. Okay. How do I get this? I'm just like a goddamn Irish mammy in the making, really. I, if you have any, if any of those, any of the listeners probably know if you're of Irish descent and you know what an Irish mammy, if you're, depending on how far along the generations you are an Irish mammy is, it's a bit like an Italian mammy that you don't mess with them but you, they also are like trying to make sure everything's running and going smoothly but never thinking of themselves <laughs> and then apologizing mm-hmm. usually um, so but I gotta say I was worried about my accent a good bit even now I, I even though I know I have a very I've just a west of Ireland accent for where if you want to know about Ireland uh, I come from a, t- a place called Sligo which is like in the northwest but my mum is from Mayo uh, yes, the, the inve- where we invented mayonnaise. Yes, yes, no, not really. But, you know, I did try and pull that one on, Colin. It didn't work. <laughs> um, uh, and it's, the West of Ireland has a very broad accent in regards that we're quite low, but we are easily understood dictative-wise. If you go, maybe, t- I, I live near the border, like, we have Leitrim, which is like, has a tiny little border, then you have Donegal. And Donegal and Northern Ireland have quite a harder accent but you would think within the space of 15 miles the difference in the accent is quite large it's like going from a valley girl to a deep south um mm-hmm. tennessee accent within 20 seconds you know 20 miles which is very unusual like i guess i'm trying to give an example of or, the, or a boston accent to a tennessee accent within 20 miles of each other yeah. it's it's an odd thing and you know how normally it's quite a you kind of go down a bit and you, you can see the ge- the general turning of an accent, yeah. but ours is quite different in that regard. So the Donegal, it becomes quite strong and Larrakenny and quite how are you? You know, how are you, love? It's, and I'm like, I'm slowing this down so it's kind of easy enough for you to understand, but uh-huh. they talk. You think Patrick talks fast? Donegal talks a lot faster. And then you've like, mm-hmm. if you go south, you've got Cork and Kerry, and they become a little bit different again. And I'm not going to do their accents because I'm actually quite bad at accents, but I can do. I do. Not, I have had to serve enough people from Donegal that I could do their accent and understand people from Belfast. 
which is a lot harder. And it's funny with people from like the North North, uh, as in Northern Ireland, uh, because if you look at people from Belfast, if you ever look at their their things, they never move their lips. So they're very actually hard for people for deaf deaf people to actually understand as well, because a lot of them okay. lip read. Uh, and that's to do with something that they've evolved over years because of parliament, parliament, uh, the paramilitary stuff that would go on at the north. You know, with IRA and all that, all those bombing. Uh, people wouldn't understand. I don't know a lot of people wouldn't understand it, but it's like to do with uh, the police reading pe- suspected uh, terrorists' lips if they meet people. So they wouldn't be like ah la 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 la. They'd be like, how are you? Kind of, you know, lips, mm-hmm. like now you can just you can just see that I'm speaking, but you can't actually make out my lips from far away. So that's how right. they developed there. So it's quite interesting that all the different like little accents, and then of course they got Dublin, which has many accents within themselves within Dublin, um, our capital, has a few different accents yeah. as well. So it's interesting, and yeah. that's just touching very cool. Uh, yeah, no, uh, was it weird then that's for you tangent. kind of coming and and getting all of like the American? No, actually, I find us? it okay. No, I found it all right. I found our accents. Your accents are grand. You see, the thing is, I guess American TV kind of helps in that regard. We get a it lot of. It prepares you for it. It prepares you for it a little bit. Like I knew that California has a bit more of a Valley Girl. Like, oh my god, you know, everything's kind of a question. I like yeah, that. Everything's a bit more. Tim, Tim always talking about Hella. <laughs> yeah, Hella, and like Tennessee and the South having a bit of hard things, even like yourself in Arizona like it's a little bit different but you're very easy to understand really and then obviously like you got Boston which is a lot harsher you got you know New York and and further up north as, as you go it kind of becomes a bit lighter again I wouldn't be able to tell you accents off the top of my head but like I can understand most of them uh obviously if they're talking really really fast and it, the accent is quite thick then obviously you'll have issues very similar to yourself with uh yourself and Pat bless you yeah. Pat, that's sometimes I can't understand him, but that's that's just you know because he speaks really fast sometimes. And I'm when I was drunk, I was like, say that again. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. That was I. I just kind of played that card a lot. I was like, oh, I, I, what? I, I just missed it. Um, mm. but yeah, uh, that was uh, it. Was it was such a pleasure getting to to meet you and and like because we. I mean, like we'd interacted a little bit kind of prior to that in like Twitch chat and stuff. But like Twitch, I wasn't yeah. an admin, at, or, or no, yeah, I guess I had been made an admin finally, like a, a month or so before that, or something. Um, but like mm. getting to to meet you there and kind of putting a a, a person to um, a voice to the Amy the Amy Gills. <laughs> oh Jesus! Because um, like yeah, like put, it feels weird when people actually know. Actually. Yeah, it felt weird the, uh, the in Amy, that regard. It actually did feel Amy weird when Gills, people were like Amy, Amy Gills, and I'm like. I that was weird actually. Having yeah, uh, people I, oh, I, know like, you from I, your, you guys probably didn't used to it. You, you know, Trevor, you were on like one of the first patrons. You're number two, like after yeah. Lewis. So like, yeah. you, I knew that people would obviously you know yourself that you knew that people would know you from that, but it felt weird. Mm-hmm. I guess because I that, wasn't that people would know you just from like the Twitch chat or, or Patreon and from Twitter and yeah that kind of yeah. thing I felt it felt odd I gotta say that was the most unusual aspect I guess of it but it was nice like don't get it wrong because our community is lovely the kind of funny community is one of the best in the world but it definitely felt a bit like oh god okay hi yeah. I mean even even having been on the show it's still it's still weird for me mm. um, 
like one of the weirdest experiences was I think I was when I was flying home from PSX last year. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, I came like I ran into somebody at the airport who was like flying home to Colorado, and he oh, like cool. he had remembered me from the show and was a kind of funny fan. And we just kind of sat and talked for like half an hour. Um, uh, it's great. It, like it was nobody. Like I didn't know him from the community. I didn't recognize him or anything like that. It was but it was like we had like we sat down and had a good conversation because it's he was great. like. You you were on kind of funny, right? And I was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> like I I I had already been like I dealt with that a little bit at PSX um, itself because mm. obviously that's like where our community is like almost the largest. If it's not a kind of funny live, um, it's at PSX is where like we are in the fullest force. Yeah. Um, so I had like I, a lot of people there, kind of surrounding that area. Like people were were talking and saying hi to me and stuff. But at the airport, I was like, oh, this is like this is. I got recognized in the wild is basically what happened. And it was just a weird, like, like he was obviously there for PSX, but yeah. to, to, for it to have happened outside of like the convention center itself was, uh, was a very surreal kind of experience. It is um, definitely. Uh, so yeah, like I can, I can, and even, even at kind of funny live too, where people were like, Oh my God, Trevor, like, can I, can I get a picture and stuff? I was like, this is uh, absolutely, this is awesome. Um, and weird and it's never going to not be weird. Um, yeah. but yeah, it's, so I can, I can, I can appreciate that even, even if I do have like a bit more of like visibility having been on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, you're, you're Amy, like you get name dropped more than I do. So <laughs> like you, you are the Amy Gills. Uh, I think, I think, that, I think they just take the piss out of me to be quite honest. Like, quite, I, mean, I, yeah, I, I, start, I laugh at everything that they say, especially when they go on a rant. <laughs> As I say, I think Colin gets a great old thing because I, you know, when our tips, I go ye a lot. Yeah. But it's part of my um, vocabulary. I'll go, oh, how are you? Or how are you? Yeah. Ye, I use quite often. And in obviously in my written language, I use it quite a lot. Um, so I find it very funny the way Colin would do it. You know, he'd be like, ye, ye, ye. Yeah. There's a lot of ye's. <laughs> yeah. Bring it back, ye, goddammit. <laughs> Bring it back. Absolutely. Bring it Bring back. It back. Um, so okay. what are like what uh, what are some of your favorite uh, moments or memories of kind of kind of funny over the last couple of years? Uh, um, where, where like by the let's see by the time this is this will come out onto YouTube the day before their anniversary their second oh, anniversary wow. stream. Jesus. Um, um, I I gotta say other than obviously meeting them uh, for the first time properly uh, and meeting. Uh, uh, like meeting Aaron, Colin's girlfriend, and Gia, Tim's uh, girlfriend, who are absolutely adorable, and I love them dearly, both. Um, I think meeting and obviously meeting the community, uh, but as in of the of the actual company itself and how it's grown, I love how they finally moved into the uh, a studio and that they can grow. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was one of the best bits to to learn that they are they have the studio that they they moved when we found that out. Uh, when we found out, uh, I guess one of my favorite actually episodes was uh, as in was when they actually did the the live streams as in like the the long twenty four hour streams that they do on the odd occasion. Uh, I always loved them, even with the extra life. Loved the, both extra life streams. Uh, for various various reasons, because obviously they were a bit, they were a bit different in in that they took breaks this time round. Where the last time they tried to stay up in the apartment all night long and got into shenanigans that 
were hilarious like Greg getting his back waxed and everything like that yeah. um, and the, the the Taco Bell review <laughs> in the middle of it all and stuff like that I think they were hilarious there's so many good memories of that and like when they got like different guests when they got guests like you know like Troy Baker Andrea Renee, uh, Renee like um, I yeah, Rob Paulson I just loved um, even like Max Landis getting these uh, and obviously Gary Witta having them on was great because you saw these people that you may know their names but you don't know them personally it, with certain with certain things like I, I would recognise Max Landis's name and I would recognise Gary Witta's name but I wouldn't have known them if you know what I mean like as in the person behind the name and yeah. I thought it was quite interesting to find out more about them or like even when they brought in the developers like um, Insomniac Games for like for Rocket League like having the developers in there and actually having a chat with them that's why like I loved when they were doing that with the when they stayed over in the Patreon uh, studio when they're mm-hmm. f- for Jesus, I can't even think of the name which one was that the GDC GDC, GDC, yeah, GDC, I was thinking, yeah, GDC, when GDC was on and actually having them interviewed the developers, I thought that was quite interesting, it was nice to see people, and as they were, as I say, because I think they, they found it a bit more relaxing going to, to the guys and kind of funny than some of the other big, like IGN, what's kind of, or, or, some, or GameStop, or, or sorry, GameStop, GameSpot, I would say, my bad, um, mm. and other, you know, other people, in, other industry uh, it was just nice that they kind of relaxed I think around the guys a bit more so it was nice to see them having fun and uh, having the banter with them and not taking themselves too seriously if something went wrong and all that kind of thing so it was quite nice to see that kind of start um, I think one of the biggest things was like when Greg won uh, Trending Gamer and him not just giving it to like you know, obviously the guys in kind of funny, but like picking out a person that he uh, in the industry that is like a you know was part of the development team for the game. For I think it was Laura Craft if I remember Craft if I remember. Uh, yeah, Rise Rise, uh, uh, Rise of Tomb Raider. Yeah. Yeah, Rise of Tomb Raider, and like just picking out that person just so that they could get recognition, even though they were like, oh my god, Naomi, is it Naomi Tan? Nicole Tan. Nicole Tan. Thank you. Yeah. Nicole Tan and like poor Nicole, like probably go her Twitter probably blasting in front of her going what the hell's going on here but like like having that recognition for these small people that are part of the games industry and like acknowledging that it's not just the person behind the voice it's not just the person that the name over the game it's or the brand name of the game it's all the people involved the people in the behind the scenes that people don't always recognize and i thought that was quite a nice and prominent moment that they highlighted that greg highlighted to the people in, in the industry that it's not just the name it's there's people behind it that makes that person or that game the, the way it is the best it could be so I think that's quite cool and that that was highlighted and I guess there's so many different things I think when Kevin proposed I think was such a great little highlight mm-hmm. it's one of my favourites um, it was just definitely one of my favourite moments where I had a beaming smile on my face. I could see it happening. I don't know why. I knew just a minute before it was going to happen. I was like, yeah, right. They wouldn't bring her on just to do present him an award. There's something else going on here. And like, I was beaming. I think that was one of my favorite moments. I can't even think of it. There's so many good moments. And like, and then obviously the the stories like Timmy Tammy and flipping <laughs> Mushroom Kingdom, the whiteboard, the whiteboard itself is just brilliant. I love. I miss the whiteboard actually a couple, but 
all those little bits and pieces they're just those those little kind of that have now gone down in the history of kind of funny that are a part of the community that people like outside the community would be like what the hell are you on about but they're like little yeah. inside jokes for the community getting to know the community getting to know the community yeah. so, or like the history of the mushroom kingdom like come on <laughs> it's the most random that's, thing in the world that's certainly like i like the the mushroom kingdom and timmy tammy tommy stuff are it's oh, yeah. it's amazing to think about that because like that is like because the the you know the the Colin and Greg live audience uh, in particular is yeah. like these days it's like five thousand on a really good day but it's more in like yeah. the three thousand person range um, kind of on a on a daily basis so to think yeah. about like how what a small percentage of the community like knows those in jokes compared to yeah. like the community that's that's you know the bigger community that's watching PS I love you or YouTube um, or, or stuff on YouTube and it's, yeah. it's, yeah, it's like, oh, that's, uh, like I'm, I'm fortunate that I, like I have for the most part, the freedom mm-hmm. enough to like, to watch all those stuff. I don't even, I like, I, I, I don't watch Colin and Greg live all that much anymore though. Or these, or these days right now. Um, well, obviously they're, busy on at work. Hiatus. they're on hiatus right now, but yeah, I've been like mm-hmm. very busy at work and with the time difference, it just like now, now Colin and Greg live is like during my, like at my noon o'clock lunch hour basically so it's, gotcha. it's either i it's either i'm gonna eat a late lunch or i'm gonna watch colin and Gra- like and watch colin and grave live or i'm gonna go eat lunch in a normal time yeah because i've got meetings the rest of the day or something like that so yeah um it's uh it, but and so like i i will think about myself i'm like what like what in jokes am i gonna miss if i you know if i step away from this and and i will see because I'll, I'll get like notifications when and invariably there will be like one that. and i like greg will tweet out like when uh, when Colin smashed the the pumpkin mugs or whatever the pumpkin like, mugs uh, oh god yeah I remember, um, I remember to see that because my co- uh, the yeah. internet was gone uh, and I remember just seeing like the tweets because I got like you know on the phone internet I remember going god mm-hmm. damn it what am I missing yeah that's exactly it's it's like I will see I will see the aftermath of like okay Greg retweets a whole bunch of moments that get tweeted at him and so I'm like something funny happened on the show today neat yeah. But I like I it, I don't I don't always have the time to go back and, and check it out. So that's I will be interested to see kind of in the coming year if they try and work to coalesce the group because um, right now like it I sometimes it kind of funny feels like there is like there's there are the all in kind of funny diehard mm. fans, but then there are also the Colin and Greg live fans. There are the Gamescast fans. There are the Game Over Greggy Show fans, and there are the PS I Love You fans and they don't you don't in a lot of those you might not have necessarily crossover you might have people who only watch one or two of those things well, that's fair enough. Like a week mm-hmm. um and so it's and and i mean like we see it in the in the facebook group all the time of people not knowing you know not knowing news or something because it was only announced on colin and greg live and, life, yeah and it didn't it didn't get like disseminated to the rest of the community so um i will be curious to see kind of how how it as as the group continues to grow um uh, and, and as the fan base continues to grow and as kind of funny continues to grow mm. what they will do to to kind of make sure everybody is is in the loop and is uh is aware of what's going on i'd say they probably will and i'd say probably with uh hopefully in the new year with whatever they announce like that the that things will become a bit more cohesive in regards to any messages that they need to transfer out like obviously there'll yeah. always be these in jokes that will be specific to the PSI love you xoxo or 
um, love and sex stuff or uh, you know Colin was right you know that you know that's hopefully coming out soon um, or to Colin Greg Life and and obviously Gog and, and Gamecast um, and there's always going to be a certain percentage that will there's always going, not going to be a crossover I think for the majority a lot of them do watch one or the other or they watch both you know of, of a variety of them like I've noticed just because way work is at the moment and life in general I'm way behind on most of the, of the things I don't normally watch PS I Love You that often uh, generally but I would watch a gog the most and then maybe the game cast and then it would be PS I Love You XO, 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 generally but I think Colin mm-hmm. Greg Live would be my main um, point and call for uh, consuming content I guess is the best way for it uh, but I know that people that's because it's on a, a good time for me as in where I'm located for once my time zone actually works for me rather than against me right uh, where it can work against me when things go down overnight while I'm asleep yeah you know things can right. get announced like, yeah, like e3 conferences or yeah something. exactly like e3 is the worst for me I'm like it's deciding whether to take the day off work the next day because I'm going to be awake or get up at like three o'clock in the morning for a specific amount of t- period of time and then go okay I have to go back to sleep because I have to get up in the early and, and go to work because unfortunately I'm now a, a working adult and I actually have responsibilities that way I, I unfortunately can't um, not uh, go to work to be, you know that kind of way so things like that have to take yeah. precedence um, but as well as like I noticed that that was one of the main things that was issuing, <laughs> an issue with poor Greg and, uh, and Patreon the first time round because I would either tweet at him or email him to let them know that oh this is going on in Patreon and then he was like you know what there's, there's like 24 hours delays on certain things getting sorted like at the beginning when like there was a lot of spam bots and stuff like that posting on the pages before Patreon mm-hmm. clamped down on it and he's like here is an email for a person in Patreon so that you can contact them and let them know you know that kind of way so it became a bit easier so I cut him out bless him because he would have to call back and then go to Patreon and let them know and come back you know before it would get fixed yeah. Until things updated. And Happy New Year! It is twelve o'clock. Happy New Year! Yes, <laughs> I just I, looked I, at the I, thing. I, I can I hear it. Happy New Year to Happy Indigo New Year. Roy. Happy New Year! Happy two thousand seventeen. Welcome to twenty seventeen. Yes, I've still got to seven hours to go. You got seven hours, but I can see yeah. it just it just turned on my uh, thing, so it's zero one zero one two thousand seventeen. Hooray! Yay! Yeah, yeah. It's, I I was keeping an eye on it. I knew we were gonna hit it like pretty quick. Um, yeah. yeah, I see. I see it oh, out of the corner of my eye. I see the five o'clock. I'm like, okay, yeah, just seven hours later. Seven hours. Yeah. There you go. So we'll be saying that um, to you in seven hours. I'll be asleep probably <laughs> that stage. But yes, probably that's fair. Well, happy happy new <laughs> year to you, Amy. Happy new um, year. I'm I'm humbled that you let me uh, ring it in with you. Oh, um, thank you. I should really thing. have some like champagne or or like a glass of bourbon with me, but I didn't think that far ahead. Instead, I have some open roses. <laughs> that's it. Excellent. Um, well, I think, uh, I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited to see where kind of funny goes mm. in, uh, in 2017. In... Um, uh, does it, do you think you're going to make it out for kind of funny life three? I'm hoping the to, odds of, of I'm, that? I'm hoping to, unfortunately, uh, saving is a little harder this year, just more outgoings okay. at the moment. Um, but I'm hopefully going to be able to go out. I won't, I won't obviously be able to stay as long as I did last time. I think I, st- I stayed for like 10 days last day because I wanted to get in a bit of, uh, touristy things in a few days like afterwards mm-hmm. and uh, you know I spent a day or two just exploring the city um, actually one day I think I slept most of the day because I was just getting over that dose that I had actually I was fine the next day and I was able to go and explore and stuff like that and 
met Tom out and we went to a bakery. I remember that distinctly. It was Coop Bakery that we went to. Um, nice. And stuff like that. So I'm looking forward to actually just to going, hopefully. I'm praying. I got a lot of dollars for Christmas presents this year. <laughs> Uh, nice. From, uh, that helps. Actually, it was quite funny. That was one of my, my secret Santa got me was $50 because we had a 50 euro limit and roughly the dollar and euro at the moment are the same. They're, I think it's a dollar and five cents is the limit the, uh, is what we're getting. Like last year, I was getting at least a dollar twelve, dollar fifteen. Like it's it's mad the, the exchange rate. It's great for you guys coming over to us though. Um, yeah. <laughs> but we're, um, so it was quite fun just to get that the money but. Uh, that bit of money is like say you know okay that's what it is so I'm, I'm hopefully getting enough money to come over but it'll be for a shorter amount of time probably i'll just do the five days or the four days depending on how long it'll be and obviously one extra day just travel and then arrive you know kind of like what we did last year um yeah uh but obviously probably be room enough with a few people just to save on costs because last year i parents were a bit wary because I, for one, I don't, a lot of people don't know, but I, it was my first time in the US and I was traveling on my own. I, I know I met Tom at the airport, but I flew on my own. So I went through customs right. on my own. Supposedly there's a dude in Irish customs uh, on the, because we go through pre, pre-customs in Ireland at, at Dublin airport. We're one of those, uh, we're one of the only airport, one of like, I think 12 airports in the world that can do it. We go through customs, so you don't go through customs. We come into you like a, we would uh, a, a local flight for you guys. So, mm-hmm. um, went through customs and I was supposedly there's a dude in customs that is a kind of funny fan, but I did not get him. <laughs> I thought I'd get him, but I got this lady instead and trying to explain it to her was hilarious. She's like, so what are you doing? I was like, an event. What kind of event? Uh, YouTube it's, is probably the best way to describe it. It's gaming like industry. a concert. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How do you explain it? So I was like, the gaming industry is to do with YouTube and it's an event, two day event. Okay, okay, okay. Where are you staying? La 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 la. You know, wherever it's staying, and then it was like in the middle of it all, like, it's like, like a side note. What? What is your occupation? Like really, really loud. I was like, this that the other, and then like, is this your bag? Yes. Okay, go through. I'm like, okay, thanks. Like, like this, and then nearly took a documentation I was supposed to give to her with me. She's like, wait, come back. And I was like, okay, here you go. Run again. I was like a little child. Of course, saying that I was up for about twenty four hours at that stage. I accidentally or 12 hours at that stage or whatever it was I had to get a very early bus because it was the only one that suited me because the trains didn't suit me and the, and the I couldn't get a lift um down to over to Dublin so I couldn't stay over because of something else so I stayed in a bus I got a bus at one o'clock in the morning my flight wasn't until 1 p.m the next day and arrived at the airport at like 4 a.m so I spent like from 4 a.m to thingy with my bag for eight of those hours because I couldn't check them in, so I had to bring like my bag with me to the toilet and stuff like that. <laughs> You're not supposed to leave with bags on attendance, and there was no one with me, so right. I couldn't leave it with them. And I couldn't really ask yeah. a stranger, "Hey, here you go, come back." It was funny. Yeah. I had some very funny instances well, I, with my my bag. Well, I, I certainly hope you're able to make it again. And <laughs> I do uh, hope so too. I, I love it. I don't know. I don't know if you know this about me, but I tend to room with a lot of people at these events. I don't. I, I so think I'm I know sure that. Sure, yeah. we could find room for you. <laughs> You can find some if, roomies, if, yay! If That'd be great. Need, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, um, I'm hopefully I'll be able to do that. I don't know what the story is. Hopefully, kind of funny live stream will be even bigger and better. Uh, and hopefully, it'll be ah, uh, I just can't wait to see you guys again. I know it sounds silly, but I, it was nice. I guess in 
in uh, September, I got to go over to EGX and I meet a few of the the kind of funny uh, UK fans. Hey guys, um, but and it was nice because I got to meet Tom again and also to meet Wes for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, one, one of my good friends, and then obviously got meeting Corey and Callum and Sophia and all these other all the other good people that I met over there, who are great people i love them dearly um and it was just nice to meet them but i do miss you guys as well because you guys get i get i get i say i get very jealous when you guys go off to psx and p and uh pax east and you know fax and everything else in between because you guys get to go to those things on a psx because like i guess i get a little jealous because i can't see you guys as often um, well, we we miss we you miss, too. I, we miss you. Yeah, exactly. I miss you guys, and it's, it's I'm looking forward to meeting them. I don't know if I'd be able to do it. Let's say again, like for kind of funny life four. I don't know if I'd be able to afford to, but who knows? Maybe by then the guys have come over to our side, of the, our side of the pond. Maybe, maybe they'll come over and do Gamescom, and you can just take the trip over to Germany real quick. Yeah. Oh Jesus Christ, Gamescom! That that would be chaos, but in a good way. <laughs> yeah. Finding all the, it's huge. Oh yeah, no, I I can I can gather. <laughs> um, it's like it's like ten times as big as like E three or something. Um, yeah, least, it so, is. Yeah, uh, that's actually yeah the coverage of that is actually quite good because I'm over at the, the right time zone. So oh my god, it's like mad stuff. Like yeah. even my sister, my sister who's kind of into gaming but not really into gaming, she sits down and watches it with me sometimes when we were watching Games Gone because she's like oh my god, check nice. it over. Well, yeah. Uh, uh, but anyway, 20, yeah. 2017 going to be a good year for... Yeah, kind of I'm going to be stuff. positive. 2016 was a kind of shitty year politically and all that kind of stuff, but personally, it was great because I got to meet all you guys and go to Kind of Funny Live too. So I'm quite... It was a great Hopefully, year for Kind of Funny too because they got yeah. the studio. Exactly. Studio type. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe the... And they're going to Australia this year. Yeah. So that'd I, be interesting. I finally... I refunded oh, yeah. my tickets for that. Oh, did yesterday. you? <laughs> Yeah, because um, Joey and I like made the uh, we like we made an impulsive decision to maybe try and go to it, and then at PSX we I sat down. And we're like, "Hey, um, let's go ahead and save money and, yeah. and like not like because I would have I would have had to take like seven or eight days off work to to go for the trip." And I was like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna go ahead." But the problem is, I like I'm mm. I'm locked into like my flight. Uh, like they just gave me credit back for the flight. So all right. Uh, if 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 I don't want to completely lose it, I still need to fly Virgin Australia at some point in the next six months. And okay. Like, no, that's that's unlikely to happen. So I probably just uh, uh, I, f- I probably just flush much... that money down down the drain uh, more than I want that? to admit. So gotcha. <laughs> so, well, I'm yeah. just going from myself when my f- we went in 2007. My family uh, for one big hurrah. I guess the best way to describe it is just after my leaving cert, which is you know the exams that you would get for your high school diploma before going mm-hmm. to college I don't know what you guys call it so I can't think of it off the top of my uh, head finals your finals final, okay final so exams, yeah. your final finals uh, if, that you would use for getting into college like yours is a more I know yours is a bit different oh to our... so you're talking like the standardized tests so like the all the standardized the SATs. tests yeah. yeah, SATs, ACTs, those kinds of things. Okay. Yeah, okay, so like our SATs are called uh, the Leaving Cert Certificate. It's literally the last thing you get to, and what you <laughs> Wait, get in the Leaving Cert not, determines. It's not the owls or the newts? 
No, it's not the owls or the newts. Well, this, so, this is the so example JK of the newts. So, Rowling lied to me, is what you're saying. <laughs> so, no, 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 that's for the, this is the muggle version. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so, the muggle version for uh, UK is A-levels, but for the Ireland, it's called the Leaving Cert. And it determines, that test determines literally where you're going to be going in college, or which college you're going to go to, because uh, it depends on, it's a point system. And the dogs are in. Hi, Dad. Hello. Come here, you two. Come here. Yay, dogs. Come here. Hello, Dad. Happy New Year. There's Trevor. Hello, Mr. Gilroy. He's saying hello. <laughs> Come here. Come here, boo-boo. There we go. Come on. Is this Purple so here's Dougal? Dougal? This is Dougal. Hi, Purple Dougal. Hi, Dougal. 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 Hello, baby. Oh, so cute. Oh, he's lovely. Hello. Okay, now I'm just going to, like... Trick people into watching this video by telling them that Dougal is in it. Dougal's in it. For all of like, for all of a, a few seconds. <laughs> hi, mom. Happy New Year, mom. Happy New Year, mom. Hi. Come say hi. Happy hi, Gilroy. Yeah, come, come say hi. Hi. Happy New Year. Hi. Happy New Year. Pleasure <laughs> to meet you. You've another couple of, you've another few hours to waste. I do. I've got about seven more hours to go. <laughs> we start celebrating for you. Excellent. Have a good one. You too. Take care. Okay, okay. Take care. Okay. <laughs> Hello. That's my mum. Yay, Amy's mum. Yeah, that's my mama. That's Mama Gilroy. Mama Gilroy, yay. She's here, she's mama rolling and on the couch. And Papa Gilroy, who did not want to come on camera. But I think most people have known what he looks like, given the fact that I threw post off the odd. <laughs> Oh, I, I saw him. I saw him briefly. He's he's briefly on on the in the show. I just screamed as a as a blur. He comes back in and out. Yeah, he just kind of so yeah, raised yeah, in and, and then out. Yeah, so there's cool. the fam. Uh, yeah, yeah, fam. Sister, I think is well, it's part of the fam. My sister's not here today. Uh, what was I talking about? Because I can't remember. Coming in. I've I've distracted. I've have I've gotten distracted too. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't remember. Okay, sorry, whoever's listening is probably shouting down the, the earphones going, you were talking about this! can't remember. Sorry, yeah, oops. Oh yeah! <laughs> I did. Oh, oh yeah, the oh, Leaving Cert, I remember now. Australia. Okay. Oh, but anyway, yes. just after the Leaving Cert, the Leaving Cert, which was, I just did a quick scab around, um, I, literally two days after I finished those exams, uh, the whole family hopped on a plane, because we uh, saved up for it, and we all stayed with my family friends that are in Australia, um, and we stayed there for about a month. And uh, we're about an hour away from Sydney. No, yeah, an hour away from Sydney in a place called uh, Yarramalong. Uh, near a town called what? Okay. Yarramalong. With a G at the end. And that was near a town called Wyong, which you could get the train and go down to Sydney for about an hour. Sydney's cool. Guys, hmm. I like Sydney. Sydney was good fun. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's that's where we were looking to, to go and stay. And I was excited to, mm. uh, to like, tourist around. But I was like, yeah, I need, I need to save at least as much of this cash as I can. Um, yeah. yeah, Sydney's train system is good. It's not that hard to, to figure out, which is kind of nice. Mm. Uh, well, for myself anyway, it wasn't too bad. And Brisbane, not so much. Brisbane, don't go near the public transport when it comes to the buses. Did that, we got lost. Just letting you know. But for we went up and down the, the coast a bit, so it wasn't too bad. Got to see the the Great Barrier Reef and all that kind of thing as well. So that's kind of good. But anyway, that's a, that's a side note. But to, yeah, yeah. To, you know, so but I definitely on. recommend Australia. Yeah. Definitely go, if you're in Australia, to go see them. Do go see them in Sydney. 
it's yeah. well worth the um, RTX Sydney. Go see them. Yep, absolutely. Um, um, I I wish I I wish I could have kept it uh, kept it going, but reality. If of the I won the last one, like eh, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, uh, but maybe maybe some other time, and yeah, hopefully you know they're going to Sydney, so uh, maybe that will that opens the door to uh, to them to also Europe. make a, a trip over to Europe as well. Come see. Yeah, I kind of want to see instead it. of instead of just not, uh, Nick. And, we got and, Nick. Uh, we got Nick one time. We got Nick got for Nick. a day or two. <laughs> we we yeah. just need to get the others. I want to see if Colin will actually plant the old American flag no. down on the yeah. in front of Buckingham Palace just for the lols. Uh, I I imagine he would do it, and maybe not in front of Buckingham Palace. But I imagine he <laughs> would find good. somewhere to just plant a flag, um, and rewrite history. Um, yeah. Great. Uh, well, let's uh, let's go ahead and and leave kind of funny there. And, yeah, just leave uh, and behind. close out the show with uh, mm. Trove Topics. Uh, topic number four, okay. Trove Topics. This is where people can be part of the show. You can tweet at okay. me, uh, at Snarky Starky, or at uh, the the show, at Trove Talk, with your Trove yeah. Topics, or just, as pretty much everybody does, just follow along when I tweet out, hey, I've got this person coming on, what questions do you have? Um, yeah. And we've got we got a flurry of them uh, when I announced yesterday that you were coming on the show. So what's uh, A flurry, I like that. Look through some of them. Uh, so, Brandon Gan at Games Gan asks, "What are think? Mm-hmm. What are the things you're looking forward to in 2017?" I'm looking forward now, now that to... it is 2017 for you. Now that it is 2017. Oh God, what am I looking forward to? I'm looking forward to uh, going hopefully to San Francisco again. Uh, hopefully, whenever Kind of Funny Live Three is announced, I'm looking forward to seeing. Uh, some of the games that are going to be announced, what games are going to be announced, what Nintendo Switch is going to be like. I know that's that's coming up soon enough to see what that's going to be like, uh, and more information about it. Just out of curiosity, um, uh, I don't know if I'd ever actually get the get the console, but I wouldn't mind playing it even just to play Zelda because I'm a big Zelda fan. Um, I'm looking forward to hearing more about what VR will be like, if there will be any more changes to it, and what they will be. Um, and I guess I'm just hopeful in regards to 2017 that it, it'll turn this darkness that the whole world is in this, at the moment, that, that seems to be a shadow over everyone will lift, that these tensions will simmer down and that people will, or these countries will start to uh, have a proper, I guess, mode of talking and conversation rather than the way it's going at the moment where it seems that history is repeating itself with the Cold War and whatnot that's going on at the moment with uh, with Russia and everything like that. So hopefully things will simmer down a little bit and that some good will come of 2017, politically speaking and, and economically speaking, than what was in 2016 with all the chaos that had that that didn't hold with Brexit and everything like that and all those type of things. <laughs> yeah, that's um, quite deep. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's. I mean, I think like you you echo a lot of my my own sentiments. Um, I like I'm I'm wary of 2017. There are a lot of things I am mm. more concerned about. It, like I I want to be more optimistic and hope that we're going mm. to get kind of a, a brighter future. But I like I don't pitch of salt. I don't know it's there, um, mm-hmm. uh, so uh, in in the meantime, I'm gonna look forward to 
the dumb things that I like that I know are coming. Um, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna look forward to the events I go to and the the friends I get to see and hopefully, you know, friends like you can make it out for kind of funny life three when that happens. Um, a handful of games, you know, I'm excited, like I'm excited Mm -hmm. for the next South park game when that comes out and persona five and, um, and just like things that will, um, in a very real sense, like, distract me from some of the other things that like that are. Yeah. Starting. So, uh, yeah, we will see what what 2017 has to bring. Um, but that's uh, that's a, a hint of what what I think I'm looking forward to, and, and I think you, uh, I, like, I appreciate your your more worldview sentiment of it, because um, yeah, I I definitely want things to go that route. Um, but I don't know if I'm necessarily looking right. forward to it so much as hoping for it. I know um, it's kind of, it's. It, it, I don't know. If, I guess it's a different perspective for a lot of things. Like for outside of the U.S. and the European perspective and everything like that, it's different, obviously, for different places because of the way media portrays things. Certainly. Um, but um, there's a lot of worry, but it feels like there's a lot more propaganda going on in, the, in even in the news agencies going on at the moment as well so there's a worry there even like world the way things have been reported it's quite interesting as well like i guess i i love actually i did study history quite as one of the uh, i guess thingy final things you know your ap classes and all that kind of thing when you're in, you're yeah. in high school and stuff like that i would have done one of those ones uh, was history, even though it became more political. Uh, but the things that you see, that I, I don't know, it's just weird. I'm seeing things that are happening, repeating. No, oh, absolutely, yeah. No, it's, it's, I mean, like you, worried. like you hit, you hit it on the head with like the cold, cold war parallels that we're in right now, and it's basically cold war but with cyber warfare. Yes, yeah. and it's weird, and it's 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 scary, to say the least. But it, hopefully, the, the good will out, as they say. Yeah. Um, uh, Brandon also echoes uh, Happy New Year to you both and to happy all New those Year. who are watching and listening. Um, uh, and yes, a- happy actual New Year to you, Amy. Yay! Um, yeah, we're 20 minutes in! <laughs> hooray! Um, Brienne at Miss Movies asks Do you Hi. own a shillelagh? Do I own a shillelagh? No, I don't. I don't own a shillelagh. I can make a shillelagh quite quickly if I need to and, and, uh, from a bit of hardwood, but I do also have sticks for the reek, which is a thing that most people won't have a clue what that means. But it's, I mean, um, most people don't actually joke. know what a shillelagh is. They've heard the word, I'm sure. But okay, shillelagh is and, a stick. A big, heavy, hardwood stick that it's usually used as a walking aid, but it's also used as a weapon. Uh, in regards, uh, that's what a shillelagh is. Usually, it's quite polished hardwood. Uh, in regards to what a stick for the reek is, it's a joke, long-standing joke for people that are in the west of Ireland. It's a a stick for climbing the reek, which is Croke Patrick, uh, which is a mountain in Mayo, which people do every year uh, for a patron saint, Saint Patrick. You know, Saint Paddy's Day. Mm-hmm. That fella. Yes. So yeah, he's okay. a mountain. He's a whole. He's a whole mountain named after him in the so That's why. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he likes the drinking. Right. That's that's his. Uh, oh, oh, that's not oh, his yeah. stick. Okay. <laughs> that's his stick. Yeah. <laughs> Don't think he really cared for drinking himself, but yeah, it was just that kind of thing. Um. So um, that's what a shillelagh is, and no, I don't own one yet. I can make one in a, if I need to, or find one, or buy one quite quickly. They're not too hard to find if needed. But yeah, that's what a shillelagh is. <laughs> Very much associated with leprechauns. 
and uh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, David Burke, <laughs> David Burke at Irish Gamer Man asks, Amy, do you really like Ireland? Well, David, I find that very unusual question given the fact that you are also from Ireland. You know, given by that handle and knowing that you are in my vicinity area. I do like Ireland, given the fact it's the only one that I know, the only country I know, and the only place I lived in my life. So I'll go with, yeah, I like it. It's all false and all. And that's a very, very Irishy way <laughs> to say it. I don't know if you understand. Exactly. I like that you went, like, extra thick on the Irish there. I to, did. I, went, to I just decided question. I'd go completely and utterly uh, thick Irish that isn't my normal accent. I don't even know if you understood it, so I apologize in advance about this. No, abs- I mean, I was still able to track it, absolutely. Um, okay, now we're going to get into the flurry of Zyger questions. Oh, uh, yay! Zyger, Zyger at Number Zyger1337 asks, What does your mom think of all the neat internet stuff you do? Uh, Patreon, Facebook, admin, Twitch mod, kind of funny best friend, etc. Okay, um, well, you just saw her, if you're watching this or listening to it. Uh, she supports it. She doesn't quite understand it all, but she supports it. Uh, but she does, you know, she understands that it makes us happy. She understands the community is a great community about what it does in regards to... Uh, like extra life and everything like that they love it uh, they love how that they're helping people and we're helping people and we're a positive community and that uh, the friends like yourselves that I've made over you know it's great that it's more international and stuff like that she likes she likes it she loves that kind of thing Um, she I think worries in certain times when stuff goes down across twitter or whatever or anything like that you know as as can happen on occasion when it's a when things take a bad turn that she worries in regards to the stress that it can put on me it, but it can put on any of us as ad, as admins if you're in an admin role um but she supports it mostly and she does have a great fondness for for greg and the guys uh, uh as well so so hopefully hopefully she doesn't mind it i'm just going from what i actually asked her that question just to get an idea of what she actually likes or not Zyger, just for you i went and she also says hi Zyger. um <laughs> That, that was a happy new year just that there i'm passing them on because she said to tell you tell you that because she knows she'd forget later on like she has <laughs> excellent um Zyger also asks what can one measly peasant boy do to help the queen of ireland herself have an awesome kind of funny live three heart you amy oh heart you too Zyger. also i'm no queen get that on record i ain't no queen okay i don't have no queen Not for, anymore, for those of you who aren't on the inside <laughs> admin joke uh amy's handle or nickname in the facebook uh admin chat is uh queen queen gilly of queen silly gilly of ireland uh, yeah. or something to that effect something uh, zyger always has her uh dubbed as the queen of ireland and amy always refutes it i am definitely not even though i'm going to kill danny o'dwyer because he decided to confirm it there the other time <laughs> in the stream before and i was like god damn it danny now i gotta go and say no i'm not I mean, <laughs> I mean, by his own logic, you you rule over him, so I think you can. I think you can absolutely uh, tear him in down. In regards to making Kind of Funny Live 3, I just can't wait to meet you guys again. And hopefully I can buy poor Zyger a, a birthday drink. I finally get, get him a birthday drink, because it'll be long past his 21st, but it'll be nice to actually get him a birthday drink at that stage. I might introduce some Irish whiskey, just for the lols. Ooh, that'll be fun. <laughs> Uh, Zyger continues, what's something you want to do while you're in America that you haven't gotten to do yet? Um, 
Well, I've only ever been to California, as in to San Francisco, so if I was ever to come back, other than, let's say, for kind of Funny Life 3, and it was for a longer period of time, I wouldn't mind, like, I have family, actually, I think in San Diego, uh, my mum's cousins are up there, so I wouldn't mind seeing them, I have actually an aunt that's in uh, Arizona, so I wouldn't mind see, going to see her, and I have a lot of family, again, extended cousins uh, in Chicago and on the East Coast, and I wouldn't mind seeing them as well. So in, I think, yeah, Chicago and New Jersey, I think they are. So I wouldn't mind actually seeing them um, and actually visiting where they come from. Because a lot of them, especially my um, uh, my relatives in Chicago, have come uh, over a good few times. Um, and obviously have stayed with us and gone out drinking with them. And I've even lived uh, all the fun things as well and gone touring around Ireland. Uh, but I wouldn't mind going and seeing them and seeing where their world is like as they say you know their their life they're like and see where where they grew up yeah it would be are, quite cool are they like are they um uh irish and they they've moved to america or like they're yeah. american and uh and like bit of both. historical family bit of both okay a bit of both um my family tree on my mom's side of the family is a lot uh put it this way it would be make most soap operas look like um a walk in the park if you know what I mean those kind of stuff you know in regards yeah. to you wouldn't think it with Irish things but Irish families are quite large but there a lot of times there can be quite a lot of skeletons and roots that are tangled uh, on my mum's so, side of the family so lots of evil twin brother doctors no not, not evil twin brother doctors but a small version of it is I know I have a great uncle that left Ireland for America uh, and had a wife and daughter and were supposed to bring them back to over to America instead he met another woman fell in love and had a, a married her so that's bigamy um, and <laughs> oh no 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 it gets better they had a daughter and he named her the same name as the daughter of back in Ireland <laughs> that's a really small bit like yeah that's that's uh, that's, that's an odd. interesting one that's that's an odd one, but like, there's other, you know, obviously there's other ones, like, you know, those random tales going back years, years and years and years and years. That's going back way, way, way. But in real terms, uh, my dad's cousins, who would be like brothers to him, are over in Chicago. So I know them quite well. My mum's first cousins are in San Diego and in New Jersey. Uh, mum would know them not as well, but they would, they, she would have met them a few times over when she ever, she was over in the US. Uh, they would have met up and stuff like that. So they're quite close to the family, as in regards generally to mum's side of the family. Like they, my mum's aunt and uncles, they're still quite close. And obviously my auntie, who has, who's, uh, who's been in the US um, a, good, a long time. She actually has American citizenship and stuff like that. Um, she now lives in Arizona. And, and she's in Sedona, well. right? She's in Sedona, yeah. So it's supposed yeah, to be really so... pretty up there. So I wouldn't mind seeing oh, yeah. no, it. Seeing it's, it's just beautiful. to see what she's, it's like. She's, I mean, she's if like you're ever up there, go, go and say hi. Oh, will, really? Go I, say like, hi we, to her. We, we have you, a, we you have know a her. office. It's Murph. Murph? Yeah. Go in and just say, Murph. I think it's like Murph's Irish store. She owns like a little kind of like, a, you know, one of those stores that has like everything in it. I can't think of the name. Con uh, but it's like, like downtown Sedona where there isn't, yeah, like, like a small convenience store, but it's like a little kind of home homestead one i have to remember i can't even think of it off the top of my head at the moment the okay. name of it but i know it's in downtown sedona where it's harder to find those kind of convenience stores I and will, like it's harder to get i will look that up and uh, and yeah like we have we have an office out there that i like i so in my role as like the database mm. manager i have to train people yeah. 
every now and then. So yeah. uh, I've been meaning to get up to our Sedona office and do like some on-site training. So maybe I'll I'll make a day of it and then just stop. Yeah, her, go, her go say shop. hi to my my auntie, my auntie say, Anne. Hi, are you uh, Amy Gilroy's? Are you Queen Amy Gilroy's aunt? Oh, don't go with Queen. She'll kill me. I know she'll actually no, don't because she'll never let me live it down. Don't say that. That's it. Well, that's exactly what I'm going to say now. But well, I'm just going to say this now. Yeah, my family. It's uh, not my mom and dad you have to worry about. If you ever meet the parents, you know that kind of thing. It's might meet my aunties on my mom's side of the family. It's like the mafia. Excellent. Yeah, I will. I will. Uh, I, I will definitely. I've got that penciled in here or pen penned in uh, to to penned try in. and check that out. Um, yeah. Uh, Zyger uh, continues um, again <laughs> with uh, will, you How many will you be recording your reaction when Greg eventually goes to Ireland and fights your family? Actually, I um I actually talked to my mom about this one, and she said yes. It'd be pay for review. So that we can make a bit of cash on the side from there you it. Go. Get that UFC um, money. But yeah, definitely. Most definitely. Uh, Mum and Dad actually that's the one thing she would love to do is actually meet the boys. Um Um I guess they really do appreciate uh have I guess I don't know why, it's a kind of a funny situation. Um a lot, my dad got quite ill, uh giving short for people that are listening. And the boys were trying they, when they heard they, poor Greg and Colin decided to try and send flowers to the hospital and it didn't work out very well because uh, they decided to send it to Sean Gilroy to the Matter Hospital but the Matter Hospital is one of the biggest hospitals in Dublin and didn't really get anywhere further than that <laughs> plus uh, they weren't allowed in, uh, plus in intensive care they're, they're usually frown upon fl flowers in, the, in intensive care mm. but it, the thought was very very sweet and they do appreciate yeah. it and they do appreciate um the thoughts uh, of it all and the, the 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 goodwill behind it and they do I think have affection actually for the boys even though they just don't understand exactly what they do my dad goes oh the joys the lads at the TV oh those ones and this thing is that uh, he, sure. he doesn't really understand close, Twitch close he doesn't really understand Twitch but he gets, he kind of understands it a little bit that it's like live TV yeah so that's kind of what I gotta go with that dad doesn't do dad doesn't do um, IT stuff I'm quite proud that I got him working on a smartphone this year <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, one more from Zyder. Uh, what, what are your thoughts no on the Fast and Furious movies? Is Family Dead, which is your fave? Oh, I think this is. I can't believe he just said that. That Family's Dead. I think there's something going on there. I love the Fast and Furious franchise. I uh, think that high likelihood he's been blackmailed. Is my thoughts on it. That's and your thoughts the on family the is not the furious. Uh, uh, the fate is there, and that's the fate that there's blackmail going on. He doesn't actually want to do it, but he has to, and he, because of it, then the family's trying to get him back, and everything like that. And obviously, that's my thoughts on it. But I'm not sure. Which is a, which is your favorite of the of the series? Oh, um, well, obviously the first one because uh, for for because it's the first, but as as a as ones that I love the most. Would probably have been I think fast. Is it fast six, or fast five. The one when they're in Brazil. I think that's fast five. I couldn't tell you. I could not tell you. I think you. it's fast five. I think it's it's uh, it's uh, yeah. I think it's the one with the rock first comes into it. Um, okay. it's actually my favorite one. I think it just it seemed to be up, more uplifting. I think they lost the fun in in the previous one, and they they brought back the fun part of it in that one. That's probably my favorite one of them. Um, 
Adrian A Rock at mm-hmm. A Rock twenty three asks, "How many times have you visited the U.S. Uh, and what what's your favorite aspect of said country?" We touched on this a little bit earlier. You've really only been here the yeah, once. I've, what's your what's I've your only favorite been here the aspect once. of America? Oh, favorite aspect. I feel like I haven't been in the U.S. enough to answer that in certain ways because I haven't experienced all of the culture. And unfortunately, I wasn't able to really eat that much, and I kind of really want. I was missing. I was looking forward to eating a lot of the food, but I didn't get a chance to eat too much of it. So I kind of want to eat more of that. So I would say, though, getting to know the people are great. Um, it's definitely the multicultural aspect of it. It's great to see. It's it's refreshing in some ways just to, to see the cohesiveness of that, and it's great just to you know when you come from a country that actually is only getting a bit more multicultural really we've been white irish for a long long time and now we get now we have a large influx of polish and people from the middle east now and stuff like that so it's nice it's still quite people are still some certain parts of the society have only just started to kind of adapt to it while others have adapted quicker obviously if you're younger like ourselves here it's a bit easier but it's nice to see how that is once you get past that like in in san francisco it seemed it was great to see the, the different cultures just blending together so nicely and just the people were for the most part were lovely um I had one incident with uh, with the with the homeless dude that was quite funny but but other than that it was great <laughs> Awesome. Uh, KMACG at uh, KMACG asks, as everyone yep. sadly is asking about Irish stereotypes, who is your preferred Irish gaming journalist and why? Gaming journalist? Oh, that's a toughie. Um, just because I like him so much, I would say da- Danny O'Dwyer, because I'm loving what he's doing at the moment with his, um, his own uh, patron and his documentaries i think they're quite a refreshing insight into the gaming world that would become a bit more prominent as the industry develops and grows i think it's nice to have someone being able there to document not only the changes but also the history of certain games even whether they be the big triple a games or the smaller games like insomnia games for example with the rocket league game uh uh Rocket League documentary or like the Doom one that's currently just out at the moment and even though some people would only like Doom and some people they wouldn't necessarily watch the the Rocket League one I think it's quite cool to get that uh, insight into the developers and everything that went on behind the scenes that people wouldn't necessarily know or the you know the intrigue and politics that would have been behind it I think that's he's doing good work and I can't really wait to see I can't wait to see what he he comes up with in the next 12 months to see how his um new projects grow um Mm. because I know he's trying to get one out every month so I think I'm looking forward to I feel like there there there'll be something that should be there for people to watch that 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 should get uh for history wise it's good to have that documentation down because I think sometimes people, as you know, like studios sometimes come and go and close quite quickly. And sometimes the stories behind them uh, may not get, ever sh- see the light of day. Or unfinished games, games that never got published. They're quite an interesting yeah. thing that, you know, that people could go down. That hopefully he might be able to go down and find and stuff like that. So anyway, yeah, yeah so it'll be Danny O'Dwyer. That's I, I, I don't know. <laughs> what about yourself? I mean, admittedly, he's also like probably the only mm. one I, I can think of off the top of my head. So yeah. I mean, like I like I, it's bad, but yeah, Danny O'Dwyer by default <laughs> um, for a lot of the same reasons. Yeah, um, 
I think, uh, yeah, I, I, like, I mean, I loved him. I loved him before he broke off and was doing his own thing. Um, yeah. Uh, and and kind of the voice that he was bringing and, and his passion for that kind of content mm. that he was, because he was doing it a little bit at GameSpot before um, before he left. Like, he'd, he had a he had a, a great Overwatch documentary that I, um, I remember. Yeah, he had a good Witcher I, one like, as well. Didn't care about the game. Uh, yeah, Witcher was another another great one. So, mm. um so yeah, I, I lean towards Danny. Bless you. Um, and oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I said bless you. Oh, I was, oh, sorry. Yeah, I was just uh, <laughs> it was a cough. Um, and I was just gonna say, um, in case somebody, because I I do it when I'm hearing it on a podcast. In case somebody was um uh was yelling at you um uh in their on their on their phones or whatever. Uh, Psionics is the Rocket League team. Psionics! Oh my god, I'm such an idiot. You were saying you were saying Insomniac, so I'm Insomniac. I got Insomniac on the ring. I'm sorry, people. I'm sorry. Didn't, Psionics. didn't want to interrupt you to 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 call it out. Sorry, but, um, I got the wrong one. I was getting the wrong one. I apologize. But I just wanted to. I did. I mean, it's mostly because I didn't want people coming back to me and being like, "Why didn't you correct her, Trevor?" Not that anybody's going to do that, but. Just for I'm sorry, mind. I get mixed up with names. It's it's quite all right. No, it's, you should um, know this. And I, and I, Listeners, like, you should yeah, know I get easily it's, mixed up. It's quite quite all right. Um, David Burke again at Irish Gamer Man asks, Amy, do you think the kind of funny guys will ever come to Ireland for a meet and greet? Um, I don't know. I would definitely say that they'll eventually make it to the UK, and they will definitely, if they ever get to the UK, they will definitely do meet and greets in the UK. Whether they come to Ireland is another thing altogether, whether they come officially or if it was, let's say, on holiday. I think it's 50-50 in that regard. I think, like, if it, if they are, if let's say, if Greg comes on holiday to Ireland, high likelihood is he will do one. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. Uh, but I, the others, it depends, I think, on if they wanted to or not. Nick, I gotta say, surprised us with the UK, so he might do one in, the, in Ireland. But I think, but if it was officially, they may hop over. I may probably would do one probably in Dublin. I would guess. I don't think they'd probably travel the country because it's such a small country. Uh, but and a majority of the fans will be near Dublin. I know there's a good few in Cork and there's a good few in Northern Ireland as well. Uh, uh, us here on the west coast, I don't think there's that many of us, uh, so it's a bit harder to judge. But I would presume that they would have a meet and greet. It would probably be in Dublin. Mm. Uh, Just for uh, I don't for... know if they'll do it. Yeah, for contextual, because um, I just mm. don't know the the distances off the top of my head. Like, if they were to do something yep. in 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 London, um, how kind of yep. how far of a journey would that a bit would that be for for someone it's, like you? It's it's not necessarily the far the length; it's the location. Uh, London itself is quite expensive to stay in. It's as expensive as San Francisco, you know, and it can be quite hard to get accommodation unless you know family. Right. If you have family in the area or friends to stay with. Um, so it can be sometimes it can be the last minute of trying to get over there and having right. accommodation to stay places. And it's, um, and so I'm, I'm regards, asking more like if they were to if they were to say, hey, in a month we're going to be in London. Um, so if, if it was that come, way, it would be if fine. If you want to come for I'd like a night, uh, like we're going to do an event from this time to this time. Like how? Like yeah. is it? Is it? Is it like a three it's hour doable. drive that you'd get over there and then you're. What would happen is that you high likelihood is that you'd fly either from Dublin or Cork or from Knock, depending. They, they, these are just three airports, and you'd fly over to London. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a twenty-minute flight, twenty-five-minute flight, half-hour flight, depending on obviously where, whereabouts you're going from in Ireland. 
uh, and then uh, to London and then obviously getting wherever you're staying and figuring out where you're, you're going or whatever that can take a little bit of time um, but it's it's doable especially if you have notice if short notice not so much but if like Nick doing it in London they're literally yeah. given the same day you're not going to, you're not going to get a person coming from Ireland going over because uh, flights can be quite expensive yeah. even though they're actually quite cheap if you get what Ryanair you know there's always the joke about 11 euro flights and that is true but they can go up to 75 or 80 euro for a flight uh which i know it sounds like a lot, a lot but at the moment with the, the, the economics the economics it can be quite a lot depending on where you are especially if a lot like a lot of the fans would be they would be students they'd be college students so it can be quite a lot of money for mm-hmm. students obviously uh, but in regards to if it's a month out usually people can budget in and hopefully get over there but it just depends on their age obviously and their financial situation uh, yeah. for me i would probably hop on a flight in knock um i know the one that i got for birmingham when i flew over was about 70 quid wasn't that bad it wasn't that bad that was like return so it wasn't too bad at all um but for others it might be more it might be less it just depends on the flights it's a bit like everything yeah. else you can get a ferry but you'd have to drive three hours get on the ferry drive again for another four or five hours just to get to london right and that's so, so it's it seems might not like that that's so it seems like that's comparable to like me flying to LA or something like that is about it would yeah, be like a 6 like, hour drive if i want to do that or it's it's um it's like an hour flight um uh, yeah, so exactly. that's, and that's why i've been like why most I can't people go would to, fly to those things or, or to to San Francisco and stuff yeah. like that cool um uh Zyger comes back with uh one more question um uh-huh. rumor has it you like to cur- you like to curse like a feckin' sailor is that true <laughs> um i can curse like a feckin' sailor and my mother gives out to me likes to hell for some reason i get given out to my sister on the other hand can get away with cursing it not a problem but supposedly it sounds really bad coming from my little mouth because well, supposedly i sound posh it's because you're the older sister possibly that is the issue um but i can and have cursed like a sailor depending on how angry and frustrated I am or how I am at a person or if I just feel like it sometimes but uh like your you feckin' Egypt would be kind of one of those ones that I would say that isn't that bad because feck actually isn't a curse word it's what we use instead of the word fuck uh because you can say feck on the airways you can say feck on on radio and on tv quicker than you can say fuck even though we can say fuck quicker enough on tv once 9 p.m goes by that's our watershed and you can say whatever you want <laughs> unlike the u.s where you can't for some reason nice. it's weird you, you you're very weird li- yeah, things because you allow they, a lot of that a lot of violence but you don't allow the word fuck it's our puritan it's uh, heritage that like it's vi- very uh, violence we started as a revolutionary country so we're fine but yeah, yeah. like um language and sex are super taboo because no, no, we're no. still living in the 1700s um so awesome uh, yeah. uh joey noel <laughs> at joey noel asks what is the worst, hey, worst pizza topping and why is it pineapple i would agree you you're... except i would also i would also add anchovies Ugh. i will give um, you, i will agree with anchovies i have no problem with pineapple i am i am i don't like neutral it. on the pineapple mm-hmm. uh no i do not like pineapple all right uh in general i'm not a fan of pineapple as itself i don't mind pineapple juice and i don't mind it like if it's completely not really blended in a smoothie or in a dessert don't mind it at all or in a cocktail but i'm not a fan of pineapple on a pizza i don't think it should go on it it's like it's tropical pizzas it 
Italian. It shouldn't go there. No. <laughs> All no. right. So uh, I would agree completely. Uh, but I would say anchovies are up there too. I yeah. don't care for anchovies at all. <coughs> um, ben Bellevue at Mr. Underscore Bento Box, former guest. Hey, Ben! Uh, asks, uh, and, and, and proponent of uh, pineapple on pizza, asks, you got to come to, <laughs> or says you got to come to San Francisco for Kind of Funny Live too. but where else would you like to travel? Where else would I like to travel in regards to America or well, so you already or, touched you already touched on I'd some other American locations that you'd want to you'd want to hit mm. up like San Diego or, or family in, in New Jersey and and, uh, and elsewhere um, where else elsewhere, yeah. that you have not traveled necessarily would you like to travel where would I necessarily worldwide I'd like to travel to Japan I'd like to see Japan uh, I wouldn't mind going back to see Singapore again I liked Singapore when I was there. Uh, it was quite a really cool f- actually I'd recommend it over Hong Kong um, but I'd also like to visit if it was if if it was a perfect world and there wasn't as much violence going on I wouldn't have minded seeing Egypt uh, I'd like to see China I'd like to see um, I wouldn't mind seeing Peru I wouldn't mind going down and like South America and just like having a look there and obviously uh, I wouldn't mind going to Canada as well just I'd like to go everywhere really as you can tell I kind of like everywhere like it, yeah. sounds like I like everywhere I'd like to go everywhere really but uh, I'd like to go back to Australia yeah I'd like to globetrop if I could if I won the lotto the Or millions which is uh, one of the major lottos here and um, tomorrow I would most definitely go um, I'd come back to America and visit everybody I'd definitely go to kind of funny live 3 and everything like that but I'd also explore I go see the world, um, visit certain countries that I ha- I've meaning to visit, but I haven't gotten a chance to yet. Um, but definitely, I'd say Japan, um, and South America, and come back to obviously America itself and just Canada. They're probably the main ones that I go to. I might go obviously. I might go pop it, pop into let's see more of Europe because I haven't seen. I've only seen a few of the countries. I haven't seen all of the countries. I've gone. I've stopped off in Amsterdam, but I actually haven't vis- actually visited the actual country itself. We just did a layover and stuff like that. You know, see Germany, see Munich, uh, go to Vienna, uh, and actually go to Italy. I haven't gone to Italy yet, and it's one of those things I actually do want to see is Italy. Yeah. Um... Uh, but if in regards to America, I would say, other than family, uh, as to visit p- places, I wouldn't mind going down to uh, on a road trip just to see stuff going from east to west or west to east depending on which way I land ah. and just visit and try all the foods along the way uh, and all those random things that are in the middle of it all like you know let's say going to like Mount Rushmore or you know going to the Grand Canyon and going to um, going through some of the, the like Yellowstone Yeah. you know all those kind of things I wouldn't mind going to see these things but like do it on a road trip no, it's, I, I, uh, I've done those road trips, and they are they, uh, they can be a good fun time. Uh, I mean, I did them like they can be quite long. They, I know they can be quite long. Like my family, so, um, like when I was in, uh, was like I was probably seven or eight. We uh, went mm. from here because we've got a lot of family in Michigan, so we went north and mm. then uh, east, um, like on our mm-hmm. way to Michigan. Uh, it took like two weeks to make yeah. that drive, and then we came. We've stayed in Michigan for a few weeks over the summer, and then we came back going south and then west. And so, like, we went through like 
you know Gettysburg and stuff like that. And we like on our way we went through Yellowstone and and uh, and so yeah we like definitely made that kind of road trip where it was it was all about like let's go and see all of these sites um, uh, and yeah to do it Take well it the yeah, it's, it's definitely a it's, it's definitely yeah. a time suck um, but good it was yeah it was good historical kind of stuff which I mean given your your affinity for history I think you would you would absolutely love um, uh, in, exactly. in terms if if uh, we're asking me in terms of places I would like to travel mm-hmm. um, which I'm gonna hide yes. it and, and do it Ben since Everybody else is just asking Amy questions. Um, uh, I so I got to go to Europe when uh, when I graduated high school. We went to um, like every year they would do like a couple of teachers would take students and just go for um, for like yeah. a three week um, sightseeing trip across Europe. And so my year after I graduated high school, we went to Ireland, Scotland, um, England, and then we went down into France, and then Belgium and the Netherlands. Um, and, Mm. uh, I like, I mean, Ireland is, is, is a place I would like, I would love to go back to. And it's like, where about in Ireland did you you go? Uh, I mean, Dublin, we stayed, we did stay in a, just Dublin. Dublin was like the, the main focal point that I, that I, I mean, this was 13 years ago now. So like, that's what I remember. Um, but I also remember like one of the first places we stayed in was like a bed and breakfast out in the countryside across from like. A rundown monastery, like it was just like ruins of an old uh, of an old monastery, um, and I just remember like oh, there's, a, there's a lot of those about the place. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's that's so I can't I can't like narrow it down. I would have to like try and track down I, the actual like itinerary we had from that trip to uh, to tell you any more yeah. specifics. But um, like I like I just remember remember having grown up here all of my life, going there and seeing as much green. Um, around me there as I've seen brown my entire life here um, and so it like Ireland is one of those places that when like um, you know when people are like what's your like what's your dream vacation what's your or like where like where would you want to live and where would you want to retire I'm like Ireland because I don't get enough green like I've, I've, I've been <laughs> drained on it here and getting to go there and seeing it um, like there, it, there was just a, it, like a magic def- to it so so kudos to you for for living in the right country. Uh, um, uh, well, it's pretty safe here. I wouldn't say that. Yeah. And it's pretty green. I just let you know the rain ain't great. There, there oh. is a side a side thing. It rains ninety percent of the time over but here. But that's I mean that's another thing. Like I have I have almost zero rain here. So like yeah. I love the rain. I, like when it does rain, <laughs> it, it has rained like a little bit the last couple of days here. Like I will just stand in the rain and just let it wash over me because it's such a rarity here. So yeah, some like yeah, going, like getting rain in Ireland and London or like when I go to Seattle Dude, or something. And it's you've ever come to Ireland, there. you'll have to come outside of Dublin because Dublin actually doesn't get that much rain mm-hmm. in comparison to the rest. And you come to the west coast and I show you rain because we got a lot of rain on the west coast, like the whole great. Wide Atlantic Way, as I say, it's it's like up to Donegal and the actual landscapes as you want to look at them. Mm-hmm. Um, they change. There's like a lot of microclimates. <clears throat> it's the only way to describe it in Ireland. You wouldn't think it for such a small country would have so many microclimates, mm-hmm. but we have a lot of them. You would eat them up, I'd say. You'd love them. I, it, I think. As well as the culture. I stuff. think I would. Which I mean, it's weird because like Arizona has a lot mm-hmm. of microclimates itself, like Sedona. It's yeah. beautiful. Uh, you got the the mountains of Flagstaff, and so you can have snow up there if you yeah. if you go up there. 
like I'm in basically the barren desert city of Phoenix, but, um, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, so that's, that's certainly one of my places. And then Italy, um, that you touched on is it just for the historical relevance of that, of mm-hmm. that city. I would love to, uh, to visit there. Yeah. Sometime. My um, sister, my mom actually went there while I was doing my junior cert, which is like what you do when you're about 15. Mm-hmm. It's like a, a, a mock of the, what the, the, the junior cycle of like you know middle school I guess the end of middle school before you went to high school okay <clears throat> and I was in the middle of doing that and they had to go to Rome but they went with my elderly neighbor and uh, she wasn't the best person to travel with but <laughs> travel with but they got to see Rome and got to do a, you know Sistine Chapel and everything like that Coliseum and stuff like that while I was stuck doing my exams but because of it I got to go to Paris so I won in that regard so I got to see Mona Lisa and everything like that so yeah that was that was but I do remember do remember going I want to go to Italy right now (laughs) in my exams um uh Cameron Abbott at unsexiest comedy asks Mm -hmm. what will it take to convince her to move to America she is far away and I constantly have need of her aww miss you Cameron too um, I'd love to move to the US actually I probably I know it sounds sillier uh, right now but I would sooner move to the US than I would to Dublin and that sounds odd to most people but I'm more of those person that I'd kind of probably up and go quite quickly Um, from going just the once I think I'd be okay over there <laughs> uh, I'd love to but obviously it's harder to uh, get a visa and everything like that in the US Stupid so it's one of those things that I'd love to stupid immigration you think they just let us in you know we're very nice people i swear yeah. <laughs> uh, but like i would love to if i could but obviously just it's something you'd have i'd have to work off work to right we just need to we we need to everybody needs to up their patreon support for kind of funny to the point that they can <laughs> hire you and, no, and no, no, put, no, you, no, through, like, put that. you through the whole hiring your... visa process no um, no 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 but you put that money to better use money <laughs> Support them for supporting getting, the reason. Getting Amy Gilroy into America get is, Tom is absolutely... I mean, we can do it for all of you. Like, yeah, get you, Tom. <laughs> I mean, even Wes. Wes can bring uh, Winnie um, if if he wants. Um, and what about... And don't forget his mom, Peg. Uh, uh, oh, and yeah, and Peg. His wife. I mean, yes, yes. Of, cor- <laughs> of course he, he would bring Peg. <laughs> just leave the wife and child at home. I'll just go and bring him along. <laughs> I mean, your family has the experience um, there on that front, so... Uh. Oh, shush, don't talk about that. <laughs> we won't give him ideas. Don't give him ideas. Can you imagine? He'll be listening to this going, wait a minute. Oh, he's not going to listen to this. Uh, well, I mean, if we tell him we talk about it, he might listen to it. Um, he probably will, yes. Uh, Anthony Gilroy asks, are we distant relatives? Um, I don't know. Possibly, at, uh, at I, I don't, don't yeah, know. I, I don't know where uh, where yeah. Aunt, uh, I where don't Anthony know is from whereabouts. I I need your family history. Yeah, I uh, I know that my name is actually Scottish. Yeah. Uh, I know I'm I've I've, I've uh, Gilroy comes from Kilroy, which comes it's from Scotland. But uh, I'm pure Irish, more or less everywhere else. I'm Murphy and Devons and everything else, and flipping Smith with a Y, which is Irish and. I have a lot of Irish in me, but I do know that the Gilroy name is actually uh, Scottish, and Gilroy, which is what is in Irish, is means actually uh, redheaded, redhead, red hand of the red hand or something like that. It's like it literally means like the a redheaded, a redheaded servant of the king. Mm. It was what it would mean if you go back into the Gaelic of it, but. Um, 
that's what it means. So I know I have Scottish descent in me as well as, uh, but I'm predominantly Irish. Uh, the family is Irish and has been for many generations. So I can pull myself back from from where I am living at the moment. But mum's side of the family is different. I know we're from Mayo and a bit of a scammer, but uh, I don't know too much about that. That's something I'd probably, if you were doing the, if you know those things like, do you know who you are kind the of genealogy. things that they have with celebrities. Yeah. Yeah, that genealogy, that would be something we'd be looking into quite a lot. Like I know my mum and my aunts have looked into it a good bit, but there's still more to delve into there. It's interesting. Yeah. It's fun. Well, Definitely yeah. fun. I, uh, <laughs> but yeah. Um, so maybe, maybe Anthony, maybe we possibly could be. Perhaps. The uh, so the weird, the weird one of the weirdest things I've run into, um, like growing up, I mm. would like um, uh, I would joke, oh yeah, I'm probably related to Ringo Richard Starkey, um, yeah, aka Ringo Starr, because um, uh, I've got like family of of like European descent, but like going back, the like the first mm. time I get to something outside of just American is, like, I have to go back to, like, yeah. my great-grandfather who was, like, a Norwegian immigrant or something like that. So it's it's all basically European. Yeah. Um, and yeah. weirdly, so I'm I'm in, um, in, in my apartment complex here, I'm in Unit L203. The person in Unit L23 mm. is also named Starkey. Yeah. Like, Kenneth Starkey. Oh, cool. And so it's, like, it's, it's cool, relation? except for when, like, I get his mail or he gets my mail. Um... Oh, that's annoying. Because <laughs> it's just like the just the odds of of that happening, um, and us basically just mm. ha- having the same name and and only being like a digit apart on our address. It's just like weird, and it's been that way because I've been living here yeah. more or less for um, like um, for a little over thirteen years now. <laughs> um, and he, like, yeah. when I moved in, like one of the first things I saw was Kenneth Starkey, and I was like, that's that's just odd. Um, did you ever meet the lad just out of curiosity i've i've maybe like maybe back it's if i have i've like mostly blocked it out of my head but like i would because for the Mm. most part i would just like if i got something for him i would just walk it over to his door and just kind of leave it on his door um and like if he got something for me he would do the same so i don't like i've I've maybe met him like once or twice but i've i'm also like Mm. i've seen the guy who lives next door to me um you know Mm -hmm. like i saw him yesterday uh, I've seen him on and off over the last five years um, since he probably moved in. Don't know the guy's name at all. Don't. I'm not. I'm not a like get oh, to know wow. your neighbors kind of person at all. Um, so I gotcha. could not tell you a single other person that lives in my apartment complex because um, I just have like oh, wow. I just keep to myself. Um, it's just mm-hmm. just how I am. Um, even when I like I'm a little a little bit where I moved out uh, and was living in a in like a three bedroom place i didn't know any of my neighbors um so yeah gotcha. just just not not who i've been since uh since kind of moving to or since like moving out like like i said earlier um i knew my next door neighbors growing up um uh, mm-hmm. but that like that went by the wayside when i that's a different thing yeah when i got older and you see i'm kind of wish to half my people around here <laughs> um last question we have uh from david game galt yep. at david game games asks assuming that space is mm-hmm. infinite and life exists on other planets how do you feel about oranges okay okay that's random yeah. <laughs> um uh oranges are grand i particularly i like them as a juice and in cocktails i think most people would agree with that regard uh um they're grand they're 
I have no no major things against them. Okay. Just that sometimes they can be quite sour when they should be sweet. Yeah. They, uh, they save you from scurvy. That's nice. That comes in handy. They say, yeah, yeah, that's nice. They, they, they do nice things for you. You know, lots of vitamin C yeah. there. Um, but yeah. Nice. Uh, actually, yeah, I, have a, I bought I bought a big box of a carton of orange juice there yesterday, the day before when I was going. Yeah, yesterday huh. when we were doing the shop. Nice. Yeah, I. Uh, I like orange. I'm I'm I, I like it in juice form as uh, as you touched on. Yeah. Um, I am not like smoothies I do not, as well. I do not eat oranges themselves. Um. Like, I don't Same. know if it's a, it's a texture thing or just the hassle of having to, like, peel them apart and, and whatnot. But, yeah, I just... No, I love the smell of them being peeled. Yeah. I love that citrusy smell. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just not a, like, the fruit by itself. Um, I typically will not will not eat them. But, um, no, so, yeah. I'd be more of a banana and apples kind of person when it comes to fruit, like, to eat by themselves. The same. Uh, quick on the goal. Well, great. Uh, that that wraps up all of our trove mm-hmm. topics this week. Um, thank you again for joining me uh, this this week on the show, Amy. Thank you for having it me. It's been an absolute pleasure oh. catching up with you and chatting. Um, and I hope this was enjoyable yes, for uh, for the audience as well. Um, Happy New Year again to you. Happy I hope 2017. Um, so where uh, Happy 2017 as, as to we you too. Uh, as we wrap up, where can people find you, Amy? Just, uh, um, they can find me on Twitter at amygills89 um, they can fi- uh, find me at uh, amygills on Twitch I guess um, I'm mostly hanging around Twitter or in Facebook groups or sometimes in the forums for Kind of Funny and on Kind of Funny's Patreon you can definitely find me if you have questions pop one on I will eventually get back to you if I don't get back to you quick um, or Wes or Joey will definitely get back if I'm not there Wes is getting really good at that trying to get in front of me like a game but i'm winning but yeah you can find me definitely no i'm not but um it's definitely just follow me if you want um i sometimes i put out a lot of gifts just letting you know i do try and find the perfect gift to reply to people <laughs> you'll find that pretty quickly if you follow me uh most of my things are gifts <laughs> excellent but uh yeah so that you can find me there well great thank you again for for coming uh, on um uh, you can find me at thank you for having me. Uh, uh, yeah, oh, absolutely. You can find me at Snarky Starky, uh, or you can follow the show at uh, Trove Talk on Twitter. Uh, mm-hmm. You can follow uh, my writings and ramblings on video games, and now occasionally other things like movies and stuff at TrevorTrove.com. Um, as uh, as this is going live, uh, this will start going live Monday, uh, alongside my finalized top 10 games of the year of 2016 um and oh wow uh, yeah um and if you uh if you haven't been following along there's a whole i put a whole like weeks plus worth of game of the year stuff talking about um worst games of the year um honorable mentions for game of the year which goes live Mm -hmm. tomorrow as i'm as uh we're recording um uh (laughs) favorite games that i played this year that came out in another year Mm -hmm. favorite games that i revisited this year um, whole, there's a whole mess of uh, Game of the Year stuff that I threw out there for, for people to enjoy. Um, so check that out. Um, uh, uh, sorry for missing a week there for uh, for the holidays uh, of this show. But, um, I think that's allowed. Yeah, it was a week for the holidays and to get all of that Game of the Year stuff out. But we're back, came back with a vengeance with Amy Gilroy. Um, pleasure having you, Amy. And uh, until next time, from all of us here at the Trove, treasure your friends. <laughs>